When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? Check it out. Episode 42 with the great Trap Lore Ross today and Bossa Nova. Let's go. So, two man. guests. Two and one. Guests. Two I for think one. this might be the official, like, I, you know, we've had had our fair share of guests, but I don't think we've had like a red carpet-y kind of, I mean, DJ Quick was a legend, of course, but yeah. Like, yeah. something that was... like this where we set it up and planned it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You saying mm. I'm a red carpet guest? Absolutely. I think so. What? Yeah. I would what? say so. Bro. Me. Yeah. Uh, me. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> honestly, in no jumper fashion, the orange carpet. Oh yes. Mm. Exactly. I'll take it. I'll take any color carpet. Red, brown. Man, and mustard. We're, we're we're so thankful for you coming on today to disconnect this. What would Bossa Nova just to help there us fill in with the uh, house phone and is Pollerian pulling up? I thought I, I for sure thought Pollard said I would be back by the next episode. So. I guess he's not. I'm also Hell not. Yeah. I'm not surprised mm. because it looked like a hectic ass journey. It looked hella fun. Back to back shows. I know exactly. That's why I, I was surprised. Like I'm also an idiot because everyone's been talking about it for the past who knows how long. But I I forgot that the shows were like immediately back to back. When I saw that on IG, I was like, damn, dude, that's hectic. That that definitely is, like, especially all that traveling. Like I think it's like mm. four hours between like Boston and New York. Like, Jeez. Fuck. But that should look lit, man. I ain't gonna lie. That that shit's inspiring. I I one thing I don't like though, like you know. As a viewer of No Jumpers, they don't have any. Uh, uh, I gotta go on fucking cryptic on Instagram to oh. watch like footage of the, uh, the, of the show. live show. You know? Honestly, yeah. I was gonna bring this up because Riley and I were talking about it. Where just like during you know for Tuesday we had uh, guest replacements for the No Jumper show because they did the show out there. But mm. imagine that was the show and we streamed it live from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, People mm. would p- still want to be a part of the live audience thing. That wouldn't like ruin- it'll be like WWE, where it's just like exactly live audience. It's like it would still be streamed live. It would be live like normal, except it would be on a stage. But you know, I, I don't think it would like make people who uh, you know want to be there live want to be there less. They're still gonna want to be there. Yeah, it's fucking, you actually get to meet everyone. And I also right. wonder like how distracting it'll be on like a consistent level because when we were doing the one in LA, I mean, of course we weren't on there for like the whole three hours, but yeah. you know. The, you hear, you know, a little bickering and conversation going on in the audience throughout the whole show. It's kind of mm-hmm. like when you ever you watch a podcast with a friend, right? Like, I, I can't do that. Yeah. I hate that shit, bro. It's always somebody who thinks that they're part of the conversation. <laughs> like, nah, reserve it for these motherfuckers, bro. I, and then you got to pause it. You try to be generous to yourself. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure if you saw, but there's also just like live memes being like screamed out loud. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just like stuff that people you'll normally see in a comment section or something oh like that. God. But during the live show, people would just be like. Yo, this thing, you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden it just like That's you know everyone it, hears it, gets it annoying. live. It's but I wonder like, I wanna like, know how many times uh fucking Potlord got harassed oh, for the Slotlord slot Yeah. Like did someone pull up like here's a hundred bucks, bro. What you gonna do with it? Bro, if I was in the crowd and there was like a like a quiet moment, I would have been like, yo, Adam, when, like Apollo, when are you playing my song or whatever it is? Oh like, yo, I paid God. you that three hundred. <laughs> so, bring me up to speed with the slot lord beef because mm. I just want to get to make sure I fully understand what happened with this. Do you, you want to okay? talk about this? It, long story short, because I feel like it's already a, a, a dead thing, and I feel like he wants to stop talking about it. But uh, uh, basically, um, Paul Lord is a DJ for the live show, and uh, like a day or two before they went out to do the live show, um, he did a stream titled "How to Get Your Songs Played 
on the No Jumper live show, and that was the title of the stream. And uh, I'm gonna go grab my friend from the. Okay, he said that it was just kind of just like a, a clickbaity type title. He wasn't. He's not seriously gonna take any donation money to play anyone's song because what are the chances the song's gonna be good? You know what I mean? Like he needs to actually make it fun and entertaining or whatever. But people are calling him Slot Lord because they're saying he's calling uh, selling slots. But his name's yeah. Pot Lord. Okay, okay. See, I, I I thought I understood that. I thought maybe it was like they were calling him Slot Lord as well because it's like. It's like a gamble, you know. It's like you're playing a slot machine. Mm. You, it's your song gonna get played. I assume he didn't play anybody's song, and he's just finessing for money, right? Yeah, no, I don't think he finessed anyone for money. I, hope I think he, got he the was bag. Just fucking around. I hope he got the bag, man. It's a good oh finesse. Oh my god, that's what other people yeah. are saying. That's so what we, saying. we called him the night that it happened because we were streaming with House Phone, like listening to fans' music, and we called him on stream. Basically, he was saying that like he was trying to figure out some New York artists and Boston artists to put. To put on and stuff like Smooth. that, which I feel like it was genuine, and he said he was just—he put that title there as clickbait. Well, listen, if anybody's watching this and you want to get your sh your stuff played on No Jumper, cash out Trap Law Ross, bro. <laughs> I got Slot Law Ross. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'll give anyone the slots. 100 to play. You're definitely gonna get played. No, mm. you'd be surprised. I, I've—it's uh, not a lot of them, but I've—I've I've definitely got DMs saying like, "Dude, how much do I have to pay you to text this to Adam or to send this to Adam?" And I'm yeah. like, "Dude." If I start texting Adam random SoundCloud links, <laughs> he will delete my number and fucking tell me to fuck off very quickly. You've never been tempted to do that, though? Never in my life. Just because it's like, it's like, for me, I don't know, like, I grew up in a homie, like, in a skate, like, a skate group of homies where it was, like, always, like, respect, like, you know, certain boundaries of, like, you know, being the actual dude or whatever it yeah. was. And, like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, there's, like, just certain examples I've learned my whole life or whatever. And that's just one easy one, which is, like, Oh, my friend just happens to be this popular, you know, hip hop guy, and people are going to be asking me to send links to him. It's just mm -hmm. like that's but gonna get no a bottom annoying. dollar. Hell no, dude. Because I'm sure, like, if I, okay, if I text Adam and I say, "Hey, someone just sent me ten thousand dollars. Here's three thousand dollars. Please listen to the song." Adam will probably gladly listen. Yeah, to it. yeah. Do it. <laughs> Bro, I'll do that for way less. Oh my god. <laughs> Has, as, do you get like your your high school friend like yo? By the way, uh, this, I would be a great topic for your next video, Ross. You know what? I don't get it from friends because I feel like I grew up in like a very like boring like lame English small town. So like yeah. no one's even plugged into music that way. But bro, my DMs, the amount of garbage people send to my DMs, and like bro, <laughs> oh my God. I'm the, bro, you need to do a story on me. I'm like, I do not need to do a story. <laughs> on me, bro. No, the last thing I need to. People send me shit, bro. The stuff people send me, like, what's one of the worst ones? Or just like, bro, are you kidding me? I know you get the paragraphs of like, bro, I would like, I'll, I'll, I'll bake you a cake right now if you upload a video. You know, or, <laughs> no, you know? I get the, I get the wannabe gangsters, man. I get people hitting me up, just like, yo, this is my cousin. He caught two bodies. No one knows about it. But his music's <laughs> oh, fire. Listen God. to this song. He breaks it all down, and I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to become an accessory in any of this <laughs> at all. I'm trying to, I'm trying to That's do a video crazy. on the most famous person oh my God. in the news. He just wants to confess and get something off his chest at that point. Jesus Christ. They be no, treating yeah. you like the chaplain at the church. You know when you go confession? Yeah, like, exactly, right? The They're just telling you everything and like, he, 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 here's how you'll fill it in. Um, do you do you still, uh, you know, like where you grew up at, do, do people really check in on hip hop like that? Or is it kind of like... Hell no, bro. That's the weird thing about, I guess, this life mm -hmm. I've ended up living. Yeah. It's like where I'm from... There's no hip hop. There's no one into hip hop. It's just not a thing. Yeah. I got into all of this stuff from the internet. I was mm. just an internet boy 
all over the internet when I was young, listening to rap music on like LimeWire and downloading rap MP3s. All who who so- are you downloading? Soldier Boy, Fifty Cent, wow. DMX. It was always it was always <laughs> on like LimeWire. You'd get the fake link. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Song, it's like. DMX featuring Lil Wayne, featuring the 50 Cent, featuring Buster But you, but you were doing this on your own or because of your inf- internet influences? Just from the internet, but then okay. also like I had older brothers that were into hip hop. Because mm. we, were, we were like born near London, where well, obviously mm. that's where all the music's going on. But like we moved to this small town, my brothers were into rap, I got the internet and I just became obsessed with this. But it's like, I felt like an outcast my whole life. Mm. No one was into rap, like in school. I would try to start, I was in like, I was in like the third grade. I tried to start a little rap crew. No way. It wasn't really happening. Is wow. there a Trap Lore Ross music video out there that we just don't know about or that I, we do? I took them I, all down. But, oh. I, gone. Oh. but you know what? Them. I am a big fan of your ad songs, though. Thank you, bro. The, 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 the bars you'll drop on some of these VPN uh, advertisements <laughs> are crazy. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, what I was hoping is that at some point I would get like, I would be able to spark some kind of corporate beef between like one of the VPN companies and <laughs> yeah. another one. Oh and then we could, God. you know, we could be like, I'm smoking Atlas VPN. Oh so surf my shark, God, you know what bro. I'm saying? The surf shark gonna slide <laughs> on NordVPN. You know what I'm saying that's <laughs> oh, what I was hoping. And then you make, di- so you make a you make a for Nord, for both of them. Facts, bro. Facts. Oh my Smoke God. Wait, so where are you from? Uh, London? Nah. Well, I was like born near London, but I'm from a place called Bognor Regis. Okay. You will not have heard of. Bog- There's no, no like soccer Bognor team associated with it. We got a team called the Bognor Rocks. Oh, yeah. It's not a big it. team. It's pretty I think it sounds like Bro, Manchester. It sounds like a South Park like town. Bognor Regis with the Bognor Rocks. Right. It's, 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 <laughs> it is a bit like a South Park town, bro. It's bro. definitely... It's definitely. What's a, the population like? I don't know. Just Too farmers? High. Just get rid of them all. No, I don't even know, bro. It's a small town. It's not just farmers. Like We got a little town. Like We got little village vibes. But it's like by the seaside. So it's kind of okay. like... I'm trying to think of like what an American equivalent would be. Well, what's like the main most common job out there? Like if you were criminal you know, industry, a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. No, nah, I don't even know, bro. Like it's like what's like the industry, man. It's the weirdest thing. It's not. It's not necess- It's not really a rich area, but we okay. got a Rolls Royce factory. So it's like wow. they build the Rolls Royces and ship them off to places that actually got uh, money. Well, that's wow. a bigger flex. That's a smart thing I got. to do. I think there's maybe like a farm or something like for where I'm from. There's no Roll, Rolls Royce factory. Uh, wait, where are you from? Paramount. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, Paramount like the movies. <laughs> sort of. It, it's a um, it's a city in the Los Angeles County, but uh, Paramount is in Los Angeles, so it's already yeah. considered one of the you know rich. Areas. It's a part of Los Angeles. Everyone's gonna think um, Los Angeles, you're rich or nah, rich area. I don't think anyone. A lot of people think that. That that's. I mean, like, I really want to hear your take on it. Like, how do you see LA? as a foreigner kind of coming into town and like um you know we had a conversation off camera of how it's a little overwhelming and it's, mm. it's very different like do you do you think that like we have a suite here in la compared to uh the uk it depends who you're talking about bro because some of these guys <laughs> i see in tents they ain't got a suite bro you got they so many homeless yeah. people bro it's crazy we have a very distinctive and like unique a homeless situation here in Los Angeles because it's like <laughs> I don't think anybody has it to uh, like what 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 is what's like the way we're gonna kick it like kick homeless ass maybe um, that's a weird way of saying well, it. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's, that's crazy. crazy. It's a, it's How are we gonna <laughs> kick these homeless asses? Homelessness. We're gonna kick homelessness. Ass, we right? yes. Not just gonna exactly. beat up the homeless people. We need bell, <laughs> We need not just help. that. Yeah. Hmm? Bro, I don't know what the solution is, bro. Well, it's it's a very deep uh, topic. I we I've talked about this before, like on my other podcast with uh, my girlfriend Riley, where it's just like, dude. At this point, I looked it up. There's like 200 companies in uh, in LA that um that 
I forgot how much the money they, they go they burn through every year, but basically there's like 200 companies that have hundreds of employees, a CEO, manager, all these people that have jobs that sustain their living off working for this company that helps homeless people. These companies are not trying to help homeless people. They're trying to continue working and continue thriving and even growing the business. So if right. anything, they want more homeless people because yeah. it's like th- there's too many companies that, are, that they've yeah. turned into a business. You know what It's I mean, kind of like point. whenever I, uh, uh, you know, if, if I throw like a paper bag on the floor, it's kind of like you're still just creating jobs rather than littering. You know what I mean? That's you're what giving... I always tell people. <laughs> yeah. That's, but, like, wow. that's a real American I never way thought about it. Yeah. Really? I never thought about it. Like if I was hey, at... Someone got picked that up. Exactly. Let's, if, let's get some jobs going I remember on. like if I, if I would be at the movie theater, my homies would be like, bro, pick up your trash. I'd be like, dude, someone that's gets what paid that's what to pick for. that up. If I stop leaving trash, guess what? Someone loses the job. Oh, my God. It's over. Yeah, someone's not going to be able to go into work. They're <laughs> like, well, everything's clean. Why is this too clean? Yeah, if we all stop leaving trash, guess what? Those dudes have no more job so it's we're the same, supporting them it's the same with the wildfires i've just been setting little fires all around LA <laughs> yeah. since I've been here. Yeah, these, right? these firemen man they need they need <laughs> something to do <laughs> they, they gotta something. be funded all they'll guy, be in right? a tent otherwise that's a good point like the rest of us nah but uh it, it's crazy because it's funny you mentioned the different companies that are part of like just figuring out homelessness in la they had a uh they had a return like hundreds of millions of dollars it just came on the news this week because they didn't know how to use it for to, to fund the homeless. Uh, dude, Los Angeles That's was crazy. I forgot. I think it was L.A. was sued or L.A. sued. Uh, there was like a lawsuit that happened between the city of Los Angeles and someone where they were basically saying like, hey, you guys are not doing. I think it was towards the federal government where they're like, you guys are doing nothing for the homeless people or whatever it is. Give us some money. And they were given like I forgot how much money it was. It was a ridiculous amount of money. And uh, and I, I actually did the, the calculation of how many homeless people are in L.A. divided by this money. And it was like 70,000 per head, basically, or, mm-hmm. or over that. <laughs> and still, they're like, hey, we don't know how to fix the homeless problem. So, you know, it's not the... I feel them, though. The issue I don't know is how like, to fix that shit. The issue is the management. It's like, I don't know. It's just like, it's deep. There's hella fucking different factors that at the end of the day bro multi-dimensional people are shitty people that's why it's like i feel like people forget this but that's everyone acts like they like to be the most perfect person but that's why we like look up to you know a fucking person with morals that's why we look up to a a person with like you know work ethic because it's hard to you know be that person that's why you look up to the president or whatever it is it's like yeah (laughs) we're supposed to because it's supposed to be like a moral good person who works hard and like you know wants the better for people but a lot of people i feel like 90 percent of people are really shitheads and if you give them like hey man could you uh control this 50 million dollars and you know distribute it amongst the people you're gonna be like can i take one mil at least or something like that you know something's gonna happen <laughs> that's fucking crazy they should give that whole like 70 mil or whatever it is to one homeless dude yeah and film it have him now that, that's and a film dope it. mr beast video <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah that why is, is mr mystery. beast always like funding like some random fan from like his discord why can't it be like a whole community well they're gonna do something like uh similar to that in colorado soon where they just passed the law saying uh 140 homeless people i'm not sure how they're gonna choose the homeless people but 140 homeless That's people are squid game shit are right gonna, are, 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 they're gonna <laughs> really? no no these dudes are gonna receive um twelve thousand dollars just cold hard cash b- i'm doing off, it wrong man we go we're going to denver fuck this shit. based <laughs> off of a, like a basic income you know law that they came up with where they're like this is a, according to the basic income this is how much they should have and they're like giving 140 homeless people twelve thousand dollars that's like similar to like what you went through right with what like the whole russia thing what do you mean like what he he, he was pretty much in russia and they did something similar where they found like 140 families you know, like everyone gets to enroll oh, into no, a, uh, no, some no. kind of like lottery. Okay, no. So I, I was born in Russia, but in Russia at the time they had this like visa lottery where you could like enter it and you can enter your family's name. And if you are lucky enough to win the lottery, it's up to you to get the money for the tickets and everything. But you can actually obtain a visa 
to leave the country or whatever it to is. To leave the country. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's like a reverse bad. lottery visa. <laughs> yeah. They need to bring that back now. Yeah. Uh, well, I think they might still have it. Who knows? <laughs> oh, God. People Recovery are leaving like crazy, bro. Yeah. Bro, they're out. They're do you, out of Do you frequent Russia? Hell no. no. Oh. We can't catch you there? Bro, you ain't catching me anywhere near Russia. No, have you ever been there? Nah. Never. I'm no, no offense. I'm just, especially right now. It's a beautiful place. Ain't the place to be. I'm sure it's very beautiful. Well, Yuri, there... let you tell. You haven't been there since you were fucking four. <laughs> I can't. Bro, you should go back. I can't go back. I can't. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's an amazing place. What, but what are your thoughts on Putin? Uh, well, he's a terrible president. Honestly, I'm glad you asked that because I was just watching Phil DeFranco earlier. I'm not sure if you watch him as yeah. well. But uh, he was doing this thing where he was just like, he was like, oh, these Russian people were all for this war with Ukraine. But then all of a sudden, Putin, I'm not sure if you guys know, he just enacted martial law, which basically means like everyone has to go to war type shit or whatever it is. And ever since he, he enacted that law, um, a lot of Russians are pro protesting in the streets saying we don't want to go to war, right? And uh, Phil DeFranco's take on it was like, how I how hypocritical that these Russians were so for this war and now they don't want to go fight. He's so stupid, bro. It's like it's been said to the to, since the beginning. The Russian people don't agree with the Russian politics. They don't want to go to war. You know what I mean? All these people are protesting in the streets because it's like now they're being forced to do this thing that they they don't agree with. You know what I mean? Like, and he's taking this whole sideways take, saying like, "Oh, you hypocrites! Like, I thought you were down for this shit." It's like, no, no one was down for this shit. Putin and his regime, they're down for it. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. I feel like maybe there's some truth to what he's saying. No, maybe I not. Maybe not like a complete blanket statement of the whole country. But it did seem. It seemed at least like there's a, was a lot of people in Russia that were at least of the opinion of like we should take back some of our Soviet territory. Like do I don't want to be the one doing it. I'm just saying that's what I thought. Are I knew. You, uh, do you watch any Russian YouTubers? Uh, I watch uh, no fuckers. Ro Roman. I watch no fuckers. Yeah. If you watch his uh, YouTube videos, he constantly talks about how, like, basically the perspective in Russia is like, if you're above the age of like 40, 50, you're kind of most likely going to lean towards the conservative side, lean towards the pro-Putin side. But if you're on the younger side, which is you know damn near half of the country at this point, you're not going to be agreeing with it. Which is like, it's at this point, it's almost like a 50-50. Uh, but some people say it's like more people lean towards not agreeing with the war it seems like the older people like i see on the news like these like babushkas i don't know if that's the right word mm -hmm, yeah. sort of saying like yeah like i want my son to like go and like bring black glory to the country and the son's like nah i'm out like, those babushkas nah. those late uh, that basically means grandma yeah. they have been subject to russian propaganda for the last 80 years of their life so unfortunately their takes are going to be very biased and mm. fucking skewed you know but it, i feel like that that almost like encapsulates kind of the i guess the, to a certain degree what the problem is that DeFranco's trying to get at, but maybe not with everyone, of like, there's a large contingent of the population that at least like believe that like that's what should happen, but they don't yeah. really want to be involved in it. It's that's sort of like true, that's true. it's almost like armchair like strategists of like, yeah, like let's go do it. Like I'm too old to but if I'm I, too old to go do but it. But if I would go attack <clears throat> attack like Phil DeFranco was, I'd be attacking the the Paul the you know, Poon and his regime. I wouldn't be attacking the people. I wouldn't mm -hmm. be like because they're kind of stuck in between in this like little moment. But oh, for honestly, half of them really are. You, you don't think that at a certain point you just gotta like accept the uh, like Putin? I mean, after all, he's been like in office for what, like twenty years or something like that, for like a long ass time. If you, you look can't at, get him out, right? It's no, it's if you I, I, Roman just posted a really good video about the whole thing the other day. There's I reports it. that he's like unofficially the richest man on earth. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've I've heard about that. Yeah. Too, Elon Musk said that too. It's basically yeah. a dictatorship. It's they they like to portray it as a as a democracy, but if like it's not democracy, it's a dictatorship. And Poon has like bent the rules so many times for himself and you know just so to keep himself in power and have right. all the power whatever it is you ever see that documentary about his billion dollar mansion uh-huh yeah the navalny thing the, that yeah the fire. super popular one yeah. bro that's looking fire i might have to take over a country <laughs> i mean he's it's definitely fire. the most like badass president i think like this, out of the world roster 
I was talking, I was talking about this with, uh, with Riley, but I was like, dude, like at one point, a long time ago, right? There was just free land, and whoever just happened to be there could just fucking put a pole in it's it and say, like, like, and say, this is Yuri's guys, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever it is. And like, Putin just happens to like inherit this giant, literally the biggest fucking country on earth. Like, he just happens to inherit this giant country, and like, they just do whatever the fuck they want. It's fucking insane, you know what I mean? Like, but it's not based dream. off like any actual democracy. It's based off like just some random like putting a stake in the ground, like this is ours type shit, you know? And then also spreading. That's what's boring. I've got so many things I want to say about Putin, but you know what I'm saying? He's a terrible not, guy. Not, yeah. I'm not trying to get I'm not trying to get uranium. No, he's a terrible right? He's saying. a terrible That's person. Nuts. Well, yeah. they're closer to you once you move, you know, go back. They're closer to you than they are to us. Yeah, so. they got they got all sorts going on, bro. <laughs> in the UK. They 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 got the feelers everywhere. Damn. But yeah, it's messed up, man. Yo, but you, you were saying uh off camera something about uh just UK's culture revolving regarding like weed. Like they still look down upon it and think it's like some like some mm. degenerate shit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's so weird. Like being in California, obviously you've got legal weed. You've had medicinal weed for decades. I don't know how long. Yeah. So it's like it's part of the culture. Like you walk around, like we walk around a few different places, and you just smell people smoking. Yeah. It's just seen as like a part of the lifestyle. Whereas in the UK, you know, they for a while they like downgraded cannabis to like class C, which is like the lowest drug, and then they brought it back up. They were oh, like, no, wow. no, no, it's real bad. Like let's make it web, like like magic mushrooms. Yeah. Like wow. I'd say culturally in the UK, like people see weed as like this very negative thing. You're like a druggy. You, if you get caught smoking yeah. spliff like you're, same you're thing in brave. russia too like when we first came to uh, america from russia it was like my parents were only from the russian culture they weren't exposed to the american culture and like you're saying it's like a lot of weed is involved obviously and they were just like they associated weed with like you know basically every other hard drug and being homeless and being a crackhead and being a terrible person they didn't associate weed with like this hippie cool chill lifestyle they didn't mm-hmm. see that yet now they do now they understand it or whatever because it's taking you know we've been here for 25 years but it's like they have the same perspective in Russia of like they th- they see weed and they say narcotics like mm. narcotiki. Even even in America though, it's like within the last fifty years that's it's the, been yeah it's yeah been, just it's now been heavily, getting accepted yeah, and just looked down upon. I think like the last five <laughs> years has changed for sure because yeah. we were just talking about it like police out here they won't even bat an eye if you're just smoking mm-hmm. a blunt. Yeah, but I'll, I, mean? I was just watching uh, Harold and Kumar uh, Escape from Guantanamo <laughs> Bay with Riley the other day. Classic, oh, and yeah. that's like what it came out in, like early two thousands. And even in that uh, movie, uh, Bush was president, and uh, they have like a scene. In the movie where Bush is like smoking weed and he's just like and he's basically saying like everyone smokes weed so it's always been a part of the culture where people mm. knew it's a stupid rule that this thing is illegal you know what I mean like uh-huh. it's always been kind of okay but not okay it's like type it's thing like, now uh, it's for sure okay it's like peeing in like in public I don't know like everyone does it but like it, it's a law supposedly yeah but like I agree with it we kind of know at this point that like a lot of the stigma against weed other drugs but like especially marijuana over the years has been like kind of a bit of a conspiracy to put down you know minorities yeah, like a lot of people sure. that yeah. maybe would be into deeper. that yeah, yeah you know exactly. the, the kind of prison system you guys have got going on over here you know yeah the, even... it's like are they gonna let everyone out they, they didn't let, let everyone out on weed charges when no, they legalized no. it right like no. bro what, they're doing like, it what? very slowly very which very i feel like it, it would honestly uh work out you know what i mean if, if they released everybody but it, it gets complicated with that kind of shit mm. but yeah i want to ask you though what as a daily smoker yes and I'm I'm asking this on behalf of that of, of a daily smoker. Do you think that like it, it stops your productivity? Does it affect you at all? Because with me, it it, it I, I just smoke and it's just, it's just like eating a cheeseburger. You're just eating it to be comfortable. <laughs> exactly. And, no, I would say it, it doesn't make me like stop using my laptop. Yeah. You know, it kind of it does not affect productivity at all. Uh, when it did affect productivity is is when I lived with my parents and I could not smoke in my in my uh you know room or whatever. I would have to 
go in my room or go to the car or go somewhere else to smoke. And like, it, it was always like a 30 minute to like 45 minute process to go get faded and come back. And like, that was a real time killer. But now that I could smoke in my room and do whatever I want, it's just like, it's like, yeah, it's like, I agree with you. It's almost just like fucking chewing some gum while you're fucking typing away. It's literally like same yeah, shit. It's just like some comfort thing. But like, yeah, people always asking that they're so surprised. I feel like, you know, Weed's manageable. I don't know if people will be able to do it if they were like drinking as well, much as we smoke every day. It depends on the person. You know I mean? it, it depends on the person because there's definitely people who will like take a couple puffs of weed and like it will extremely inebriate them where they feel very high and sluggish and no, like all I, this I shit. I know some degenerate shit. I, I had a homie that I grew up with and uh, uh, bro, this motherfucker quit his day job because he wanted to smoke more weed throughout the day. Bro, that's pretty low. See, now you're going into lie. like addiction, and that's like... that's real cold. To, Cause I ain't gonna lie, you know what I mean? I'm addicted to weed, sure. Not like scratching my neck and like in an alleyway and like a fucking like a, a shitty blanket, but yeah. you know. Um, but it it does again the way. But I I think that like it, it it it's it's no secret though. It's definitely a gateway drug. No, I, I did. That's we had this discussion the other day. That's really? where I disagree. Where, we had it on camera. Right no, we had it off camera. I was just like, Blaz is trying to tell me weed's a gateway drug, and I'm like, no, dude. I've I've met so many people in my life that uh, have skipped straight to like either no, you e don't. E yeah, I do. Either <laughs> either pills, coke, or whatever it is, and they'll tell me like, oh, I've tried weed, don't like it. I like doing this instead. This upper. Yeah, I like. I've met so many people who are like on this upper thing where they're like weed is they're like they never even went through that phase of being a stoner they just found uppers they're like this is amazing i tried weed, don't like it i'm gonna stay with this it's yeah. like it's not always that case you know? i get that and and sure it doesn't go from like you smoke weed now you're fucking doing fentanyl all day it doesn't go like that but if you look at a majority of the people who are like severe users of like dark drugs they they might have picked a cigarette for the first time up or weed or, or they, they started drinking, but then they realized shortly after that that this isn't going to, like, fill the void they need. They need to go deeper. Yeah. But I think that that is the gateway. It's not necessarily, the like, the gateway is always, the worst thing. No, in my opinion, the gateway is, like, your, your, uh, your upbringing. You know what I mean? Like, if you're – it's very rare to, for you to be born, like, a nice family house where everything's run no. normal. I think so. I think, Hunter Biden? Every person I've met in my life. <laughs> Hunter Biden? I know what you're he getting. Had, he probably had a fucked up child. I'm saying that like, it's like no, it's all, I'm saying I'm saying family stress and family drama at the White le House. leads you to do that shit. It's all reference point, like yeah. what you were exposed to. Exactly, and also naturally, I, I, it's I, rare for me to meet someone who's like had a, no stupid weird. Most shit in their of the family. people that I know that are like really fucked off on drugs do come from like healthy households where they were able to afford all these fucked up drugs. Oh. And they didn't have much to lose, but I know people in the hood that it like goes are both down ways, bad because yeah. it's like yeah. if you're so rich. You're you get so bored to where you want to you get curious you want to try some yeah exactly some drugs out and shit. Well, the main thing is like there's nothing to stop you. You know what I mean? Like when I was like, it's like for a lot of people, it's like you're monetarily kind of prevented from you know tr doing stuff consistently. If you you might be yeah. able to smoke weed once or do this thing once or whatever it is. But I remember when I first started sipping lean in like 2012 or 2011. <laughs> All right, I quick I quickly realized I was like, <laughs> dude, like I had friends who were super wealthy. And they were just drinking all day, every day. And yeah. I, I would drink a little bit and be like, oh, man, that's kind of crazy. But then I would think like, dude, if I was on their level where money was no problem, like what's there to stop you from drinking too much? You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. nothing. You'd have, to, you'd, have to be a, yeah. you'd have to be a strong 17, 18 year old kid to be like, I'm not drinking past this cup or whatever it is. It's like, and when it's like, it's around you so much. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the a buddy like five years ago who like 
He was like the richest, bro. His family like fucking does all like the cement work for like the majority of like the Dallas like county kind of thing. Oh wow! And uh, he he like his dad's like full blown multi millionaire, and this kid was addicted to Zans like no other, bro. But he was driving around in foreign whips, and his dad was trying to take him take take him to these big spots and shit like that. Yeah. Um. But man, I lost my train of thought. What's up, bro? How you doing? We're we're gonna invite you in probably like in an hour from now into the show. But hell yeah, great to meet you, bro. But yeah, you you can post up right here. Wait, yeah. uh, I was gonna ask, I asked you earlier. I was I thought this was your first time in LA. How many times have you been in LA? I've been to LA. I think this is my fifth time in LA. Fifth I was time. Trying to work this out yesterday. Okay. I love LA, man. Like I first started coming here in like 2016. I basically like a long time ago before I was running my YouTube channel. I used to have like a film business. I used to do like corporate films, and okay. I was just trying to move out here because it's like where the film industry was. Uh-huh. But I'd never been, and so I was just like, I'm just gonna come out here, see what's going on, and meet some people, like try and meet some like film dudes. Where'd like, you go at first? Man, I think I was staying with my friend because I, I didn't really have much money at this point. I was staying with my friend in Pasadena. So okay. like, not really mm. like in town. But I was just meeting up with a hell of people. I was just going on like Facebook groups, like filmmakers, city or whatever, and just being like, yo, who wants to meet up with me and like go oh, for a cool. Starbucks? And you Americans, bro, so friendly. Like really? hell of people down to meet up and like talk to yeah. me and give me advice. Really? Bro, like in, in the UK, I feel like it's just not as friendly. Like people are way more reserved. Whereas in America... Everyone's just trying to be friendly. Everyone's just trying to like help you out, like offer you a place to stay. The amount of people that offer really? you like places to stay. I don't know. I feel like maybe it's being British because I feel like Brits yeah. are so welcomed by Americans. Yeah, well, bro, I was excited to meet you. Bro, <laughs> I don't know what it is. The accent just got some No, yeah, the accent has power. Yeah, it's yeah. the accent, man. Just makes me want to be your And friend. like, you know, <laughs> you, you touching on like how, how different America is. Do you think it's it's like just, just by nature that it's going to be a little bit harder as like a UK creator to kind of like infiltrate and like cover cover kind of like american culture mm-hmm. this is the funny thing right if you're a uk rapper you've got no chance yes no chance they're not trying to hear you rap in I, a uk accent i agree yeah we and also but also saw like, that shit on your if i see a youtube <laughs> video where it's like a you know like a, a documentary type video or, exp- or explanation type video or whatever it is and the person's has a normal accent like or like we have whatever if i hear a british accent i'm like ooh. It's gonna be a fire one. Like I get more interested in the video. Yeah, I'm like, there's gonna, be some, there's gonna be some nice metaphors in here, or some yeah. shit like that. I get that a lot. And you know, people used to always say to me, "It's like, yo, this is like, this is like watching a BBC documentary <laughs> on like some real trap shit." And that, right. that's why it kind of took off. So I think as like a presenter, as like yeah. a personality, I mean, even as an actor, you got hella famous British actors that are known in America. Even that do American accents. I mean, like, um, if you remember the show House, like, yeah. House is a British dude. He was a famous no British way. actor. He puts on that accent, and like, a lot of Americans don't even know he was a famous British actor. I had no, I clue. had no I idea. He either. grew up in California or something. Like wow. that. <laughs> this is the thing, bro. And it's like, you know, what I'm saying, I want to hear you're your rapping, best American accent. I just chilling like in fucking America, like you know what I'm saying in Cali, like smoking a fucking couple blunts. Dude, not too bad. Say you're from Texas, it's over. That's it. It was that good. Was that more like Texas? It was I like it was like it, it, sounded, it sounded yeah. southern. I'm Under, catching like, like Boston, uh, Arkansas. Was, Boston? Yeah. No, was it Boston? I felt like Midwest. it was just like a southern, like uh, you know, like I don't know. You could hear the country a little. Yeah, bit country, voice. country yeah. voice type thing. Dude, that but was good. Did you? Uh, um, I mean, did you always start off with doing the videos that you do, or did, were you covering like the the Beatles at one point? Or bro, people <laughs> say this to me all the time, bro. Is like cover the Beatles. Nah, I, I was always I was trying to do like comedy at the start. I was doing like because I used to do. I used to do I used to do stand up comedy. No way. Back, wow. in, back in the day, like when no I was living way. in London, that is sick. I did stand up. No, I wasn't like super deep in the game. I was just like doing little open mic slots and stuff, like just around London for fun, and I liked it. 
and I got into YouTube. I was doing like sketch comedy. Like, I mean, me and my homie Satonye were just doing like funny little sketches. Like, and what year is this? This is like 2014, 15. Mm, so years kind of before 16. we kind of like. Yeah, years and years ago. Yeah. We were just doing like little comedy sketches and stuff, running around, doing stand up. Some of it maybe had, like, I was always interested in hip hop. So like I do sketches with like a, maybe like a hip hop spin. Like, like, me, like I say, my homie Satonye, like we did this video of like me trying to be a drill rapper. But I'm like this dorky white guy. Uh -huh. And then he's kind of like, you know, from Brixton trying to coach me to be a drill rapper, mm. trying to teach me to be like a G. That was yeah. like one of the sketches we did back in the day. It's, it's dumb, but like it was funny. And at the yeah. time we were like, this is this is going to be the big thing. That's this is going up. But um, just like through doing that, you know, I just did loads of different formats. I was doing comedy sketches. I was uploading my stand up. And then I did a few like hip hop explainer videos. Like I did a video, I did like reactions to like like the Skepta music video, like more like British stuff. Mm -hmm. It was just not going anywhere. No one was watching any of it. Like it was dead. Because there wasn't a market there. There wasn't a market like there. That. Like it was kind of, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was trying to do like comedy and reactions. Like it wasn't mm -hmm. a good mm -hmm. format. And then like I did one video on the British rapper Russ. We got mm -hmm. our own Russ in the yeah. UK. Oh, not wow. your Russ, we got the British Russ. <laughs> Is um, he independent and everything as well? And now he's with a label now, but oh, he okay. was for a bit. But he's fire. The British Russ is, is fire. <laughs> okay. Potentially better than your Russ. But anyway. Oh, wow. Um, like, I did a video on him. Like, he had this big music video, and there was, like, the sponsorship in it. It was just some weird stuff. I did a video about that. Didn't go anywhere. And then, basically, like, a homie of mine sort of said, like, bro, you should just do more of this hip-hop stuff. Like, tell some of these stories. It's the type of thing in conversation I would tell somebody, like, yo, you know Jay-Z shot his brother when he was 12? Like, did you know that? Right. That's the sort of thing I would just wow. say in conversation. <laughs> like, I was just fanatical about hip-hop. So I did that video on Jay-Z shooting his brother. Literally, it was the first video I did that just got organic growth. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe I had, like, a little, like, a few thousand views on a couple other videos. That one got 20K views. I like you say, hella comments of like, who's this British guy like explaining this story really you, well? Were you showing yeah. your face? Showing uh, my face from the start, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. And then that one just went up. I think I got like 20K views on that. And I was like, I think I got something here. Mm. So then after that, I was just like, I'm just going to do more of this. You know, I did the, the story of like Gucci Mane's murder case. I did like uh, a couple UK drill stories, yeah. all random things. And then I did this video on like Frank Ocean's... Uh, like record deal how he like finessed the label for a bunch of cash I've seen that one mm. you seen that one yeah that, that was like one of those really real early ones i did that yeah. one just went up like crazy got like a mill in like a couple of weeks i remember I seeing that late. one on my recommended for so long and i finally yeah. checked it out i was like bro that's why i was kind of telling it because i don't think i was necessarily just like searching any of these like it these titles up, up. Yeah. it really popped up organically mm -hmm. on my recommended page yeah. And, uh, you know, same with Housephone. He brought him up, bro. He said Housephone tapped in, like, mm. super duper early. I remember mm. Housephone bringing up your name a long time ago. I think that's why I found out about you. To, yeah. to begin Housephone with. is the ultimate A&R of YouTube. <laughs> where it's like, he could Facts. just find a YouTuber and he could just co-sign behind it. This is some good-ass content. Get behind it, man. Yeah. Was it, like... Melrose days or Santa Monica days? Like how long ago? Santa Monica, Santa Monica sure. days, yeah. right? Like he would be saying Trapler Ross. Like this. I'm like answering wow. on his behalf. No, no, I, I don't remember what you guys were up Santa to at the time. Like I, I just remember like 2019, it was, I believe. It was the Wailed Studio. Like I can't remember exactly what, but it was a long ass time ago. And like, yeah, shout out to Housephone, man. He was like the first person to like tapped in with me, like, you know, put me in touch with Adam. I think I remember there was a stream where he was like telling Adam, we got to check out Trap Law Ross. And he was, Adam's just like, nah, I don't care about that shit. So like a few weeks later, he's like, oh, I tapped in. It's really good. And I, yeah. just, well, I couldn't believe it because I watched this stuff. Like I was, I would watch No Jumper all the time before I was even making, getting anywhere with my videos. Wow. And I'm watching it and then they start talking about me. Even now, it, it kind of trips me out. I'll be watching the show and you guys like bring me up and I'm just yeah. like, 
I'm just like, this is like, the sh it's like, imagine you were watching. You're like, a household name, bro. Bro, it's like, imagine you were watching like the Avengers and they start talking about you in the film. Yeah, That's like for me. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? You guys are like the Avengers to no, me. No, yeah. No, it's crazy. It's like, uh, I feel like in LA or especially in LA, it can almost start feeling like a small world, even though there's so many people, but you're from all the way across mm. the pond or whatever it is. It's like to you, it must feel even like more distant where yeah. you're just like, wow, like this is crazy. Co uh, collaboration or combination right now the whole thing kind of doesn't feel real i mean like we say like that frank ocean video that was like the first thing that just organically was going yeah. to a million views i was looking at the view count i was just like this can't be real i was like this is a glitch like this ain't right like this is just not even wow a real thing that like, youtube was tripping or something like that well i don't think i was monetized at that point either and it was like going up and i was just kind of like and then it was like my watch time was going up and then i was starting to get monetized and i was like yo am i actually gonna make some peas off this video oh <laughs> my god like, what? and then it was just like it's just so surreal even now you know i'm just like i don't even know from where I'm from, yeah, being a rapper would just never happen. Like being a YouTuber, it just wouldn't be a thing. It's mm. like with outside of the realms of reality. Mm -hmm. So even now, it's a trip. But like coming into LA, I mean, I'm here with my girlfriend, and like we're just like it's like stepping into a movie. Like being on these <laughs> streets, wow. you've seen a movie. You know, you, every street you walk down, you're like, Reminds I swear, you I've a GTA Five, a GTA. <laughs> I literally, I've shot so many people on these streets. I've smoked. Have you been to Vespucci Beach? Vespucci <laughs> Beach, bro. That's facts. I was gonna ask you, um, uh. Fuck, goddamn it. I just had it on top of my head, but I freaking Well, I want to ask you one thing. So, you know, you do cover a lot of American artists, but as well, you, you do cover the UK scene. Mm. So, I understand probably like you are going to have your fair share of American rappers being like, I'm going to fucking find you, you piece of shit. Do you have that in the, do you have that to worry about necessarily in the UK? Because obviously there's, there's thousands of miles that divides you, uh, you know, from a bunch of the United States rappers, but the UK rappers, is that kind of come, like, kind of like, hit closer to home for you? I don't go too hard on the UK rappers. Mm -hmm. Maybe partly because of that, but also I think uh, wow. I'm more interested in the American scene. Yeah. I do love UK rap. That's what UK I was going to say, though. It's more niche to yeah. kind of go after yeah. those subcategories. You're not going to get as many like, views. That's why you kind of had to tap into like American culture because that's where yeah. the audience is at. Jay-Z yeah. stabbing his brother at 12. I'm probably going to hit that before I see Russ stabbing his brother at 12. <laughs> facts, yeah. facts. And, it, you know, it was almost like, Again, it's like I'm not one. I'm genuinely I'm not somebody that wants to chase views, but mm. I do want to cover the stories that have the most impact. Like I want to cover the stories, the rappers, the artists that everybody is interested in right now and wants mm. to know about. It's not like how can I get the most views. It's like where is the like where is the real conversation? I'm sure Adam is picking people where he's like, who can I interview the who is part of the conversation, yeah, the exactly. culture right now. That's the thing. That's as, what I'm doing. Yeah, as a person like you who's like super interested in the hip hop scene, like you know what is like a good topic of a conversation what's a good question to ask or what question wants to be answered you know like by people how who do you are fans how do you distinguish like a great idea where it's like yep you okay. see the light bulb come on top of your head this is the idea i'm doing versus the ones where it's like ah should i do this you're asking around do you do you just have those aha moments you just know those are the ones you should follow or there's videos where you just spend the the, the whole 40 hour work week and realize it's not going to work out I think what I do is like, I'm always on the lookout for like a good story. You know, I constantly consume hip hop content. All my favorite, you know, I'm tapped in every time somebody drops something that I'm interested in, I'm listening to it. You know, if people are having drama, if people are beefing, I'm watching the IG lives. And I think for me at the moment- Oh, you're, you're actually watching the raw content. I'm trying to watch everything, bro. And I'm super interested. And so I think for me, it's like, right now I try and pick stories where I think, obviously a lot of people are interested, but also I think stories where- there's enough content out there for the story to kind of not tell itself, but just like for me to piece together a story in a way where everybody can just see based on all the things that have happened, like 
I guess, the truth of the situation. Mm-hmm. What I really hate is if it's a story where it's just a bunch of rumors and it's just me saying, oh, this guy said this happened and this guy said that happened. Like, yeah. I want an IG live where a guy breaks down everything that happened, you know, on this side of the beef. I want a song where I can get a couple of lyrics. It's basically, for me, it's just like, has the, has the story played out and can I show and tell, like, yo, this is what happened. I'm not bullshitting. Like, here's a clip of an IG Live where dude said this. So, uh, bro, because the, the amount of research that you, like, kind of show for and uh, k- kind of uh, communicate, like, do you have a whole team of just researchers at this point? Or, or you just know your way around Google where you know how to use the time machine on there? I'm a Google master, bro. I got a re- I, I just hired a researcher last month. Oh, yeah. wow. Shout out nice. to Sam, my researcher. Let's go, Sam. Is that a friend Shout or someone Sam. you like hired through like ser- searching for that specific category of like uh, jobs or whatever? I kind of put a thing out on Instagram just saying like, yo, I need some people to help me because it's like I do. I had up until then, I'd basically been doing all the research myself. That Which is incredible because you you have some videos where they're a little long winded. They're not your 20 mm. minute video. Yeah. yeah, You might have a two hour video yeah. of the Florida scene where it's like, <laughs> I don't know how the, that's like, that represents fucking a hundred hours of research. That's like a Netflix documentary. No, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I appreciate that. I'll that as a compliment a lot of people say that kind of thing and i think i'm just a fanatic bro like i if i wasn't doing this it's the funniest thing like if i wasn't doing this i would be sat there for 100 hours watching this because i'm so interested in hip-hop before this took off for me bro i would just be watching every breakfast club interview every vlad like i was just that guy that that was my entertainment my spare time it's just now it just so happens i've fallen into a situation where that's my profession but like bro i'll just be like for example like when the jacksonville thing happened you know when who i smoke came out heard that song and i was like this is crazy are these real people and i'm just on i wasn't even planning on doing a video i literally was like i'm not even gonna cover this but let me just check out who bibby is like yeah. let me check out who these guys that they're smoking are <laughs> and i'm doing the research and i'm just like finding a news article i'm like yo this is a real dude and i'm just like yo, this is a real dude and i'm like here's an ig live of them yeah. saying they're smoking this dude and that they're shooting at this dude and here's the thing on the news and then before i know it i'm just like nah this is like a story and that was one of the first ones that i would say it was it became like a movie. That wasn't necessarily my intention, but I guess for me, it's like, I don't like to leave anything unsaid. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm. even just for my personal research, it's like, if I'm interested in a story, I want to know everything everyone said. Like, yeah. did he meant, did this guy mention something about the beef and a Vlad interview? Let me watch that whole thing. Jeez. Like, you know, I, you know, I, I mean, like, for example, like the Draco, the ruler story, it's like, yo, is two hour live IG live with Draco dissing all of his ops. Let me watch that whole thing. Like, oh I want to know God. everything. Dude, that's, that's insane. That's like another level of like kind of like detailed work ethic. You know what I mean? Exactly, Where you're just like, bro. you need every single fucking thing so, checked. So when do you typically like call ending to like a, a video that you're doing? That's a good question. For me, <clears throat> I do truly try and watch everything. Like mm-hmm. I will consume, I will eat up every bit of content about a story. Like I'm going on Google uh, or YouTube and I'm searching for, I mean, let's say Draco as an example. I'm searching for Draco the Ruler. I'm watching every interview of note, like... I'm watching every IG live. I'm listening to every album, listening to the lyrics, maybe looking right. at on Genius while I listen to it. And I know a story's done, I think, when when I get to the point where I'm watching new interviews I haven't seen, and I'm just hearing the same stuff. Mm. I think at that point when it's like... I ah, rinsed all the information. Yeah, like he said this to Adam. He said this to Breakfast Club. I'm not getting anything new. And that's when I start to think, okay, I think I'm wrapping this up now. I'm getting yeah. to the point where I, I know everything. What, yeah. What's the longest you've like stalled a video Probably two hours. Because you, you were kind of waiting for more information, but it kept oh. recycling. And- I've never really stalled a video. I think some sometimes it's it's almost like, for example, the Pop Smoke life story. Hmm. I'm not really actively researching that because I know the case is still open. Mm, the right. facts aren't fully out there yet. So it's almost like, for Take A, for example, I knew that I knew the Take A story was a, a super interesting 
an important story, right? And But also it was like, I knew his case was kind of coming to a close. So once he got sentenced to his 55 years, then I was like, okay, this story, like, we know what happened now. Mm-hmm. All the court info's out there. He got his sentence. And I guess, in the, for example, the Take story, it's sort of like, that is a cautionary tale. Like, I really don't, despite what some people say, I really don't try and glamorize. It's like some of these stories, some of the violence yeah. and the crimes. I don't think that is glamorous. And it's like, Take it's like a cautionary tale. It's like, yeah, you can be the biggest gangster and shoot people and go on the run. You're going to get 55 years. And yeah. that's not cool. And I think for that Take story, it's like, until it has a conclusion that <coughs> kind of means something. Right. You know, it's not worth going into. It's got to be an end to a movie. Yeah. So I think the Pop Smoke thing, like, I think when that, once that case concludes and we get everything, um, you know, I, I probably will cover that because yeah. I think that's a really important aspect. But then at the same time, some, sometimes things aren't resolved. You know, there are cases that never get solved. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the Draco thing, I think that video was kind of, it wasn't necessarily the story of solving his murder. Yeah. It was more just a case of like his life. How did he get into a situation where so many people wanted to kill him? Mm. And then it's like, well, watch all these interviews, see the stuff he was saying, right? see the case that he caught, and yeah. then all the things around it. And you're kind of like, the okay, that's the story. The interesting part, too, is like, you know, I was aware of what was going on in real time, like, for the last three years. You know what I mean? But, you know, just watching your video, you start pulling out the lyrics and kind of, like, their references. And I come doing a deeper look like that. I've heard this song a million times. And I never I didn't catch that one. Like that, yeah. So... How much of the information you cover would you say is like fully public? Is there like maybe like 10% that you're kind of going into a library and finding, you know, government names and stuff like that? Or are you just all going deep into like a 2012 Facebook post and beyond? Yeah, I'd say literally everything's public. I never get an inside source. People DM me like, yo, bro, I'm tapped in with the scene. Let me tell you some stuff. Mm. And I'm like, no, thanks. Because I genuinely, I know a lot of people say I'm the snitch, I'm the police. I'm not trying to involve myself in these stories. I'm trying to give a public record, like a public documentation of like what's out there. Like what the public already knows. Yeah. So what would you say to the uh, people who have judged you in the past of like, oh, he's only, you know, covering the bad stuff. I mean, of course, everyone wants to hear a story. You know what I mean? And stories are made, but like at the end of the day, you are doing kind of like a documentary service mm. where, you know, sure, all this information is public, but it's not necessarily linked and kind of uh, coded kind of mm. the way you do it. Like, what would you tell them? I think for me, it's just a case of like, watch the entire piece. I think a lot of that criticism comes from people that just see the title and the thumbnail and they're like, yo, you're, you're profiting Already. off of all this negative stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, yo, like watch my FBG duck video to the end. The amount of times that I say in that video, this is nothing to be glorified. This is not glamorous. I have the utmost sympathy for people yeah. on both sides. They've known nothing but death their whole life. It's to a certain degree, you can't even hold a killer accountable when three or four of their family members have been killed before they've yeah. even turned 18. I try and cover these things in a very sympathetic and like I'm really trying to communicate like the truth behind you these stories. You do that in a good in a good way though, because there are different parts of the video where, you know, someone will pass away and you have a rest in peace mm. moment for it. You know, you might actually just make you know, we, we want to wish this person, you know, their their peace or their you know. family. Yeah, yeah their families man. too, because well, well, you know, it's like again, like going back to that FBG duck piece, it was like you know, people come at me and it's like, yo, you know, you, you do these glamorized things. I'm like, you, there's a 15 minute chapter in that video all about the grief his mother went through mm. and oh her being God, on Insta- yeah. her being on Facebook and Instagram talking Hearing publicly about all, that. All the all the tales of his mom and, and the stuff that she's had to go, go mm. through. That's crazy. You forget about all that shit. And that's not like, yo, you glamorized, bro, that's not glamorous. Like, that's really sad. You know, that's a strong woman that's been through a lot of messed up stuff. And that's an aspect of that story. No one ever goes into. Right. I won't name any names, but there's other people covering these gangs, these areas, and they want to reduce, you know, 
FBG Ducks existence to like a little soundbite mm-hmm. and just be like, yeah, O-Block, O-Block, like, yeah, yeah, let's hang out with O-Block. And it's like, you know, the truth behind these stories, like, is very serious, it's very sad. And like, I don't think I'm anywhere near trivializing it personally. Yeah. But, you know, people, people have the problem with what I do. You know, I'm not snitching. I'm just telling the stories that I think are the most important. And yeah. like, let's be real. These are the most important stories. Like, people want to know what happened. Like, I haven't done the video on it yet, but it's like King Von. Like, people want to know what actually happened, why that happened. Yeah. It's not wrong for somebody to sit down and go, well, I'm right. going to be a journalist and pick yeah. this apart. But and I, explain I respect this. that you don't do it prematurely. And that yeah. we've seen, I mean, we've seen Netflix do it, we've seen Hulu did it. Um, but there's certain programs that they push out whole production, like documentaries, up to that certain point. Uh, I don't know if y'all seen the, the Astro World one. Mm. Yeah, where it was like it came out hella quick. Bro, it was like two Imme- weeks yeah, it was to like a Imme- month. Mm-hmm. It was I, I did out. do that too, though, low key. Oh, you did. I did do Astro World too, but was I, it two weeks after? I think <laughs> it was more than two weeks, but like it was it, again. It, it was that thing of like I th- maybe I don't know. Maybe it's hypocritical, but I just feel like it's different for me. Like I'm one dude. Like I've just got a researcher. I've got an editor. Like I'm just doing journalism. I'm a one man looking yeah. into the facts of the story, mm-hmm. giving yeah. my opinion. It's not a twenty man production team, right? But also at the end of the day, the and that's like, the history of journalism. You yeah, know what I mean, it's but just these like, aren't trying to like, break the story first. Who yeah. can break it first? But these aren't like you know random, just like you know gangbangers that you know someone's making a story about. It's like these are celebrities. Mm. There's famous, context. Famous rappers that people want to know about, and it's just like at this point, and people talk about it all the time. It's just like if you're at that p- position of like fame and uh, and you know, like, and wealth and all that stuff and success, you shouldn't be doing this stuff. You definitely shouldn't be rapping about it. It's like a person like Traplor Ross, who lives across the pond, shouldn't even be able to get this information to make a video about realistically if you're really smart. You know what I mean? Like, but the fact that he is, it's like someone's fucking up before he even got to that information. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so have have you ever second guessed uploading a video? Like, is there any videos in the vault that you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't drop this? Yeah, there's a couple, and it's not the street crime ones it's the music ones it's the ones there's a few i've taken down it's more the ones where i just am giving my opinion about music and people yeah. don't rock with it i mean i did a video where i trashed playboy carty's album really and yeah like, that probably didn't age I too well <laughs> hell i hate and I, I regret it because it was a rushed video and i was just trying to do something funny and be like yo i hate this album this sucks like let me let me roast this was that whole lot red yeah did it grow on you nah but really you know because i was one of the i was one of the, you know I, I was part of your team as well where i was like man fuck this oh, album yeah. all that hype for what like, and then i gave it about nine months to a year and i'm like wow like we like found it? our savior <laughs> like he is the old you know what it was bro i fucking i was on shrooms last <laughs> november i just moved into my apartment i'm chilling with my team we're having a good ass time and uh, I see Rolling Loud is on live on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, let's go watch this. Oh, and it's wow. Playboy Cardi performing. His set. Yeah. And I just see, uh, you know, Stop Breathing game performed live, bro. And it blew my fucking mind. Seeing the guitarist up there while the fucking laser show. If anyone wants to watch it, search up You're the on, Rolling Loud New York 2021. You were on November. Mushrooms, though. So it's but like his, everything's amazing. Nah, his, be on his, his stage it, right? design is pretty good. And it's, the, in the way like no he, other. Has, he has a live band. I gotta, respect, got, I gotta respect the live band. Did every you guys time. see what he did at Rolling Loud this weekend? No, bro, he just has people wrestling on stage. Oh no, that's while he's performing. That's Watch hard. it. I did not see that, bro. He has that's like hard. two white boys, just like they're like in like uh like like fucking juggernaut like face paint, just like wrestling and and throughout the night he's pushing them and they're they're pushing him and shit. That's hard. It, it's pretty sick. He he's doing. I think he picked that up from Kanye, where it's and like he set designs out, everything. He brought out Kanye too. I don't. 
I don't really. I don't know if the Kanye uh, like pull up is is like it's not that monumental cool. when he's not showing like an inch of his fucking skin or face. Like, yeah, bro, true. what he's doing? Like, if I'm Playboy Cardi and I invited Kanye, bro, I'm gonna be like, bro, pull up with no mask. Oh, come on! Did he even do any of his? Are you mask shaming, Gary? But then also, uh, Playboy Cardi <laughs> doesn't he come out with his face all painted like a clown and shit? It's like you don't really see who. But he is you either. could like tell this is Playboy yeah. Cardi. You, know? you see the facial structure, the body. Like Kanye's just stiff. Talking about we off the grid, bro. I do not believe that shit. Wait, so you don't fuck with <laughs> MF Doom? That's what you're saying. I do fuck wow. with MF Doom. So you, so if, if, you, if MF That's Doom was about crazy. to pull up to you, RIP, if he was about to pull up to your birthday party, you would tell him, no mask, bro. <laughs> what is that's going on? Oh, that's right <laughs> yes. Oh, that's you have a lot of confidence. I will, yeah, I mean, I would, I'll probably get shot down. But like, <laughs> but if, if I'm meeting up with, like, if you met up with Kanye and had a meeting with him, you're like, oh, I'm about to, you know, ooh. and he, you see him in a in a mask, doesn't it kind of ruin it for you, bro? You, you think he's turning up to the gap meetings in the mask, to the board meetings? I probably. Think he is. That's probably why it all fell apart. Oh my god, yeah, he's sure. probably a tough person to work with. Which we actually have somebody in the other room that uh, is relevant to this topic, boss. So you might have to uh, no, switch one. with him. Yo, that's Frank, one. pull up, bro. Frank. Pull up, man. So my homie, yeah, I'll let him explain the shout story. To but, uh, shout out to Bossa, man. Appreciate yep, you pulling appreciate up, you. bro. Grab oh, your phone. Oh, your phone, your, phone. Yeah. And the airport. Hell yeah. Um, but I saw a story this weekend on TikTok go pretty, pretty viral. And, uh, you know, I'm usually a little... Um, you know, I, I take this kind of... This content, what's up, bro? This content with a grain of salt, you know, it's like... Everyone likes to say that, like, oh, I've been, you know, plagiarized or writ, but it's it's really different. What's up, bro? When you actually have context and proof, which I wanted to invite you on the show with, bro. So uh, tr- put on your headphones and explain to them kind of why we're inviting you today. So this is Frank. Yeah. You want you want to explain your name? Yeah, I'm Frankie Baca. Mm-hmm. I'm a designer. Uh-huh. And- so So what happened, bro? Yeah, so um, uh, where do I begin? So like, I was first reached out to by Digital Nas. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, these are not working. And um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, when I met him, it was weird because he was just reaching out to me on social media, and so I didn't know. Like, I get reached out by so many people. Like a lot of uh-huh. times, I'm just like, I don't know, these guys are legit or whatever. I see the verified check or whatever, but I uh-huh. still, I don't know. So like. Uh, he video calls me and I'm like, all right, so he's real and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I do my, my little research. I didn't know who he was when I met him. Mm-hmm. And what research popped up that he's just like officially with Kanye and all yeah, that? Yeah, that he was just, he produced some of uh, like um, the last album, Donda. And um, mm-hmm. so I was like, all right, so he's a producer. But he said he's a creative. So I was like trying to look, look into it a little bit more. And then I met him. Uh, originally, he was going to come to my house. But I was like, Dude, I don't want nobody. Like, I don't know you. Like yeah. That. So I was like, he ain't going to come to my house. <laughs> so uh, yeah so then I just went over to like his hotel or whatever I brought like some of my friends mm-hmm. and, or one of my friends and then I uh, just showed him some of the stuff he's like yo I love this uh, it was really cool they showed me nothing but respect uh, BK the ruler was there mm-hmm. and we were just hanging out and then he was just basically like yo I love this stuff like um, I want to bring you to uh, a yay Sunday service and uh, he's like I want you to bring some of your clothes and like uh, he's looking for designers or whatever, so uh, hopefully you could work with them. Mm-hmm. He's like, but there's no guarantees or anything like that. So I was like, all right, we're just going to bring in my best work and see what he says. 
Then I brought um, some of his stuff. Uh, I didn't meet him the first time because I was at his Sunday service and he was like, I didn't see him the whole time. It was like, I was expecting it to be like a two hour like thing. It was like 20 minutes. So, oh, wow. And, and so the Sunday, like, but you saw him though. I didn't see him the first time. Uh-huh. Like people saying he was there. They're like, you didn't talk to him. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I didn't. Where was he? It's yeah. Completely- and also that must be like, bro, even if I saw Kanye and we had a meeting, I don't know if I'm going to walk up to his ass. I go, I'll in be like middle, a little In the like, middle of his Sunday service. Yeah. Like, his kids are walking up to him. He's going like, to hell. I was not about to like, yeah. I was not about to make like a fool of myself yeah. while I'm out there. But Middle church. So everybody was there. It's completely dark and I didn't see him. And then he showed up the uh, next time because I was invited again. And then that time he was like standing right by me. So... I was like about to walk up to him and his kids like ran up to him and I was like, oh, I'm not going to talk to them right here because I don't want to let them deal with his mm. kids or whatever. And then they left. So I just like, like raced up to him and I just said like, hey, what's up? Like, I'm Frankie Baca. I'm Digital Nas's friend. He invited me to come here. He said that you're looking for designers or whatever. And then uh, I just told him like, yo, I'm a huge fan, bro. Like, uh, like I've been listening to you forever. Like since like before like college dropout, like freshman, I'm a freshman adjustments. Like I'm a real fan. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, really? I was like. Yeah, it's like you're like I used to listen to like you and Kid Cudi's music. I was probably talking like as fast as I am right now, like mm-hmm. yeah, just like just telling him through. everything. You mean yeah. you're meeting Kanye? Yeah. That's and that's I, a big deal for everybody. And in that like ten second span, like thirty people had already came up to him too. So I'm mm-hmm. just like trying to like okay, I got clothes for you. Like here's like this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like oh, oh he's like oh all right. He's like here, give me a hug. And he's like okay, cool. He's like uh, I can't take this right now. He's like but give this to Nas and he's gonna give it to me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I gave my clothes back to Nas and he's like, he's like, he didn't want to take it. I'm like, he's in the middle of his Sunday service. I don't think he wants to be like walking around yeah. with like all that shit. So, um, he's like, okay, we're going to give it to his manager. So I met his manager and then, uh, yeah, I gave it to his manager, talked to like this whole team. They were like really fucking with all my clothes. They were like, this shit is dope. Like I can see like, uh, you guys working with it or whatever. And then, yeah, um, Nothing really happened though. Like I wasn't getting like a call, nothing like that. Like Nas was like, "Hey, I want you to help me with," because he has his own company, two nine one three one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, in the meantime, he's like, just help me with this." So I was just like working with all of them. Uh, like I was just giving feedback because like I gave him some dope ass ideas. Like this shirt that I'm wearing right now, I just released this. It's today. pretty hard. I like it. I, I like released... the stomach. I never see someone do that. Yeah, it's a, like I mean. People are gonna say, "Oh, everybody just." You like, want to show them the guts on for the camera, just like kind of yeah, that's hard. Real quick, uh, that shit's hard. You, you can worry about the middle, yeah, right there. Bro, we got the whole the whole system. Damn. So, uh, um, so let's fast forward. So you see Future bring out Kanye West to Rolling Loud, and he's sporting a pair of glasses. What's the first thing you think about? Um, was that future? Or was that little Dirk? That was little Dirk. I'm tripping. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know. Um, I didn't even see that picture. Like somebody sent that to me, because people were just tagging me on Instagram. They were like, "Yo, this is Frankie Baca. This is Frankie Baca, right? You had something to do with this." Because by now they are already know I've been working with Digital Nas, working on two nine one three one. And you already kind of just showed those glasses at that point. Yeah, they had been all over my social medias. Like his whole team follows all my social medias. Um, so yeah, they've been out there. It's been clear. Like everybody knew that was like my stuff. So, um, yeah. So people were just tagging me. They were like, Oh, you did this, right? Like they thought originally that I gave them that idea. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, 
what is this? I don't even, I'm like looking at it, I'm like, this looks like mine, but it's not mine. And the jersey was, um, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Amory. You know, mm-hmm. Amory, it was an Amory jersey. It was like the same colorway as mine, but it didn't have like, I don't know, some of the details in it. Mm-hmm. And then the, the glasses, obviously, you see they're like mine. The glasses are crazy, yeah. and I wish we were able to uh, to pull up. I should have sent uh, the producer uh, some of the photos so they could put context in them. But yeah. uh, the glasses were very compar- comparable, you yeah. know. And it's kind of like how, how I was bringing it up early. It's like I'm always on the fine line of like, okay, maybe you're tripping. And like, okay, he for sure ripped you off. Wait, so basically what, what happened was like you showed him some clothes. And then instead of like working with you to produce those clothes, he just made his own v- version of the clothes that you had showed him? No. So I showed him clothes, but I didn't show him those glasses. But, oh. but I think like I have to speculate a little bit because yeah. I don't know how you they to fill got, in the blanks. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. Just try talking to them, uh, my clothes. Basically, yeah. the glasses were just on my uh, social media. Uh-huh. But what I had given him were shoes and a mask. And I just give him a catalog. Okay. Yeah. And then, so I gave him those products, but they had already been like working with me for that time being. So, yeah. Um, as far as like the glasses though, like I think a lot of people think kind of like how you said, like, oh, is he bullshitting? Is he not? Mm. But like, you have actual screenshots and conversations. That's what separates you for dude, sure. Dude, you, yeah. know, you know what's interesting is that, you know, have you heard of Ass Pizza? Um, yeah, I, he just said the same thing. Yeah, I was talking. I was talking with him a while ago, and yeah. he told me he was like, "Dude, he's like before Kanye was doing this whole mask thing. He's like he invited me to hang out with him and talk about working together. He uh, and uh, Ass Pizza was already doing his like turning a T-shirt into a masks things, and he brought a bunch of masks over. Gave Kanye a bunch of them, and yeah. then he said the conversation stopped there. The next thing you know, Kanye is rocking his own T-shirt masks, and he's like, "What the fuck? Like, what's going on here?" Yeah, you know? there's a there's a whole list of designers actually. It's not, it doesn't just stop there. Like, dude, uh, Legendary Six, they they're the ones that had a hat that was very similar to like the Flame ones. Wow. Mm. So I mean, I'm just like I don't have like the answers of how it got into it, but like clearly these these were all inspired by like these mm. products. It's like so, pretty clear, right? So. so you see, you see the uh, the images starting to go online. You're getting the tags now. What, what's the next thing you do? You you hit their team up, right? Yeah. So I hit up two nine one three one, which is like our whole creative database or whatever for their clothing brand. But we also talk about like yeah, everything. Yeah. So um, I told them I was like, hey, did you guys get a chance to look at this picture? Because like everybody's tagging me in this, and. Uh, it was quiet for like a long time. So I was like, all right. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's already like a red flag. So I was like, okay. And then um, they already had a private group chat. Like, don't respond. I don't I don't know how it goes. I don't want to sure. say that because like a lot of those people I'm really cool with. Um, it sucks when shit like that happens. They're just that, caught in the crossfire. Where that's it's the like, thing. It's yeah, like you can't judge them for it almost where it's, it's like. No one's trying to lose their fucking their 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 seat in the Kanye meeting. That's the yeah. whole thing. It's like a lot of people like say like, oh well, you know, what would gay care? Like this is a, you know, you just like a small designer or whatever. But like, um, he doesn't have anything to lose because like he could always come up with like more shit or whatever. But like right. all these little designers though, like they got something to lose because yeah. like they, if they. It's our hopes and dreams. Yeah, if they get cut off, like this is an opportunity, just like how I was looking at it. I was like, this is a great opportunity. 
uh, regardless of if you're a fan of Ye or not. It's like mm-hmm. you're working with somebody who could like change your whole life. Who's yeah. at the fucking so, cutting edge of like culture for the last and, 20 years. And Ye could Absolutely. like completely change the narrative where like pe- like over a couple months time, people are going to be in your comment section saying you're stealing his shit when you're going to be like, dude, what? That, that's what you know led what I mean? me to doing the whole... I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. Like, as crazy as that sounds, like, people are like, I was just going to let it go. But mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? I can't, like, because I'm still going to be working on this project. Yeah. And what's going to happen? Like, everybody's going to say I'm copying Ye. So I'm like, that was like the, the yeah. straw that, like, broke the camel's back. I was like, yo, I have to say it now. Because, exactly. like, there's no way I'm just going to continue and then have people tell me that my shit is the, the stuff that I'm copying yeah, from exactly. Ye. It's like, that was just ridiculous for That's me. That's crazy, like, thinking. Dude. That's probably like gotta be the most difficult part as being like an independent artist. Dude, yeah, because it's like, like you. Everybody who's ever like thought of anything creative, I, I like to hope that like we all look at Kanye as like, man, that's the that's the pinnacle of like, like you know, once you get the cosign, you you're doing something, you've done it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Everyone kind of like seeks for that moment in their career, and it's like whenever you have something like that, where it's so vulnerable, like this is my livelihood and this is what I want to be known for, kind of get fucking taken by like your idol like i can't imagine how like i can't even imagine what i would go through you know what i mean what i imagine and like kind of just hearing these like first-hand encounters you see it on the news with the whole gap thing and you know kanye just looks like he's so fucking hard to work with you know and i think like he's kind of just like it's like my way or the highway with him you know but even without kanye like uh, i've heard this story happening so many times in like the fashion world where like people want to work together they uh, have a meeting uh, you know uh displays of like art like you know exchange where you see a t-shirt you see some pants the next thing you know some dude leaves and then ends up basically doing the collaboration by himself and like we've heard this story so many times where it's just like how can you have a meeting and like save yourself like that you know that risk in a way like do you just not show them the clothes but you have to show them the clothes you know what i mean like, it's yeah. like what do you do there to, to protect yourself you gotta roll the dice you gotta shake it you gotta also give them the benefit of the doubt but it sucks when you hear shit like exactly, this you know yeah. uh, and, oh sorry but i was just gonna say like don't you feel like in a way it's like a in a way okay it's messed up but it's kind of like a big compliment that someone that influential he's supposed to be this fashion genius he yeah. looked at your idea I'd rather and get paid. I, that's <laughs> facts. That's facts. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like a, yeah, it's cool. Sure. Yeah, sure. But like, I, I mean, I mean, we're all like small artists. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking about billionaires. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And you're seeing the product kind of like yeah. take storm, and it's it's honestly, uh, people are like fucking with it. So it's that that's probably just yeah. doing more damage. You know. And that's the thing about billionaires, dude. Is like people always try to say like, I'm gonna be a billionaire one day. I'm gonna be, dude. It's like. You don't become a billionaire being a good person. Usually, it's always comes with like a little a un- level of greed, a greed and underhandedness constantly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and not really looking out for people, yeah. or looking out for yourself. Only. So, so you contact them, and they pretty much. I think I saw you post in the screenshot. They said that's just life. Yeah, Digital Nas wrote back to me. That's just, uh, that's life, and I was like. That is fucking crazy. I was that like, crazy. I, I don't know if that's like confirming it or if that's like it's pretty close. Like. If anything, it's like a lack of like, because this is the same dude that told me like, oh, I love you. Like, you're my homie, right? Like, yeah. dude, like, come I'm join ro- this collective. I'm rocking with shit. you. Like, yeah. you're my brother. Like, come meet we, Kanye with me. Yeah, yeah. Like, it takes a lot to do that, too. Because like, there's, I mean, this dude, like, he's already famous. Like, he's yeah. already like. Digital Nas popping. Yeah, sure. he's popping. So like. He could like literally come up with like any other designer, like any other artist, and he could have like just seen my shit and like said like, oh, I'm gonna do something like that and give this to Ye. 
but like he reached out to me initially so like i was already like in the mindset of like okay he's really rocking with me then and then he uh like it was just telling me like okay i want you to work on 29131 you're gonna be like the creative director for you're gonna be like the owner like this shit like that's what he was telling, he's telling me. you the dream he's telling me all this stuff like i got it all in my phone like same as like all these messages that are like on that initial like uh tiktok that blew up or like instagram yeah. that blew up so uh it's a trip but like at the same time like i'm not over here like people think like oh you know like he's crying like he he's like quit being like a you know like a uh, i can't even cuss on here no, you yes you yeah, could yeah, bro yeah. Fuck <laughs> his bitch shit i can't even like they're like oh he's like being like a bitch like he's not moving on from this yeah and like but like they don't even know like i'm just working like i've i always like stay like working but it's just a matter of like um this is somebody that i respected more than anything Damn. and then i was like thinking like okay like this is and then just getting flooded by messages of saying like yo these people took my shit too and then finding out about all these other artists i'm like wow this is like you're unlocking kanye gate if i don't like if i don't say anything like I'm almost like letting these people down too. It's like bigger than me. Like yeah. I have to say something. Do you feel point. like uh, Kanye's like fan base and just like celebrity is so strong and infinite that like it's almost impossible to like you know sway his Bro, fans' the amount like, of perspective. Hate, the amount of hate I got like from saying that, and I re- when I released it too, like I was like telling my sister and my family and everything. I was like, like here it comes, like because Dude. I knew like if it did. Uh, if it did blow up, because at first I didn't know it was gonna blow up, but if it did, then I was like, okay, then I'm gonna get a ton of hate, and like the amount of hate has been like insane, Fuck. and like I love people like just telling me like, what's been the craziest hate comment? I, the funniest one to me is like people telling me like that's life, because people are saying that's life just because that's what oh he said God. to me, and I, but that's I'm life. just like you guys keep commenting, which is making my video more popular. You're making yeah. me famous. You're making me rich. Yeah. So like. What, what the fuck? The what the fuck do I care if you guys like say that? Like, I wish they would keep doing that. Like, please, like I'm telling you guys, like keep telling me that's life because it's not. Let's spam his comments. Say- I'm just kidding. We, we <laughs> got to start a brand called That's Life Stealing Kanye Designs. That's the get back. Yeah, uh, that's you might have to drop oh a shirt God, that says That's Life or or get like some Yeezy uh, 350s. I want to say Alibaba one thing too. Like, I'm not I'm not positive that Ye stole it, so I don't want to say like. I wanted that to be clear. Like, I don't know that Ye specifically. Could have been someone in the circle. But the platform of Kanye released a product where they had some engagement with you. I mean, if the same thing happened to me, bro, I'd be pulling hair out my head. I'd be like, man, I don't know what to believe. I've been working for the last 10 years thinking about Kanye one day. One day I'm going to meet Kanye and I'm going to... When I moved to LA, I told my mom, I was like, um, I'm going to meet Kanye. Because I was like, this is like a hero to me. So yeah. I was like, Where I'm, are you originally from? I'm from uh, South San Francisco. Oh, that's mm. what's up. Yeah. yeah. Shout so, out to the Bay. Yeah, the Bay Area uh, reps me so well. But um, yeah, like I was telling people back home too, I was like, I'm just going to like start working on him, start building connections. That's why I moved to LA. And uh, I've had like some pretty good success so far. But like, yeah, that was definitely like the biggest thing. Mm. And then I was like really looking to capitalize on that. So, yeah, that's what they say. Usually uh, it's like a saying, like, don't meet your heroes because like they'll just let you down or whatever it is. Yeah. Whoever said that didn't know Kanye was going to be someone's hero because everyone's going to take that opportunity. <laughs> Even in my head, hearing kind of your firsthand uh, experience and just hearing just the different dozen uh, stories I've heard similar to yours, it's like. I would still meet this fool, but I'd for sure like, man. 
Yeah, like I don't think it takes away anything from you like me he, wanting to meet yeah. him because like he's still like a hero to me, like mm-hmm. even now. But like I just like look at it like because I just know how like fashion works too. Like I know mm-hmm. how the industry works. I yeah. know people steal shit. Like it's not the first time. It sucks. You almost and, gotta accept the the uh, the game. And the fashion that. laws yeah. are crazy too. It's not like it's a uh, big gray area. Yeah, it's a huge gray area. It's not like music where it's like if someone samples your beat. You're giving you're giving points right. on that song. It's like you could take it to court. Yeah, there's a lot you could do with uh, other industries, but with fashion, there's uh, there's a gray area. There's certain things that you could like patent. There's certain things that you can't. So mm. and it that. sucks That's that crazy. like money really is the biggest influence in that because then you have Nike who could like officially trademark their Air Force yeah. silhouette and yeah, do all this yeah. other stuff to like stop these designers. But um, so so what's next for you, bro? I'm just going to keep working. Like, I have uh, a bunch of new designs that I've been working on. I'm just mm-hmm. saving up, um, trying to get out my next collection. I'm going to go uh, do a lot of, like, really different things that I think um, are going to set me apart. Like, when I was making those, um, like, the eyewear in the beginning, like, a lot of people were giving, like, telling me, like, oh, this is, like, some weird shit. But, like, now everybody loves it. So right. Everybody's been telling me, oh, that shit's hard. You should have released that way earlier. You have that? Oh, I can't believe like this. So Even at that, like, you couldn't have told me Kanye was going to drop that like two years ago. It was definitely some kind of like external influence behind that, which you obviously had for, for, for this product, man. But, um, mm. bro, I appreciate you pulling up, you know, sharing yeah, your story, I know. Story, that's man. an interesting tale. Hell yeah. That's as soon crazy. as I saw the video, I'm like, bro, I need to like, we need to get this, this, uh, this story communicated. And also, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. Yeah. I'm heartbroken just, though every really? single time. I'm kind of like, uh, um, I'm like in a weird like fandom relationship with Kanye, where it's like you, you, you expect them to do better, but you're also gonna expect them to kind of like yeah. continue what he does. Yeah, it's Jeez. a weird uh, puts you in a weird spot. You hear the opposite <laughs> about his music though. You hear about like you know all these stories with Sci High, like bro, if you fucking pull up with Fruit Punch, he'll credit you as like someone on the song. Right, you know? right. You hear yeah. all these crazy stories, but. You know, let it be some clothes, and he's like, that's life. What do you think is the future of kind of Kanye's fashion career now? He's kind of leaving Gap and Adidas, right? I think, yeah, I think he's just like, you can't tell somebody, and it, it, it kind of goes back to that one clip two weeks ago where he's like, you know what, Sway did have the answers. Because it's like, <laughs> he's learned that, like, damn, now, now I have the money, now I have the influence and the infrastructure. Is really no stopping me, you know? Me personally, wasn't a fan at all of the whole gap uh mm. release yeah um but i think that like from like a mainstream and kind of like iron fist standpoint i think it's he's going to continue to kind of like isn't rule. he already building factories of, of his own and stuff like that i mean he's probably been doing that already for like 10 years but like these factories that you know traditional companies like nike and adidas use they've been working with them for 40 50 years where they un- they understand their language but, but i'm, I'm really factory more- you're gonna have to start from scratch and like kind of figure out what's the best foam get skilled people they get like it's experts man nothing's bigger than nike and adidas you know that's the hard part it's like how much money would it really realistically cost to like replicate a nike fucking shoe factory if you were like a billionaire like kanye and you're like you know i wanted whatever amount of money it costs like is a billion enough i think so (laughs) but he can't hire kids to work in his factory 
That's the but thing. Other yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? It might not add up. That's the numbers true. might not add yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We need to start fucking focusing on buying and choosing to buy stuff that's made in America. Impossible, bro. Mm. I was no, you see, no, no. stupid that's shit. That's not like some that. stupid shit. Of course, expensive. you would say that. Of course, you would say no. that. But, but, like, it's like in the in the glass I won't tell it. In the glass world, but like, look. people will buy expensive bongs that's frowned upon to buy Chinese glass because you're like, dude, this is made by a 16 year old in a fucking fume filled room right. that's going to die of cancer in five years and you're supporting this bong company that's not non-ethical at all when there's an american man with who has correct ventilation he's of age has certificates making you a nice bong with skill that you know that there's no people you dying cannot this. you cannot be a chinese manufacturer someone who's released spent tens of thousands of dollars into the, the the foreign market bro you know it is very very hard bro for instance it's more expensive. these crates three dollars if i get them done in socal 30 cents if I go to China. Yeah. That is fucking ridiculous, bro. Well, you know, and it's the fact that, like, they just have a, a, a lower wage there and you're able to, like, kind of make that, you know, I mean, rightfully so. Everyone in America just wants, a, a you know, a fair wage. But and I, 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 I understand. I would say I, I agree with you, too, about uh, wanting stuff in the U.S. But yeah. then also I would say that I think Chinese factories are getting a lot better. And then They're also, way more sophisticated, also too. Also a lot of, like, uh, other countries. Regulations too, are Pakistan and shit. Okay. Yeah. But and also, gets his shoes made in Portugal. But I, I feel like, I feel like uh, American business owners, like production, uh, you know, people, or whatever, like if you make make items and stuff to sell, it's yeah. like I feel like the first 10, 20 years, it's you guys are gonna have to try to bite the bullet. But then after a couple of years, we start having more and more factories built here. It's like it's gonna get cheaper and cheaper eventually, isn't it? No. We just have no, we how, have we have uh, no factories here. We have no we have no factory workers because here. we can't afford it. Because what happens when you have five hundred people in the factory? Now you got you know what I'm saying. It's way cheaper to get it. It yeah. is fucked up. the The truth is, is China has America in a chokehold because they don't care. <laughs> in, in a way, though, it, you know, China has America in a chokehold. But if America stops buying all the Chinese shit. It ain't ain't looking too good over there. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's like this interdependence where it's like you're both kind of relying on each other. And it's it's kind of messed up because you've got this situation where it's like you want to buy American, but you don't want to pay those prices of buying American. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, everybody's standard of living in the US and beyond is higher because you can buy cheap Chinese shit. So it's That's like, true. The, really, when you think about it, in the grand scheme of things, America takes the W on the whole situation. Yes. And the Chinese... I mean, some of that, some of what they got going on over Much there. Much like to China too. and U.S. I mean, oh shout out to everyone. It's just like realistically, America. I'm not even dissing America, but it's kind of like you guys got the best side. Of I the think deal. in an arms race, I don't, yeah, don't want to yeah. get geopolitical, but I definitely see China kind of like becoming like the uh, <laughs> the biggest it. power <laughs> in like five years. They're they're already like it's low key, it's unofficial. Like the biggest part, but I think it like. Well, think about this: how China has America in a chokehold, where they can be like. They can raise the prices or they could just be like, hey, we're not going to fucking produce your items anymore than many people in America either go broke. You know what I mean? Like jobs are lost and all this shit. Happens. I think it's like it is a codependency where mm. we could fuck them over. They could fuck us over. Yeah, but I like, think I in, in like American spirit, we'll just they'll end up finding like another country to kind of like co-work with. In American spirit. They moved uh they moved the production I think of iPhones from China to India recently. Right. So it's like they weren't really rocking with China. Yeah. Some of the slave labor and stuff they got going over there. So they moved over to India. Kind of the same situation going on. Yeah, Mega right. Because they, yeah. they just couldn't make it. Like, iPhone would be like $10,000 if you were making it here. Yeah, bro. That's why they, they like to flex. You know, it's designed in, you know, California. I but know. the truth is, it's like they, they're getting made in California. Everyone's phones will be like bro, when, four bands. When I got my bands. uh when I got my Volkswagen Jetta a long time ago, it always says German engineering, German engineering. You flip 
the bottom of any panel it says made in Mexico, made in Mexico. Everything, everything's made in Mexico in my car. I was like, where's there's no German part about this shit, dude. I'm like, what Bro. the fuck? Mexico's also an industry, but I just don't even. I want to figure out how to uh, send my money for production over there for sure. Oh really? Yeah, that, I mean that's a goal of my for support sure. the cartels instead. No, it, bro, support the factory <laughs> owners and shit like that and the cartel. Shout out the cartel. I've got nothing bad to say about the cartel. I'm nothing kidding. bad at all, man. And yeah. Hold but on. yeah, bro, I appreciate you pulling up, bro. Yeah. For real, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Nice to meet you, bro. Nice to meet you. Tell me, you, you want to say your Instagram real quick? Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at the Frank Baca and uh, Frankie Baca. Frankie dot Baca. There it is. B A K A? B A C A. Oh, B A C A. F R A N K Y B A C A. There you go. Sorry. And Frankie too. I'm an idiot. Yeah. All right, man. Hell yeah, bro. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Again. Thank you, man. Yeah, likewise, yeah. man, bro. Good to meet you, bro. Appreciate right, you. Good to meet you. Sad story, but I'm not surprised. I'm going to keep going. That's all good. Hell yeah, man. I feel like Have I heard similar man. things, you know, about Kanye and yeah. that team. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's stories of him. Yeah, pinching things. Well, not just Kanye. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Blazzy had designed some T-shirt, and I think it was like Balenciaga or whatever it was. Like a couple oh, of months later, they have used a it. Very they, they similar use, design. So you know? yeah, and we've had we've talked. They made a whole clip about this, but uh, I made a shirt for Chinatown Market a couple of years back r- regarding the Tiger King, and there's very mm. specific assets and kind of just like placements, the way it's yeah, and, and just kind of like the whole ensemble was super influenced of uh, uh sorry uh they were influenced by that shirt and they kind of made their own t-shirt it was balenciaga and, right yeah it was balenciaga and um you know it is what it is it's just kind of cool to know that i was like i ended up printed on a mood board and somewhere mm. in paris yeah but uh uh i would love to work with them though i feel like i'd be able to kill some balenciaga shit yeah i'm dead ass like do you feel like it's just like as an artist like you just have to nowadays and back in the i gotta day, accept back it. in the day you 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 go around and show your art book to everyone you're like i drew this i drew this whatever it is like you know, people just like oh that's cool whatever it is but like nowadays like people want to post photos of all their you know things they design or draw or whatever it may be or you know uh sewn together but it's like nowadays it's like it's dangerous to post that shit because you can have the smallest audience in the world but guess what someone's gonna see it they're gonna send it to someone else because they know a person who designs and blah blah, blah. And the next thing you know someone's copied your shit it's sure like, but think about how you know because we're talking about like i'd be getting fucked up in the head about this shit we're talking about like what's like permittable you know music it's super like like night and day like what's sampled and like yeah, you yeah. know what you owe fashion is a huge gray area but i think the most fucked market is the food market the restaurants why because you make a burger you don't fucking owe the burger family any money what burger family exactly bro you know there's no I mean? burger it's been- any the smash burger uh wave that's been going on in like Bruh. just united states or like the nashville hot chicken uh, bro, they don't get paid for none of that shit, but people can make hella businesses over it. I but think that like there's you, a video about the dude who invented the burger. It was not a family. It was just some guy who went into a right, bar but they don't give and no asked money. for a random they drunk don't give, combination. But McDonald's doesn't give a single dollar to David Burger. You know what I'm saying? His name's not David Berger. You know what I'm getting at. It, <laughs> it's just, just like it's just this random dude. But I don't know. I see what you're saying, but like also I've accepted it as a creator, bro. As someone who you could go on Amazon and find multiple products of mine on there for fuck by like bootleggers. Yeah. For cheap, bro. Like I might, I might purchase it. one actually. Like, bro, the uh I mean today academics posted the fucking pro choice. Oh which yeah. How much did you pay for that, dude? <laughs> I didn't pay a single dollar. And here's the thing. I don't I don't no, okay. I'm cool with how 24. Much your, how much did your assistant pay? 
nothing bro bro they yeah i'd have to drop five bands and i'm not dropping that much without no fucking tag i'm gonna make it about the blasi not 24k golden rocking this shirt shout out to 24k mm. golden but nowadays with artists as large as 24k carry uh, golden uh with like you know um labels behind them and shit like that no one does free promo ever That's ever it's an interesting it's so weird that they that just they chose, promoted my. They, they, they could have stole. They could have stole your design and made some other copy. And that's one. That's and what like. I'm and then he would have wore that, but so instead he wore the, your shirt. This shirt, you know, what I mean, what the truth, the truth, the truth of the matter is, is people are gonna see that shirt. They're gonna go through the car. Okay, Blazy, Blazy, whatever, made this product. They're gonna go on my page. It ain't for sale. Uh, copy paste. They're gonna print their own. Mm. I, I'm seeing this, this is gonna be the next product to be yeah. like hella. Have you gained uh, many followers since? Not thing? many. I mean, maybe like a couple hundred, but you're not tagged. People have to know. Nah, like, but shout out to all my supporters. I feel like I got like the realest fucking foot soldiers behind me. Woke up to like a hundred fucking tags, bro. People just in other people's comments. No, this was Blasi. Everyone who's commenting like, yo, where's the shirt at? It's yeah. like it's like bingo for them. They're just tagging me in it. It's like, bro, I fuck with y'all, man. That's fire. Thank you so much. But let I don't know. think I'm gonna drop that shirt again, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it be. You know what I mean? If bootleggers want to bootleg, fuck it. Yeah. Bootlegging's a good sign, bro. That's a sign that you're hot. When people re-upload like my yeah. my Patreon videos and stuff, I'm like it's annoying but it's also like clearly you're doing something right you know yeah. it's annoying people copying you people copy my ideas people like steal scripts and shit that i've done but it's like that is a sign that you're doing something good you're and impactful the lucky thing is you got unlimited designs and ideas up there and that's you know what i'm saying true. they ain't got yeah. that they're just gonna copy and that's all they got they're, that, yeah, exactly. they're, they're more on a reactionary uh pace than my end where i'm doing proactive very proactionary mm. yeah yeah exactly uh and they're, and they're reactionary or whatever. Yeah, where it's like they're kind of just waiting for me to post where it's exactly. like I'm just posting and doing shit, man. But like... Have you um have you heard of Sunny V2? Yeah, yeah. yeah you I watch like his videos? You know what I noticed about Sunny He's, V2 what? is uh if you go back to his old, old videos, he used to show his face. He used no to be way. in front of the camera and then he's... He just, just got progressively he just, he, ugly or something? Well, no, I think he just decided he didn't want to be on camera for some reason. And he uses videos and photos instead now. And I was just like, that's interesting. Like, do you think you would ever transition transition into, like, not putting your face on the camera? Because I was like, I'm that, he's not the only person that I've noticed to do that. I've no, uh, there was, like, a couple other dudes who do, like, similar videos that also made that transition. Mm. And I was like, is this because, like, it's an audience retention thing? Or, mm. like, I don't know, like like, you know. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, super interesting, man. My thing had always been I want the videos to be mainly me telling the story with the clips. Partly just because, like, obviously fair use is a thing. You're mm. not supposed to just have loads and loads of clips just of random mm, stuff. Yeah. Obviously, YouTube have deemed it okay to do that. I mean, again, no disrespect. I'm a huge fan of his. But, like, academics, his videos are just gifs or clips yeah. of other people's music videos which Literally. in the old way of doing media like you know i don't know the labels will be on the on his ass but mm. now the labels love him but it's like my thing had always just been i want to be in the video so it's a case of like this is still my story like i'm still telling this yeah. but then i'm showing the clips but also i do think uh, there are benefits of not having your face so out there mm. and i have been thinking about maybe down the line like if i started another channel and maybe another genre mm -hmm. not necessarily being the face of it like still scripting mm. stuff i'm interested in maybe not hip-hop stuff or maybe like more crime stuff less hip-hop stuff on another channel but i think if i did that i might just do voiceover or take my face off of it mm. just as an experiment because i think if I'm trying to grow a business, like the Trap Lord channel is like my baby. I'm, it's me. Like mm -hmm. I'm it. Mm -hmm. But if I start another channel, like a 
crime channel or like you know a channel doing like more like history stuff stuff i'm interested in mm-hmm. but like i might maybe like script that and then give it to someone else because i can't just be in everything mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it's a tricky one that's interesting though i didn't know that sunny v2 used to be in yeah stuff, and i his just, videos I just realized that the other day what do you think about the whole crime channel thing because uh my girlfriend has been like watching that ever since i, mm-hmm. I got with her like she'll be watching youtube videos of girls yeah. who will like talk about you know people have died or shout whatever out to is. that chapter um that but bad. i was gonna say is, like, it's, it's becoming a kind of like a a point of conversation right now where like people are starting to call those channels out because like back in the day the channels would make videos about uh, you know a hunt think something that happened 100 years ago 150 mm-hmm. years ago 200 years ago but those stories are running out you know people are going getting closer and closer to like our time and now they're making stories of something that happened maybe five years ago 10 years ago I, and, and like literally the family members who are still alive are still dealing with the grief are coming out going like hey man you just made a video about my brother getting brutally murdered and i'm that's my brother and like it's kind of weird they just got a million views you know talking about this shit. i feel it's you like, but i think that like mainstream media has done a better uh they they made a better uh decision like not really promoting and like making these people celebrities like most of these like serial killers and it, it's it, it's gone down to the rap it's gone down through the funnel where it's now these youtubers broadcasting these stories because yeah. in the 80s and 90s you had people who were being celebritized like fucking richard ramirez or fucking charles manson mm-hmm. big inspiration you have you literally have like a long chain of all these like classic american like serial killers and i don't think you really see that get broadcast anymore on like a mainstream level you really just have ha, you just have the youtubers just scavenging the story whatever. about the victims usually yeah said. but that's where the people are getting upset the family members like there's a couple of examples i can't recently. imagine like richard ramirez's fucking family or you know the uh all their relatives, because those movies were also coming out five years within, you know, exactly, what I mean? like all these exactly. documentaries. Like, you remember that mo- the one called like Monster, the movie where it's like some prostitute mm, like no. lives under a bridge. No, she just kills people. Well, what do you guys think about Boozy calling out the the thing that just dropped recently? But what's I forgot the guy's name, the gay guy, Jeffrey Dahmer. The, the Jeffrey oh, Dahmer yeah. thing. Boosie called it out, saying, "Hey, man." kind of fucked up because it's he let he boosie me. call out what's fucked up and what's not fucked up what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> i'm not disagreeing with him i'm just bringing it up because uh, it had to do with what we were talking about he's like the he's like the the fucking mouth of like morals and <laughs> the shit voice like yeah the voice man i just completely disagree bro i feel like it's like it, it's just so dumb maybe dumb is not the right word it's just like it's just it's not like an authentic argument of just like yo your youtube is like you shouldn't be able to do journalism on crime because it might hurt someone's feelings Bro, like, throw on CNN. It's war, death, murder. We've been chilling here in LA for a couple of days. We put it on the news. We're immediately seeing, I don't know if you saw in the news, there was a shootout, a father-daughter shootout with a cop. I, I saw, saw that, killed. Yeah. We're watching that on the news every day. And then, like, you know, an advert for the steakhouse. A little pre- <laughs> a little ad, a couple of commercials. That's for like the funniest some, some part. Stuff. And then we're back to the father-daughter yeah. shootout. And then it's like, you know, but what if their family, like, what if the 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 cousin of them sees that no, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's i feel like it's just like a bad faith argument and like i feel like you make a really good point it's like back in the day it would have been like maybe books or like a tv documentary about charles manson you know it just so happens now youtube is the dominant platform you know you've got people like that chapter or like eleanor neal and stuff doing videos about big murder cases whether they're new or old and it's just like you just want to go at those people because they're popular now but no one has a problem with cnn doing a story on a right. family that got blown up in ukraine like that's that's cool, that's cool. we can run and we can run a, a, a an inline ad on an article right. about that selling fucking whatever dude it's, i've talked sweatpants. about this before too where youtubers will get called out where if you make a video about a serious subject 
and then in the middle of it, you have a fucking advertisement for fucking, you know, some game at like mm. app or whatever. People will be like, you asshole, why are you making money off this video? But dude, if you go to any like right. uh, CBS LA, like YouTube mm. channel, guess what? They will make a video saying, you know, uh, 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 lady brutally murdered to death, blah, blah. And then at the end of every single video, they always include this clip where it's one of the dudes going, thanks so much for watching CBS video. Right. Well, like, yeah. subscribe. Fucking like, cloud and, you're like, and you're like, how are you just like I don't, adding yeah. these two together, you know? Yeah, bro. And, and they like, don't get called out for it's so weird because like doing? when the whole adpocalypse happened like fucking five years ago, like, you know, it, it all stemmed from uh, uh, like a, a Coca-Cola or a Pepsi ad being like in an Al-Qaeda video, right? I think that's I, like, I, it, that, that was going on around that time because there was a lot of like ISIS, like pro-ISIS videos mm -hmm. on YouTube. That had like yeah. ads tagged at the end. But what it's like the there's still to do with ISIS PewDiePie videos. then was sort of got wrapped up in it too. Yeah, yeah but like, you know, I, I want to understand like, I, I think Coca-Cola was just pushed just to be like, fuck, we got to make the right decision. But like that's still actively going on on like mainstream news. You talking about, you know, them adding fucking steakhouse ads in yeah, between exactly. like like horrible situations but they're look but they're looked like, at differently than youtubers a youtuber will get called down people will be upset with you if you're just like throwing a manscaped it's almost like in the middle of a you know fucking murder video shout out manscaped man <laughs> oh god it's like they're immune from like i don't know just that kind of it's like corporate immunity no, i feel like everyone wants to go at youtubers because they're the hot thing right now like you say you go on cnn you scroll down uh, an article about a murder you know all these bad things chevrolet ads all these things going on but it's like, you know, like you say, people saying like, oh, you know, you're making money off of this thing. It's like, since when was journal like good journalism charity? You know, I mean, no one says like, oh, CNN should like convert yeah. into a charity and not make money off of the journalism. Oh, they have mm -hmm. hundreds of people around the world yeah. going to war zones to report on these things. Exactly. Like, it, I just find it like, re you know, it's kind of frustrating. Even like people said to me, you shouldn't make money off these stories. And it's like, but bro, I sat in the house for two months researching yeah. this stuff exactly. because you're interested in it. And exactly. like, you know, like you say, yeah. This, this stuff gets a million views. That's mm -hmm. because it's a really interesting, important story in this time in history. Like yeah. whether it's a shootout, you know, on the highway and that's on the news in LA, bombs going off in a country. Like what what's like what's the logical outcome for those people that they want they want me like they want people okay stop talking about these crimes okay what so we now have a blanket ban you can't talk about murders no reporting on murders or crimes yeah no monetizing that content let's just pretend like it's like murders aren't happening yeah it's, it's like there's that many good things happening that it's <laughs> like been a fan two hours to talk about every yeah night. exactly <laughs> I don't, it, it, those arguments are yeah. usually just coming from people yeah who just don't really understand the full like landscape of uh, landscape of journalism you know who covers it uh, co corporation versus youtuber and all that stuff it's yeah. like a lot to think about at the end of the day and history will repeat itself especially if it's not documented and communicated that's, that's true. Like, it's funny i always think to myself it's like you know a lot of the stories i've covered recently for example like the fbg duck king von beef you mm -hmm. know that's like 10 years of beef and in the end they both died this is this generation's tupac and biggie story yeah and in a way it's more explosive more people died in mm -hmm. the fallout from this beef than tupac mm -hmm. and biggie yeah. it's not necessarily a competition but it's like I feel like people don't necessarily get their head around the fact that, yo, like, if YouTube was around when Tupac and Biggie were going back and forth, oh this would be God. happening. Like, that was so yes. important. And there's a million Tupac Biggie documentaries on Netflix, different yeah, streaming exactly, services, in exactly. the cinema. That's you so know? true. But it's just, I feel like people just want to take a pop of, like, what's yeah. popular at the moment. Mm -hmm. That's so true, man. Also, I did realize, I don't think we got the drip check in. Oh, yes. Yeah. I can go through mine really quick. Also, we're like, we're like 30 minutes into, like, what would be, like, the streetwear segment. 
Really? Yeah. I feel like I like starting it at uh, at the eight seven thirty. Uh, no, at the eight mark. At the eight mark? No, yeah. no. Let me tell you how how we do it. So the first hour, how is we always, do it for real? No, you can always check the first hours. Always just like conversation. Then like eight to uh, sorry the uh, the middle hours. The streetwear stuff, just having a loose conversation, then eight to nine's like the uh, mm. the music segment. I but feel it, none of this shit really matters. We got Trap Lord Ross. Exactly. In the building, I feel way more confident being in the loose conversation um, when we know where I know that we have the topics still waiting at the end, right? So mm-hmm. if I know that we start the the topics at at the eight uh, eight you know eight mark or whatever, we have like about an hour left. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we will be able to easily fill the end with no like dull points. But like mm-hmm. if we get into the topics too early, at that point, I have a little bit of anxiety where like. I'm like, I know we could do it, but also I don't want to leave any fuck. I don't want the vibe to ever die down, you know? Yeah, exactly. All right, well, shit, I'll, I'll, start, I'll start with my <laughs> As the vibe dies down. Let's go, let's go. Oh, man, so I, I got uh, uh, some Prada fucking, I forgot the name Jeez. of these, but like some loafers. Bro. They're fire. Uh, yeah. No, don't I, lie to him. I think that, I was looking at these, bro. The chunkiness on the bottom of those is unprecedented. Yeah, no, it's fire. definitely made me, uh, uh, I'm in the six foot category finally. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Feels bro, good. I put, I put, like pause, but can I touch your soul? Yeah, bro. Bro, that's some chunky Pradas. Bro, that's that's that'd be good for the London snow, more, right? Hell yeah, bro. This is like the school, the shoes I wore to school, but like you know, with all the stats maxed out. <laughs> oh no, for real. <laughs> it's like the evolved version. Yeah, that's fact, hilarious. They use the moonstone. I want to give somebody like a back massage while like I'm like stomping on their back with Hell these. Yeah. You know, maybe like pasteurizing their back, kind of. Stepping on the ops. Yeah, those. but uh, I got some EPTM pants. Shout out to my good people there. Jeez. And uh, a menace uh, jacket that I mean to wear for like fucking. I got this shit like seven months ago. I couldn't find the best reason to wear it, so I just created one, man. I was like, Traplo Ross came. I got to pull up with the cowboy mm. crip bandana fucking jacket, man. I was so. impressed. I was that jacket. I never seen anything like that. Yeah, that's uh, that's unprecedented. Once Shout again. out to Menace, man. So what's is that sheepskin inside, man. bro? I'm gonna t- touch you again. No, no, no. Bro, nothing wrong with that. That is man. so soft. Hey, we doing texture checks on live. You know what I'm saying, checks. bro? When the technology is invented, you could be doing the no jumper texture check, beaming into people's homes. I would love that. I also like they could the, feel on us through the camera. Houseman would want to do the no jumper smell check because his weird ass loves. He got an obsession with your armpits. Every and guess what? Every you guys can make a clip combination, uh, compilation. Yeah. Every time a houseman tries to call call me out for my smell he's like let me smell your armpits <laughs> every time he smells my armpits he's like smells all right smells all right so at this point stop he, calling me out i don't smell. i don't i think he doesn't even think it's gonna smell he just loves like i just smell good yeah he's kind of has like a weird girlfriend approach to it. like i just love your scent uh, <laughs> well he's he's like i think his like uh love language is touch or smell I th- maybe i i think we'll see it really get a little too deep when he's like yuri let me borrow that hoodie Mm, no. So no. you just fucking... I let him borrow my glasses and I have to use this fucking lanyard ever you, since. You got the Kanye shit going on right now with that la- with that lanyard. No, hell... I, my boy might have do this before with you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn. Wait, it was those glasses? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. It would have... Maybe the presentation would have helped a little bit more with context. Also, I didn't explain to y'all that he was pulling up. I did see him staring at my lanyard. Do you think he was oh like, was like a slight this? No, I'm kidding. Yo. I'm no, shout out to Phil. He gave me this thing. But yeah. um, anyways. but and then uh, I got Ryder Studio shirt, man, and a fucking burnt uh sample. Fire! Shout to Ryder, man. Yo, is that a ben- is that a Bentley? Yeah, that, Bro, is, a, that is a Bentley buckle. Where can yeah. I get that? One of one, man. I, I got that. this shit made. Did you and Ryder take photos yesterday? Yes. Because you guys showed up to my house and you guys were like, oh, we're on our way to a wedding. 
they were dressed like they were about to slay vampires. It was <laughs> it was ninety seven degrees. He had leather pants on, tight leather pants on, and a fucking uh, and a wool knitted sweater. It yeah. was ninety seven degrees. By I the was way, on my... those same boots. Yeah, and then Ryder had this like crazy long skirt like yeah. uh, like shirt looking thing it looked like you guys were like in a mortal Kombat game like that is sick it was insane i need yeah. one of you guys to give me a makeover bro because my <laughs> mom not dripping at all i'm dry it's hey it's, not, it's nothing wrong with that because you know it's just a form of expression and you know sometimes it's like expressions like an empty cup and sometimes mm. you express that in different type of expressions or outlets Wait, what? So, I don't know. That was uh, a bad uh, expressions uh, like an analogy. empty cup. But I'm an empty cup because I have no drip. There are no drips. But no you, you express yourself through other media's and outlets. It's like I I'm too busy watching like a four hour IG live of an obscure rapper to buy any drip. So I'm in the I'm in the Supreme Haynes every day. Yeah, you're mm. dripping in that, but I feel you on that. But because I'm also watching the four hour videos of like people beefing on Instagram. But I have ADHD, so I just think about, like, I don't... Fuck, what do I wear? All right, let, let me put this together. Let me put that together. And I don't know, it just reminds me of playing GTA, just putting on clothes. Yeah. Because you, you want to you, you make your GTA character fly. You, you know, see, you like, have fun with it. even though I still, like, I don't skate on a daily basis, like, I still dress myself in the thought process of, like... You're I, skater adjacent. I need to be able to be, like, physical. I need to be able to run, kickflip, you know, jump a no! fence. No! When have you ever had a runner, kickflip, or jump a fence? All the time, usually. Not really, actually, recently. But uh, I usually, that would be my lifestyle. Of, like, you know, every day, I'd have to be doing the, one of those three things. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, you need to be comfortable and physical and ready. And, like, I still carry that mentality to this day with the way I dress myself. I, I can wanna, never wear leather pants. I actually want to ask you this question. Uh, Trap, are you familiar with Yuri's kind of, like, content? Where it's like it, it's it's streaming based. There's also a lot of different uh, elements to it. But my boy had a very interesting stream, Yuri. What happened with the homeless man? I saw that. I did see some of this. Oh, I saw some of this. Really? So you 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 harass homeless people on the street, oh, and then you no. go online calling them pieces of shit. What? No, oh, maybe, no, maybe no. I made that up. Oh, no, no, you are you are uh, you are taking the perspective of like some of the comments where we've had conversations here about the homeless crisis, and we have. I've had conversations on 10 talks about the homeless crisis and like, but no one ever brings up homeless fund. So we take them. No, to but the thing Paris. is like a lot of people, especially in LA, like they approach it from this like woke perspective where they're just like, they, they don't, they don't really try to, you know, find exactly what the hell's going on. And if they, they can't see the dark answers, if they see a dark truth, they avoid it, you know, at mm -hmm. all costs. And I'm like, I'm the type of dude, I'm, I'm realistic. And I'm like, dude, I talk about what I think is actually going on. And sometimes it, it, people think it's harsh. And I'm like, I'm not ever what trying to be gotta mean do with taking or, or, to or offensive towards homeless people. I'm saying that's just like the perspective of some of the comments I've oh. seen. But anyways, I wanted to give back. I, well, I well, a split. give back to the tent talk community. I, uh, growing up, I've had, you know, numerous homeless friends and I, you know, growing mm -hmm. up, I made a, a other homeless friends just because I've spent so much time skating in the streets and shit, you know, and like you meet just chill people who just happen to be homeless. And I was just yeah, thinking like, you do. what's a cool way of like giving back? And it, it just like, dude, m most people don't ever give back to the homeless at all. You know, I was just thinking like, it would be cool to find a person who's, you know, free doing nothing has not too many bags on him or something like that. And he's down. I'll take him to the amusement park. We'll get food. We'll get lunch and dinner. And uh, and I'll, we'll smoke weed, go on some fun rides. And then I was going to give him like $50 to $100 what after. What the fuck? So um, this is what I got to do? I got to be fucking homeless to get some respect around here with <laughs> Yuri? Is that what's going on? Well, because I've never taken you I to an amusement be, park. Yeah, I want to be smoked and toked. Oh my you know God, what I'm saying? Dude, like, what the f you're over here, nah, fuck Blasi. Hell no. Nah, you've definitely been uh, treated well when you came to, uh, to I, our I've been, I've been treated seated but and basically i just wanted to know? give back and um the dude 
like he fucking freaked out after we smoked. We smoked the spliff, and like before that, he was hollering at girls. He was having a good old time. We were joking around, dancing or whatever. Then we were dancing, but uh, we smoked the spliff, and then afterwards, he just became mute, bro. Like I would ask him questions, he didn't reply, and then like some weak ass bro. Weed, bro. <laughs> bro, what really got me frustrated was like. We we got to the line. Uh, we uh-huh. got to the amusement park section. We got to the line where you got to buy the tickets, right? And at this point, I can already sense that it may seem like he doesn't want to be a part of this anymore, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. I'm like, ask him, like, are you sure you want to do this? Blah blah. And he's like, yeah, I'm down. Blah blah. I'm like, it's forty bucks for a thing. You down? He's like, yeah. He kept saying he was down. I, I got him the forty dollar bracelet. As soon as we hopped in line, he was like, uh, dude, uh, I got a hard condition and I'm not really feeling this. Like, I'm out. And then he like dipped out at that point. And I was just like, luckily I was able to get a refund for the bracelet. But <laughs> he got the refund. Uh, yeah. I got <laughs> the Did you tell the uh, fucking the, the manager of the Ferrix? Uh, yeah, the I, I brought a homeless man and they. You know how it gets. I kind of need my forty back. No, I'm I, sorry. I, the person who rung us up, he. Well, already saw the situation. I don't even have to explain it. He already saw right. what the fuck was going on. And I went back to that same person. I was like, hey, man. So he sympathized. Things, like, things went wrong. I know what happened, bro. You're good. But it, also, it happens. You're streaming, right? It dude, happens. Riley brought up a good point that I didn't think about, which is um, uh, like I've had, sometimes I'll get the spotlight effect where like, especially when I'm faded and, and I'm in a busy room, I sometimes you get feel like, get this feeling like everyone's staring at you and like every little move you make is overanalyzed or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? And um. And, like, he, like, uh, was obviously, you know, people could tell he was homeless and he was in a public area at this amusement park. And Riley was, like, he maybe he was starting to feel, like, overwhelmed. Like, everyone was staring at him and, like, people were kind of maybe, like, giving him a weird eye or something like that. And I really didn't think about that, but that definitely was happening. As we were walking around, I did realize people were staring and were mm. kind of, like, what is going on here? And, like, to me, it's funny, I guess, but to him, it's uncomfortable. And that's why he was, like, I'm out, you know? Yeah, yeah. I could have seen that a mile away, though. Yeah, I you feel know, like the comments because I saw that. I thought, I mean, I thought it was amusing, <laughs> but uh, you know, what I'm saying I just, I, I mean, my immediate thought was like, oh, I think this guy just hit the joint and got like some mad Vietnam flashback. Oh my yeah. god! It's just uh, you know, you see in movies where that happens, and you like you see the the guy like staring in the distance, you hear all like the helicopters like what yeah, he's thinking, yeah. bro. But like. I saw like the comments. I feel like they were. I don't necessarily agree, but I feel like they were going, kind of going at you of like, oh, you know, like kind of exploiting this guy, mm-hmm. sort of making fun of the homeless people. I get what you were trying Which to do. Which was never the goal, because honestly, yeah. even before YouTube and even before streaming, I've skated at spots before. Some homeless guy comes up to me, "What's going on here?" Blah blah. Like we end up talking, and then we end up going to buy a sack and chilling and doing shit. And he's yeah. a normal dude who just happens to be homeless. And I that was the interaction I was expecting to get. I just didn't expect all that to unfold, you know. But next time I know that if I do something like that again, I'll pre-screen someone. So you're so you're planning on doing more of, the, of similar content, more uh, philanthropy, yes. I like that. <laughs> so would you you'd call that philanthropy? Yes. Taking the, the homeless guy. Tag, yeah. hey, it's a <laughs> tax right off, Yuri. It is. Yes. Philanthropy. Perfect. Yeah. All right, good, sick. bro. What what's like the solution? to the homeless problem or like uh, i guess what's like what do you think is like the underlying cause to me it seems like it's mental health i don't think i've seen many of the homeless population here and back home that i've been like that person seems like they're of stable mind like they seem fucked up mentally i don't necessarily think that's their fault but it's like to me it seems like especially in this country like just mental health problems get out on the street when I don't think that anybody true. has like a clear definitive answer on what the there's cure no is definitive answers like, but I I can definitely say that California makes it way too easy to live on the street where it's like they're almost kind of like incentivizing it where there's been there's been so many interviews with homeless people who are not disabled not 
you know, mentally ill. They're just literally saying like, you know, fuck my parents. I don't want to deal with society. I don't want to deal with the matrix. I want to mm-hmm. live here and smoke, you know, whatever I want to smoke all day. It's just like, you know, there, you can't do that in any other state. California kind of just breeds this this kind of free spirited. We can do whatever we want. And we guess what? We get free meals and also support all day, every day. We had an Uber driver today and he was talking about, he was saying like, oh, you know, LA or California, all the homeless people from around the country are coming here. Yeah. It's warm. It's nice. There's all, you know, because once you start going to Chicago or fucking Dallas or, or the South, you start realizing how shitty the weather is. Yeah. You know, you hear about Venice beach on Vespucci beach on GTA. (laughs) I'm think they're playing GTA homeless folks. Are they? They might have at one point and they realize <laughs> this might be the best place to kind of lay my hat. There's an, agree, episode, yeah. there's an episode of South Park where they start having a homeless crisis. I might take it as a compliment. Their solution was to send them to Venice Beach. I take it, it as sense. a compliment. It's like, damn, if y'all, because they really have a choice. You can move anywhere in the world. It's, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? It's like that uh, conversation, like what's like respectable for like a, a rich person to do, but like look down upon for a poor person? Traveling. Because listen, bro, homeless people have the opportunity to move anywhere they want in the world and they come to California. I'm flattered. Thank y'all. <laughs> you you could have chose to be anywhere, bro. You could have went to Mexico. Fuck this shit. That's an interesting. Point. I never thought about that. Yeah, traveling is like you came to downtown LA, floor, so did I. You guys ever see that series that used to be on Vice called Thumbs Up? You yes. see that? that I, I feel like so. so there's these two guys they basically like they were trying to travel across america uh-huh. but they weren't allowed to spend any money okay and they kind of had the homeless experience right yeah. they like hitched on like boxcar trains and like slept in fucking i don't know like band bandos yeah and like gas station restrooms and shit that made looking that made being a homeless american traveler look fire yeah really? I, I i think it's almost safe to assume that maybe homeless people in america have uh more opportunity than someone homeless in like a third world country that's you know? because like it's kind of like you you do hear people like starve you hear these, these these stories every now and then but you know technically you it's yeah. very hard to starve out here there's there's literally i've seen videos of like you know like streets in india where there's a severely disabled person like dragging themselves down the street with a hat you know begging for change and stuff like that yeah. we don't see that ever in america really. i see that guy in london really <laughs> no yeah, way seen that guy in london for sure that guy there was a dude i remember when i was at university there was a dude i swear i want to say he had no legs and maybe he had one arm it's the famous homeless person Jeez. and he had like a skateboard it wasn't like a skateboard it was like a piece of plywood with yeah. four wheels attached to it and he would just drag himself along Fuck. with the cup and apparently he did very well How's the how's like yeah. the the like the wealth distribution feel like it's in London? Does it does it feel like most people like are really really poor? Like how 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 big is the middle class? You know like I don't know like what's how's it feel out there? There's a big divide. I mean, there's a huge divide here. I would say yeah. maybe in London it's like it's a big divide. Maybe it's not quite as intense here. I feel like here in the UK, I think we have a better safety net. I feel like here it's like a it's a it's an army of homeless people there's just so yeah. many homeless people it's not really the middle like class is starting to disappear UK. where it's yeah. like it's either you're 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 going wealthy you're 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 in that uh direction or you're just down on your luck you feel me shit ain't working out i think going i don't want to offend anyone but like maybe going a few steps above homelessness you know you've got in la you know there's poverty there's areas of la that are maybe not so good in you might not want to go to yeah. Yeah. yeah i think uh in the project U- housing but they're very far away from the luxury areas whereas in the uk especially london you might be in the most 
you know, hood block where, you know, a lot of drill street activity is going on. And only got to go literally around the corner and then you're in the super luxury Ferraris, wow. G-Wagons everywhere. Because you would everything's say so close. That, but the same is in LA, it's man. It's like that here. Kind of true. Western yeah. goes from fucking North Hollywood to fucking Wilmas. And, you know, it's it takes 10 minutes to get to the Ferrari. Hawthorne like has its own little area, like Hawthorne down there as sure. well. It's like a nice little area, yeah. but then it can become even, very bad. Even easily. West Adams, you know what I mean? MacArthur Park, that's only yeah. like down the block from West Hollywood. That's crazy. You know, you, you could take, you, you take, you, when you exit the 10 freeway to go to Hollywood, you're 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 exiting off on Crenshaw and West Adams and shit like that. Mm. Like, it, it's it's still very much like it, it's kind of like that in LA. It, they've done a better, uh, I guess. Um, they, they they've made they've made improvements on like kind of really dividing it and shit like that. But like it's still like you know even parts of like Hollywood are sketchy. Yuri will tell you. You know no, what I mean? It's no getting home. worse and worse. The division was way better in the early two thousands. Now it's just like now there's no division like you're saying. It's like everything's mixed. Everything's all fucked. Mm-hmm. But have you seen that one video? It was, it went viral not too long ago. It's like it was like talking about these two dudes had beef, and I think it was in London. And one of the dudes was chasing the three dudes were chasing one of the guys around with like these giant knives like this, and they were and the comments were just like, "This is just what happens in London. They That's don't London, got they yeah. don't got guns, so they just like shiv one another." Yeah. So in the London, like, yeah. is that real? That's like, London, yeah, bro. It's like it's we have guns. It's a much more underground thing. Like when gangsters in London bring yeah. the guns out, that's like a big deal. Yeah, um, but it does happen. And, you know, you see a lot of the, like, UK crime stuff when they release, like, you know, the details. These are the guys that got caught. These are the guns they got caught with. Often the guns they get caught with is, like, some rusty World War II shit. <laughs> oh, like, shit. <laughs> recently, you see, recently there's been a few people caught, and it's Fucking like they got caught with a, with a brand new Glock 17. And people oh, are like, wow. wow, like, you never see that. Like, there's a thing. I mean, there's a subreddit, the UK drill subreddit. It's hot on this stuff. Oh, there was, like, God. a post recently, and it was like, you know, these drillers, I think they were affiliated with a rap group that i'm not that familiar with but they were like yo this is the glock that they got caught with and all the comments like damn that's looking fresh like you do not mm. see guns like that in the uk but um a lot of it's knives like there's a lot of knife crime a lot of like obviously the gangs have beef they go at each other with knives there's a lot of stabbings obviously mm. you can't get the guns but there's a lot of different kinds of knives people get mm. they've got these knives like the zk's <clears throat> zombie killer knives which is like the serrated edge, like the big knives with the jagged yeah. edges. That's a thing. I heard that uh, three-edged ed- knives are completely illegal. Where like most knives are, you know, two-sided, and uh, if you stab someone, it just gives you like a line. And guess what? If you go to the doctor, they could just sew it together. But if you yeah. have a knife that has, it's like a V, you know, like it, like it comes yeah. out like three, uh, uh, like three little lines, three or whatever. Three points. If you sh- uh, shank someone with that, it's like damn near impossible mm. to sew it back together. So it, like you're more likely to bleed out and die. So you're telling me like in UK videos, you're more likely to see people like kind of flashing knives and shit in music videos, or is this still like straps <laughs> and shit? In music videos. Well, this is the funny thing, right? There's a few videos floating around on YouTube. It's like you know, no UK drill videos that showed weapons. That's not really a thing anymore because in the UK, we ain't really got free speech like you guys have got. The Met Police basically cracked down since like 2017. They still do it now. They crack down massively. If you're in your video dissing an op specifically, they'll take the video down. If you're showing a knife or a gun, video's getting taken down. So you don't see it now. They don't really show the knives much. You do see the odd thing where they get in the prop guns and Mm. everyone's toting a No gun educational channels? No, no, you, bro, you ain't going to get a gun to educate someone. I mean, they do like clay pigeon shooting and stuff in the UK, but it's not like here where you'd have like, you know, it's funny because the, the it's the same thing in Mexico. Like you're not allowed to own a gun, but the gun culture it, pretty much past that. Everyone got straps over there. No, They have golden straps with Hell engravings yeah. on them and all that. Oh, stuff. for wow. sure. Do, do you see? I mean, but I heard like a Central Sea song where he's like, even the stick is gay. 
Like, <laughs> is, is that gonna make? Oh yeah, is that gonna no, make like the the police kind of like break his door down? Nah, I mean Central C. You know, they say that he's got some ties to you know some West London street activities mm. and stuff. So you know, they say that he's at least the people he's around are pretty certified. But okay. again, you're not really seeing a stick in the UK. There ain't really many sticks. But um, the knives, like I say, you know, there's a lot of gay different ones. Let alone a gay one, gay or straight. You know what I'm saying? No discrimination. You're yeah. unlikely to see a stick. That's kind of, you know what I'm saying? That's just like a hot lyric. But the knives, because you can get them, they're more around, but it's still illegal. You see hella UK drill rappers getting caught with a knife. You go to jail straight away. Like, mm. it ain't, they're not messing around. You get caught with a knife. If it's more than a three-inch blade, you're going to jail. Like, like a year minimum or like a Usually it's like minimum? six months to like two years. I mean, wow. there's been a few artists. Heady One, who's one of the biggest UK drill rappers, like right at the height of his career, got caught with a knife, tried to do the dash, like threw the knife away. They caught him, they found the knife, went to jail at the height of his career. I think he did six months. I, want, I, I might get this wrong. I think he got sentenced to a year and he did six months. Um, but like, they're not messing around. Like, you get caught with a knife, you go inside. I mean, again... Like anywhere, the police are a bit discriminatory. I mean, I don't carry a knife, but like, I don't know how I would be treated if I got caught with a knife. Mm. If you're a drill rapper, you definitely get you definitely in a lot of trouble if you get caught with a knife. Well, but you can't these these guys that are involved <clears throat> in these street politics. You can't really be out without the knife. You can't mm. be lacking. So yeah, you know. And I say this in my videos. Similar situation with people having illegal firearms here. It's like, unfortunately, you're in a situation where it's a catch twenty two. There's people trying to kill you. You have to arm yourself with a knife, but it's illegal. And if you get caught with a knife, you go into jail. So yeah, it's like exactly. my life or my freedom, which mm. is a messed up situation. Or just to stay be at home all day, which is not what I want to do or anyone can do. That's, you know, That's so. what a lot of people do do have to do in those situations. I think when you get on as a UK drill rapper, a lot of people move out of London. It's a lot safer in other places. Like a, or a lot of the activities in these hubs like London or like Birmingham, Manchester. There is street activity in other places, but like it's concentrated in those places. And London right now is bad. Like there's a lot of watch theft. I, think, oh, I forget the name of it. There's like an Instagram page. It's like Watch Crime London. I, I heard they, they like banned um, two people on mopeds. You can't have oh, two, yeah. dude, two people on mopeds anymore. Bro, the mopeds they, in they London, would, They would do the thing where one dude pulls up, guy hops off, bonks you on the head, takes your phone, and then they drive away. And like now they only allow one dude on the you, You're lucky if you're getting bonked on the head, bro. A lot of they're pulling out <laughs> machetes and stuff and taking oh, people's watches. Man. And it's all the people. It's all the, and like I say, you got in London, you've got, you might have a really gang-affiliated block around the mm. corner from really luxury areas, and you've got these guys that are drunk, rich dudes coming out of a club in Mayfair wearing the Richard Millie. Yeah. Two dudes are pulling up on a moped, and they're taking the watch, and you're better off giving is it, it up. Is it chain-snatching season over there in, in uh, London as well, or just the UK in general? Yeah, it happens. I mean, a lot of American rappers come to the UK and get their chain snatched, because oh they, they're landing in England yeah, unable to be strapped. Yeah, because if I'm going to Europe, man, oh, hey, yeah. I'm grabbing a passport for Bank Bob. We all going. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to have my guard up in a foreign country have but, you, you have know, you been to london before i've never left north america i've only been yeah. to uh, mexico so that's only three hours from here i i know i remember hearing this a long time ago i'm not sure if this perspective still uh is there but like when you guys think of uh, americans are you guys like those stupid americans they don't know ge geography they don't know anything about the world bro like, we've been we've been having a great conversation but no this i'm just thinking that when i think of london i can't even tell you what's around it or what it looks like i could tell you all about big ben how much you know how much I mean? have you been the around Wendy LA. Stadium. Like, like do you are you pretty uh, comfortable with the areas and how far away things are? And I shit? vaguely know the areas of LA. Yeah, I so it's like there's certain areas. Uh, that's the thing I've heard. Like when I've because I've got like homies from LA that came to university in London uh -huh. who are like when I'm out here I visit with, and they kind of say stuff to me. It's like you know like uh like the arts district. That's kind of like in London we'd have a place called Shoreditch, mm. and it's sort of like oh that's sort of like that place. 
Hollywood is kind of, you know, you might, might say like West Hollywood's like Mayfair in London, for example. You won't right. know places. Yeah. But it's like there's spots where you'd be like, it's got that kind of same energy. I think there's actually, a, I saw a map. I've lost it now. It but was like a, like it was a like like LA, UK but with the London names. And you'd look yeah. at it. If you know LA and you know London, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that is like that place. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, so but, but like as that. for size reference, like it is London like a, a pretty expansive. Because nah. LA, the one thing I always hear from people who come to LA it's for the first out. time, they're like, dude, it's so spread out here. Mm. It takes an hour to get to places sometimes or yeah. whatever. And it's still considered LA and stuff like that. It's like, London's is London the opposite, way tighter? Say. Yeah. Like my homie Austin's always saying, uh, he always says like LA is like a city of cities. And you've got like little cities in LA. There are yeah, about yeah. 130 incorporated cities within Damn. Los Angeles County. You have Los Angeles City, which does take up a majority of the space, like about like 15 miles mm. of dedicated Los Angeles City space. But then you have all the little different cities that make up like the southern region or the eastern or northern region. Like yeah, it gets it gets so much. Like yeah, bro. I have been living here for fucking 25 years, and I still. Don't you like I could I, name you know, maybe like 50 cities in LA County? Wow, so they're all like three, like the city that I'm from is three miles, bro. That's, that's crazy. A, that's it's lit- literally like three st- street lights. I mean, London is super concentrated, so it's the opposite. You know, you've yeah. got so much stuff is close to each other, and then like a lot of the big places of London, you can get around very quickly. Obviously, public transport here is nothing like what it is in London, barely anyone drives in London, mm-hmm. most people are on. The, the underground. Oh my like god! The I can't whatever. imagine myself on the train anymore. I was gonna ask you, like, as for uh, like danger, like, uh, do you drive out there or do you take the metro? Uh, now I drive because I don't really live like in London. Now. Okay, uh, I would drive around, but like when I lived there, I lived there for eight years. Uh-huh. Yeah, you would get the you get the underground everywhere. And like, it was safe. It was chill. Like, oh yeah, it's not again. It's nothing like no like here. being pulled. Not really. Like that's rare because it's so well surveilled. London is such a like. Uh, surveillance camera city mm-hmm. everywhere you can't really get away with doing stuff on the tube like when when people get stabbed on trains like that's those crimes are solved and like people are getting put away mm, it's yeah. not like here when it's like don't get the bus don't exactly. get the train it's crazy well, that's where the crazy people are or whatever yeah. but that's like london the, it's nice like the tube is really well maintained it is it, nicely done that's what la is losing like for a long time especially in the early 2000s it felt like la always had this crazy shit that's going on right all the gang banging all the robberies all this stuff but um they preserved the tourist areas they preserve the like the more expensive areas because they wanted people to spend money mm. the stores to survive boost and, and, the local and, economy and, and boost the local com- economy and for tourists mainly for tourists to, to return yeah. at this point la is losing all credibility no one wants to come here everyone thinks yeah. they're gonna ro- get robbed that and came killed. from covid it's like it's good mm. it's it's cool to hear that you know london's still preserving the like they're like this is a tourist capital we're not gonna well, let also because go i remember know? i was talking to you around this time and or maybe i've heard this about an interview that you did around the time but like london just the uk in general was like really strict on the whole uh covid shit right where it's like yeah. you weren't allowed to leave like your town and i was super locked down man like yeah it was mad i i was lucky because i was living in london mm-hmm. at the time and i kind of saw what was going on on the news mm-hmm. and i just dipped went to like my parents place where i grew up yeah and i was just like i'm not trying to be in london for this lockdown because again london's so expensive i mean it seems expensive here but like london's so expensive to live anywhere near the center of town you're what's in a tiny a, apartment i'm sorry yeah. for cutting you off what's yeah. what's like a two-bedroom apartment in like kind of you know the upper east side of london like man i want to say i don't think you're even going to get anything like now i don't think you're going to get anything for less than like 1800 and that's pounds but then again pounds and dollars are basically worth the same at the moment but like somewhere nice i mean i feel like for a two-bedroom most people i feel like are in a bedroom or renting a room in a bigger place that seems a little bit cheaper than what we have going on here i feel like right now you guys are winning because 
pounds are worth the same as dollars. Like before, years ago, it would be like, you know, I'd swap my pounds into dollars and I'd get way more. Yeah, I was going to say, getting screwed right what's, now, what's happening? Like, why are you guys, why is your economy going to shit? Yeah, our economy is going to shit, bro. It's, it's, it's over. Damn. <laughs> Country's over. Really? It's Wait, really bad. So what's going on? the whole Brexit thing? Brexit's been really bad. That was like, what, like 2016? But like yeah. right now, basically, we've got this whole thing going on where we had the, we had Boris Johnson as the prime minister. He fucked up a lot of things. Touched women and all, all this crazy weird shit. I, I heard a bunch of accusations. He was, of weird he stuff was throwing parties in COVID. So he was telling everyone they can't leave their homes, but he was throwing oh, drunken yeah. parties. Every so single, was all I. the politi- uh, pol- politicians are out here too. We're fucking smoking big blunts. With no, all right, Mr. <laughs> party all right, Mr. Get vaccinated over here. What, bro, <laughs> no, I got all the politicians are doing the same shit saying, get please stay indoors. This Come is a serious back. thing. And then they'll fucking, yeah, they'll throw parties. But so like that happened. Everyone was mad about that. He clung on. He wouldn't admit anything wrong. And then basically, this is the stupidest thing. Like, there was basically this uh, this politician that was, like, very high up in their party. This gay politician who was apparently known for very drunkenly groping other men. Like, straight men, other politicians, other MPs. Uh-huh. And Boris Johnson basically been protecting this guy. being like, I'm not going to fire him. Like, let's keep him around. Oh, the guy's okay. last That's name. The okay. guy's last name was Pincher. And he was known to, like, pinch asses. And apparently <laughs> apparently Boris Johnson literally called this guy pincher by There's name, some... pincher by nature. They, he was like the pincher. He, so he was protecting this guy. And basically some when it all came behind out, it. Okay. He was, apparently he was a very funny man. That's sort of what kept him around. But, Did... like, yeah, he had to, basically, it was that that brought him down. So they mm. got rid of him. Now we've got this new chick in, unelected. She's terrible. She's been a disaster. Really? Is she the one where they're trying to expose her with the party pictures and the lesbian girls kissing in their house or whatever? Yeah, I'm not trying to get sued, so I don't want to say the full details, but like look her up. Oh, and you there's got a lot the of fucking stuff. scoop. There's I, a lot I, of stuff I guess with her. the trap. I looked into it and uh, I thought she's violent behind closed doors, apparently. I looked into yeah, it and I, I disagree. No it. I disagree. I, I looked into it and I, I it seemed to me with like her. She seemed like a normal person. Yuri, what business do you have searching up political images? Uh, on- you see, Blasi has this like mentality ah. of like, oh, things happen in the world. Who cares? Doesn't matter. That's it's okay, just like, that- I'm like more like, I want to know about it, see what's going on. Okay, and me- it seemed to me like people are just trying to drag her name. No, you the dirt. find things to be upset about in the morning. I do. That's Stop a good time. it. <laughs> I'm going to try and say this in a nice way without getting sued. Uh, this is, well, the following thing I'm about to say is not my opinion. I'm merely. Uh, discussing what's going a, on a, pu- a public rumor that people a public rumors at the moment circulates in the uk Yo. that seems to suggest that she is a swinger she, she's been accused of being a swinger he said and it, she's not me. and allegedly according to unsubstantiated rumors which i have no opinion on whatsoever she's sw- swinging around all sorts of uh, so a swinger can't be a good president I don't want to say the thing like I don't want to say the thing because I, I I don't want to get in trouble but it's like okay, it's not okay. it's you're kind of right not necessarily but the people she's people the people people are saying she's swinging with I wouldn't you shouldn't it, really be I don't it's know. contradictory it to sounds what like she's you promoting just don't want to be killed about. let me okay it sounds me, like you're in Russia right now you can't talk about Putin you're maybe like, they'll hit it in the comments. it's a similar sort of thing but it's like okay let, let me she's got she put in this chancellor Okay, who's the guy in charge of the economy? Chancellor. And they've they've basically come through and just said like, "Yo, even though we've got inflation, the economy's falling apart, the poor people are getting screwed, the cost of energy is going through the roof." Mm. She's like, "We're going to give a big tax cut to the rich, literally a huge tax cut to just the rich. Wow. Remove the cap from bankers' bonuses." But it's her chancellor that is doing this stuff. Mm. Her, ch- her chancellor, that guy. I see. That I see. guy. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe in the comments, people will elaborate, but um. There's, there's people saying a lot of fishy stuff about her. People saying 
it's not a good look. Anyway, they did this budget. They, they're giving this huge tax cut to the rich. And then after that, the pound has just gone through the floor because everybody around the world knows this just is not going to work out and it's not looking good. Interesting. Damn. Did you cry when the queen died? Hell Yuri, no. come on. I, did, I, did, I grabbed one of those, bro. <laughs> what you got in your hand? <laughs> yeah. Oh, a joint? Oh, okay. You sparked that. Oh, interesting, interesting. Oh, you be smoking? We're gonna send him to jail, bro. Political takes, weed accusations. He's bro. We might not see him again. Russian lovers. Maybe you know, maybe for a special occasion, you know, maybe a little royal pack. Oh wow, royal pack lands. But no, like uh, a royal pack. This is the thing. (laughs) This is the thing. In the UK, in the UK, it's like a civil war. It's the people that are like, yes, we love the queen, we love the king, we want to be ruled over. They're like cucked by the royalty. Basically, they really are. And then you got the Republicans, not like your Republicans, the people that say. Fuck the royalty. Why should we give money to a king? They're literally taxpayer funded. The king is living this lifestyle on our tax dollars. Doesn't pay any tax. L- let me know if I'm wrong, but I, I, I've noticed like in the interviews and like videos I've watched of people who live out there and like, you know, they actually love the queen and they're like bummed she died and stuff. Like I'm, I'm realizing that they they kind of use that as a kind of like, it seems to them like it makes them feel good that they, they're like, oh, I'm a part of this country or I'm a part of this thing that has the queen here. It, it, it kind of gives them like who, like they feel like it's cool for some reason. Like mm-hmm. it's a part of their personality. The fact that they live under this regime or they they live with the queen and the king. Like they think it's like, I don't know. It, it, I feel like they're hyped on that fact and that's why they like kind of promote it and they're mm-hmm. like juiced on it. But if you actually look into the history, it's like, Monarchy is not good. You know well, I mean? it's interesting, right? Because lo- I've always loved America, right? Growing up, I'd always aspired to be an American, the American way. Like, I'd always loved the American dream. And to me, what the American dream is all about is it's like anyone in this country, you can become anything. You can be one of these homeless guys in a tent, work your shit out, start a business, and you could become a millionaire. Look at Yuri. In the UK, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh. But in the, in the UK, we don't have that. We've got the class system. It's sort of like you should know your place in society. Really? We don't have an American dream. It's like, are you working class? You work. Are you an aristocrat? Are you royalty? You don't like your royalty. In the UK, it's almost like the older generation. It's like they don't respect like class mobility. It's like you are what you are. You shouldn't want to change. Whereas in America, it's the land of opportunity. You can be whatever you want. And I think that's where the royalty thing comes in. Because I think people just want to suck up and look up to the royalty because they don't even have that conception of like, why should I look up to them? They're not, they didn't work for that position. It's not like a president where it's like, yeah. say what you want about Joe Biden, but he's been working his way through politics for all these years. Mm-hmm. He's obviously gotten good at what he's got good at or whatever. But like in the UK, it's just, I don't know, it's much less entrepreneurial. And like, they just, I don't know. It bothers me because I'm not like that. Like, I don't see why I should like bow down to a king. What's he done for me? Exactly. That's interesting. I'm going on a political rant now. No, but that's, that's, that's going, 100% bro. true about like the, you know, the like entrepreneurial spirit out here. It's just like you don't really have it, that well, anywhere well, else. Well, it's because like this country was built around capitalism. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We have like a unique. Which is hated nowadays. Um, I think we're just getting, I think some, you know, members of our society are just becoming more self-aware and just realizing that there's other ways of life, you know, but like it's kind of like I, 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 was, I didn't really have like an entrepreneurial spirit. So I kind of like engage started engaging with like the creative industry like i had no interest in selling chips in high school i wasn't fucking doing my newspaper runs or anything like that and uh you know the 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 more you kind of immerse yourself into the culture the more you just find yourself just following that uh entrepreneurial like spirit dude you know now i apply it to all parts of my life and it's kind of hard like i'm I'm fully like i guess brainwashed i don't know what the proper capitalist at heart Kinda. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No, no, I'm not a capitalist at heart, I'm a capitalist at brain. Heart, I'm a fucking stoner druggy. 
no, not a, no, stoner. Okay, you know what's you know what's the craziest like story I've heard about like you know the entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit and like you know from from uh, rags to riches type thing is when I worked on Hollywood Boulevard. On Hollywood Boulevard, there's Lala Land, which is a, a souvenir shop. Which it's a huge souvenir shop. If you if you go in there, they it's like they have giant TVs. Like they have so much stuff. Like just the store is expensive hold as hell. The, hold that thought. Before <laughs> I I forget, bro. Do not go to Hollywood. Walk of fucking stars, where the shit's we called. He's probably been yesterday. there before. You guys made that mistake. Yeah, Bruh. it's fucking boring. Yeah, you feel like you might have to pick up a fight with a homeless man. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. there's I like got, I got pressed by the guy selling mixtapes. Expected. I could have told you that. Right. I wish I told you that. And don't go to Vespucci Beach either. You gotta You're troll just going to see German in Venice there. That's and... where we're going tomorrow. No, nah, not really. You got nah, you you, you to troll the CD guys because those dudes are on like a time crunch. They want to get as many CDs out as possible. They don't spend more. There are the, no people they, to troll. They, don't, they will fuck you No, up. they're the best people to troll because right. fuck them. Because, they, dude, they're assholes, yeah, fuck them, dude. For real. Fuck them. They really are assholes, bro. I've seen them. Like I've seen them do this one thing where like they'll come up to a uh, usually like Chinese tourists or like Asian tourists. They'll come up to them, be like, hey, man, here's a CD. Dude does not understand what this guy's saying or promoting. He just thinks that, oh, if I just give him five bucks, he'll get out of here, right? Dude opens his wall in front of him, starts taking five bucks. I've seen CD guys start reaching their own hand in there going like, nah, there's a 20. Nah, there's a hundo. Let me grab that too. Let me grab that that too. Another another CD guy comes in. He's like, oh, you're passing out money. He sticks his hand in, blah, blah. Bro, next thing you know, this dude just like got uh, emptied for $500. These CD guys are walking away. You know, this guy makes this story up. No, I'm not not making this. I've literally seen the same thing happen like two to three times. Like on that serious level, yes, like two, three times, but even less than that, you know, many, many times. I just make sure I don't respect that hustle. Uh, lifelong Angelino, like I have zero business on that fucking street, bro. There I worked there for a year and a half, so that's Jesus why Jesus Christ, I, that's I have that horrible. experience. I used to hit that train station like every other day, though. Hollywood Highway, uh, yeah, oh god, it takes you go bike to Melrose and exactly. Minutes. No, yeah, it's but fine. nah, man, just stay out of there. Downtown, it's cool, but you got no reason to be here for more than just lunch. It's Bro, fucking, I, I, there's cool places downtown in downtown. What, what's cool in downtown? The, the last library on earth. That's that, the that, lamest That place. place is cool. It's cool for that one photo. Like, oh my God, a, a hole made out of books. But like, <laughs> bro, like, don't, don't. Like, you should go there, last library on earth. You should There's go there good... and rev- te- and let us know who was right. Oh, oh, you should go to, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, like 91st and it's basically there's like a huge building in Los Angeles and the very top floor is, is a restaurant and nice. it's just like you can literally eat up there and have like a nice ass view of the whole city that's dope okay that eating. sounds good but I got a risk fighting off the homeless people in downtown to, to enjoy that yeah you might have to fight past a yeah. couple of them or you would have to <laughs> uber it I don't, I, would, I don't do no like slow strolling through downtown whenever myself, I think of downtown you know? I always think uber even if it's expensive and it's far I'm always just like dude the the, the trouble of parking out there your car getting broken into feces mm. being thrown on you you know you're just like bro I'd rather be ubered straight to two feet in front of where I'm going and that's it you know yeah. like I'm right in there feces being thrown on you that's a common thing that, that's a common thing if you look look up feces being thrown on Los Angeles or but or look up bucket of shit being dumped on women Los Angeles on women yeah I've seen that video that, that's, and, and honestly oh, I, I was kind of like tripping on Yuri just saying that but every month you, you you'll long behold you will see a video about someone getting shit thrown at him yeah that's you, how you get the streaming numbers up bro if that happens to you on stream Yuri's gonna Yuri you should do a fucking you should do like. Uh, mixed martial arts for like one year and then just do a whole like day long stream of Hollywood Me, me and Vel just beating up all the homeless people yes. on Hollywood Boulevard. Hell yeah. Can you okay, do that? amazing. No, you, I don't want to do that. 
But dude, I, that video of that lady describing the homeless, he, she basically yeah. said that she was walking down the street and this homeless man had a bucket that he used for peeing and pooing. Like, a, like that was his toilet. And it was like full. And she said that uh, he he basically took the bucket and poured oh, it over yeah, her head. She is... said it went in her mouth and her eyes and her oh. ears. And she was like, dude, like I've been having to get a like HIV, STD, yeah. like all these tests, like every every. Yeah, she had like hepatitis or something. Had, I'm not, yeah, I forgot what she got from it, but yeah. she's like, I have to get tested tested for the next two years to make sure I don't have any anything crazy from this experience. Oh yeah, my I'm not goodness. going, bro. I'm not going downtown. That's like yeah. some prison shit. That's like something out of Oz. Literally, yeah. There is some whole, yeah. It's, it's some activity like that for What's sure. What's this? Is this a map of the, the feces attacks? There's a, there's actually an app for in San Francisco where the app is daily updated. When it show it shows you where all the streets have that like that have feces on the streets or whatever, so you can avoid it. There's an app for this. That is kind of funny. Are they? Oh no, that was oh, just a homeless attack. Oh yeah, there's a lot of that. There's you, a lot of. Might, oh, might, that's all. That's a boulevard might, right there. Yo, you might get demonetized for that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, let's like not show any of that stuff. Dip. But let's get into the fucking topics. The oh, I know. Man. It's 819 already. Yeah. Jeez, and I sorry. want uh, to invite Code on kind of just to review some pieces. Of you never let me finish so my story up. about the uh, souvenir up. shops, you asshole. Right t- t- take a seat, please. I'll Kodan. never forgive you, dude. Guys, we got the legendary Code on. What up, man? The building, How's it going, man? dude? Nice to meet you, Great man. Great artist up, man? right here. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Grab some headphones and like, yeah, just kind of like turn that mic. You might have to connect it as well. Um, Hold but on. we have the sneaker news brought to you by Max. So Codon, just oh, to yeah. give that's you, that pillow Kodan you brought. Codon and Ross, right? just to give you guys perspective of what we do here. We kind of just uh, oh, yeah, is you, it? Oh, it's not you might want to help him out with that, Yuri. Um, it's a uh, uh, it's just a part of the show where we kind of just go over the newest releases and we kind of give our takes on them. But let real quick because we do only have forty minutes of this, which sucks. I feel like we've we've Sorry. had a great conversation. This might have to be the four hour episode. Oh, <laughs> no, Trap Lord's like, bro, I'm trying I'm to down, eat bro. I got dinner in a bit. I got nothing else. I got nothing else planned, bro. Yuri's like, no, nah, I got. He's like, my fish and chips are cooking right now, bro. They're gonna get cold. <laughs> oh, I'm I know, kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know the Reddit wants a four hour session from you, bro. I've been seeing them talking oh, about it. Let's yes. do it, man. Hey, the, the 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 Reddit gonna get it. <laughs> what we got? What we got? What we got? The Reddit gonna get it. Yeah. The four just... hours. All right. If you order pizza right now. All right. I don't want to eat pizza, but I'll order some. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Four hours is insane. But if I, if I order a homeless man, I'm cool. down. I'm down to do four hours, but let's agree. I got that. time. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's go. Dollar per balloon <laughs> on the chat. Should I bring all my balloons here? What's the story with the balloons? Right, I saw you, you with a bunch up? of balloons. What's going no, on? I did a stream where it was like a dollar balloon, and uh, and then um, I I did like two fire sales, which is like two balloons for a dollar. Wait, you're selling the balloons to your viewers? No, I'm streaming, and then every time someone donates a dollar, I blow up a balloon and I throw it in the room. Oh, that's kind of cool. And what you saw was like the the end of the whole stream, and they had like two thousand fucking yeah, balloons. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, you had to see it to believe it. I went there <laughs> yesterday. I wanted to like do like a ball pit like dive in there. Bro, it's still all there. I didn't. I didn't get rid of it. I want to go there and just fucking set a lighter, just like just for all in the. Dude, I course. thought that I, I have a, like a dabbing torch, and I thought if I turn on the torch and I just like you know wave it around, I'll just pop many balloons. You're gonna blow up some. But uh, dude, uh, as soon as you pop one balloon with a torch, it like it sh- sends out hella air and it puts the torch out, and you gotta relight it every time. And I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. For context, look at fucking. Oh yeah. Damn. He's just thinking about. <laughs> So people are telling me that they were like everyone's been telling me like they want to see how I get rid of them. So now my next stream is like me. uh, I'm gonna like choose like five different methods, five to six different methods of what could be a fast way of you know popping all of them. 
and uh, and I'll just go through them, see what, which one works. Bro, you got to light the blunt and then just pop each one with the blunt. But then you get out. plastic on the blunt. I thought about that as That'd well. That'd be faded, bro. Uh, so dude, plastic, dude, I literally took a sharp-ass kitchen knife from the kitchen and I, and I was like waving it around and all that stuff. It doesn't work, You're bro. A, you have to uh, hold the balloon and like stab it to pop it. Like so stab it, even, the, look, even the samurai sword would not work. I'm bro, sure. grab a blunt. You are no stranger to burning a pen cap off of hitting a bowl. Oh my God. That or was, Gatorade bottle. That was 10 years ago, my friend. There's microplastics in your food. Why can't it be in your blunt? You got to limit it at a certain point. I got microplastics all over me after blowing up all those balloons. That dude. sounded like a bar. <laughs> I got microplastics all, all over me. me. That's a mixtape so, title. <laughs> so we got the Palm Angels X Vault by Vans. Release date September 27th via Palm Angels. Price is $150 and $160. That's an Let's interesting go ahead and collab. Check that. Um... Nah, I, I'm kind of like at this point, I'm I'm kind of expecting Palm Angels just to follow the whole like traditional really? collab route for sure. Yeah, um, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, man. I'm not sure exactly how everyone feels at it about this at the table. But I've yeah, never I been a like big these. fan of Palm Angels. Just uh, not to say that their stuff isn't nice or anything like that, but just because like I I know I just never fell into that. You know, it wasn't like my thing. But this doesn't seem. The thing with Palm Angels is I'm open. I'm really open with most brands. Like people give a lot of like. Uh, wait, wait! I really like the see-through bottom tracker. I was say, the soul is fire. Yeah, the, the soul, soul is, is fire. really I'm fire. With that. I'm fucking yeah. with that. That shit's definitely dope. But I do keep uh, open ears when it comes to Palm Angels, though. I might not like everything, but I'll at least check it out. You know. I feel like they look like high-top bowling shoes. <laughs> they kind of yeah, do. Literally, right. they do. Fuck. I kind of fuck with bowling shoes though. Like, low damn. Like, I want to run off with them sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> I, uh, I've honestly considered taking like shitty shoes to bowling alleys just so I could get like a fresh pair. No, fact. But also like I don't know, yo, like the inside just always feels like you just feel every, everybody's feet. Mm. That's true, dude. Oh, I yeah, thought those shoes looked like familiar, no, but the bowling shoe reference is it. Literally, that, that I can't unsee it now. But I I do give them credit for making this like 150, 160, or do I? I don't know because dude, is that this, good or not? I don't know low. because I've never uh, with inflation. You know, I think that's good. Yeah, for right? for a collab, I am for sure because like it's hard because with with Nike, it's like their collabs are gonna be around two hundred, three hundred. You're expecting that with Vans. I've never really like had a reference on like okay, these Tyler Vans are this cost, but uh, the low tops look a little mm, bit better. But I, I don't know. Really? I don't know if the world honestly, Palm Angels could have dropped these without fucking making Vans a part of them. Okay, now I kind I like the low tops because the soul has like sold me. The last photo where it shows you from the bottom angle, like that soul is so sick. I really like that. It's cool. It's like see through, but there's like another layer underneath that's bulging out. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna still pass on these. I don't know why or where I would wear these. But, uh, you know, shout out to the good people at Palm Angels and Vans. It's cool, though. You know, some some good little tape texture. But the after, box is the box is sick. After a couple of wears, those soles are no longer going to be see through either. So are, like, are you are you a fan of the box here? I feel like you like you like trippy art. Um, no, I've never been a fan of like illusion, you know, illusion Bruh, art. Like you that. have like four rolling trays at your crib, with just illusion art. That, that I've been gifted. Not that I purchased them under my own accord. Interesting. Uh, we have the Air Jordan 4 Black Canvas, release day October 1st, priced at $210. <clears throat> These are releasing in two days. Two days, guys. If y'all want them, be patient. Yeah. Those are decent. Those, Those are, are decent. decent. Those are mad decent. You I know, ain't gonna I, lie. Like I, some casual, you know, you can like, you know, like these are new, those right. are new shoes. They these have not come up came out before. Well, the, the thing is, right? no, like, the full is classic, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Love the four. The, the four is, is is been like a common silhouette that they've remixed, but you know they are getting to the point where it's like they're uh, they're closing in on all the cool colorway options mm-hmm. where they've already been claimed. So to see something like this is kind of cool. I fuck with them. Yeah, you I like? I would. I, I would. I would cop them. Yeah, I would cop them. Those are good. And I think I only say that maybe like once every like six episodes for something like this. To like, me, this it, it cool. seems like the whole you know it, it's like. It feels like I've seen him before because I've seen these shoes so many times already. You know, it's like, oh, is this a different version? Is is there is the tonga black compared to the other black version like of these material. shoes? The material looks good. I like that. Yeah, material. it looks fire. I like that. I like. That. It looks like Toke shoes. Toke does not have any shoes like that. The the surfing ones. Oh. I, I feel oh, okay. like some of the black leather Jordans like it's kind of like a bit bondage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I prefer a fabric <laughs> black Jordan. Literally, yeah. You know what I mean, you got it's very BDSM yeah. for sure. Um, the details are cool though, man. Shout out to that. fucking. That's a win. That's a win. Oh God. Um, and now we have the Travis Scott Air Jordan One Low OG Olives. Now these don't necessarily have a release date, but they are set to come out in 2023. Um, I think it's a hit or miss when it comes to Travis Scott on some of these collabs. Mm. And honestly, I don't. I ain't fucking with this. One. I'm not fucking with these. I usually am a fan of the other colorways, but these I'm. Do you think that like he's just dropping too much? It's not even that. Like usually I do like the colorways. These don't look nice, just, right? Yeah, it's just like the colorway is just not doing it for me. Honestly. Yeah, it's the yeah the I I would agree. It's like the black and white sections. It just seems like that could be replaced with something else. I don't know. Yeah. Also, it's you know I I I've mentioned this throughout the the, uh, the series of of disconnected, but like it's it's just one of those things where it's like I feel like he's now creating boundaries as far as color options. Like he's still trying to keep it around that tonal, that that brown gradient, and yeah. kind of having colors to kind of accentuate that. But nah, you know I've yet to buy uh, some Travis Scott kicks, and I don't think these will be the. I one, feel like right? that's Which how be the ones if you had to pick one. If yeah. I had to pick one. Um, I have I mean, I've yet to pick oh, one. You oh, know really? I mean? That that that's the question of my life right now. Um, but you know we'll we'll see if the next one does it. You feel me? I'm, I'm open to. It. I I like to keep my my options you know open for sure. I'm surprised they're still going off of the Nike shit, low key. Right. And now we got the uh the clothing news. Also, we didn't do a drip check from the rest. Oh of yeah. Y'all. Well, I was gonna say you don't think that like some companies like uh like I feel like Kanye does just like they'll set their presence with like you know, colors or tones of colors or like, you know, ways that colors look. It's like, that'll be their image. You know what I mean? Like once you see a shirt that has this type of like faded blue color, you're like, oh, that's probably a Kanye shirt. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's definitely a bold decision and it really comes down to the artists on how they want to uh, communicate themselves. But sometimes I could see it where it's like, it could hold you back. Sure, you are drawing more of like, you know, uh, a brand identity, but yeah, sometimes you, you don't want that to be limited with colors because colors are very expressive. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's there's other emotions that are that are far from represented in like brown or fucking white, kind of like how Travis Scott does it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, colors then. are a very just, delicate just thing, man. Like it's really like a very delicate thing, bro. Like, it, it's one of those things. I mean, you as you know, an artist if, for for the viewers, can you give like a like low key like a two minute introduction? Oh yeah, you yeah, gotta go up, right yo, here. We got code on, man. <laughs> Hey, come on now. Hey, uh, what's up? I'm Codone. I'm an illustrator. I used to do cover art back in 2016, SoundCloud era, which, by the way, super full circle to be here and no jumper. Because every time <laughs> yeah. I think of no jumper, I think of the 2016, like SoundCloud Let you era. tell. I feel like well, we all have that yeah. perspective on it. I go, yeah, right. so it's like mad crazy being here. So That's again, crazy. Very thankful again. 
Of course. Um, but now, you know, we do a lot of clothing. We, we're messing around with, like, different types of products. And Doing shows. art shows across the country. Art shows, Selling yeah. out. So we've been really diving into, like, art shows and shit. Um, I've really been into, uh, what's it called? Installations. Doing yeah. installations and um, live performance art and shit. Mm. So, like, that's kind of, like, my bag I'm in right now. That's, that's exciting, hard. man. Yeah, yeah. You're um, the man behind the drawings. Those, yeah, uh, those the doodles, like, the, 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 the doodles, the rabbit, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Okay. So, like, that's, You've that's seen sick. that shit okay. tatted on everybody and everyone's <laughs> fucking wallpaper. Bro. Oh, seen it my assistant got like three codon tattoos. Well, wow. I had this girl. She sent me a video. She's like, yo, codon, what's my next tattoo? And she showed me a video of her arm, bro. And she had like, I'm not even joking, like eight codon bunny the tattoos. The codon wow. sleeve is crazy. That and is I'm just hard. like, I'm here because I'm like from a small town. You know, I'm from Tulsa. So like, I'd be seeing that shit. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. That's yeah. sick. Like, and I feel like no one's doing it like you, codon. I mean, like, let me tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? But everyone sees that shit, bro. And it's like, you really have your own lane and... No one could even fuck with you if they wanted to. Yeah, no, it's I like, stay in my own niche. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like, it works for me, you know, and I'm happy staying in that lane. You know? You're it's the like, only person I know who's throwing successful art shows in 2022. And listen, bro, when I was 16, 17, I was trying to get into the art world and I was trying to do street art across LA. And it's like, I appreciate that shit. That's a part of my life. And just to see someone like actually living that shit, that shit's dope as fuck, bro. It's crazy, bro. I live, and I've seen the chat uh, judge me for this word, and maybe you guys could help me correct me on this, but I live vicariously through you. Is it vicariously? Vicariously. I live vicariously <laughs> through you. Yo. I made that mistake in the past, and they fucking, uh, they nah. crucified me. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Wait, yeah. uh, let's, let's crunch out these drip Yeah, sticks. yeah. Are these Yeezys? These? Nah, hell no. These, <laughs> these, you know what these are? These are those shoes. Remember when Kanye was going off and he was like, he was like, yo, I did the Yeezy and then they copied all my colorways and oh. made like a knockoff. These are like the knockoff Yeezys. These oh. are Oswegos, but I swear the Oswegos oh. are the most comfortable Adidas oh going. God. I love rocking these. I've got no drip, basically. Yeah. These pants, see, this is like, I don't even know, like, where are these from? These are like, Probably like Boohoo Man or something, mega cheap. Oh, Boohoo Man. I've got the, got the Supreme Hanes on deck. Yeah. Oh, you know I'm saying three pack. Yeah. And I've probably Go got. The Supreme box, Supreme boxes. That's rare. You for sure wore those for the show, bruh. And I, I don't uh, want the Supreme boxes, bro. I just got like, I got like ten pairs of Supreme boxes and then one pair of Manscaped. That's me. Okay, that's okay. my lineup. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Not very drippy. I respect the man that has Manscaped in this fucking. Uh, you feel me? Yeah, keep it real. This oh, go-to God. box. Um, I have these uh, Nigel Houston Nikes that was gifted by one of my viewers. Shout out to him. House phone isn't here for me to bully you with them. Bro, these are the shoes that I know they look silly and I know they don't really look the nicest. But guess what? I can run in these and I can skate in these. And like, that's all that matters to me. Why do you say that shit? Like, bro, that's something that your mom tells you to tell. Like, if the kids have an issue with you, just tell them you can skate in these. <laughs> no, and my you God. See them no. do the same. I'm just saying, those are my requirements for I the could, shoes. Bro, I could walk and skate bro, in these. If, 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 if like a serious situation unfolded in which basically the only way we could survive is to run and jump a fence, you're dead, bro. Bro, I'm honestly covering more ground. No. And I have way more leg span now because it's like an extra two inches. Hell no. Your shoes are going to get stuck in the fence. You're, I don't know what's going to happen. Why do I have to cross the fence? Bro, but okay. Anyways, I have these uh, zombies? these star shorts. I forgot the name of the brand as well. God damn it. Uh, it's um, <laughs> the Those are fire. Ending. Uh, I, I forgot what that was called. But yeah, these, these star shorts. Um. A market absentee and this hat that I was gifted as well. I forgot the name of the brand. Um, what is that on the hat? It says twice. I've been trying to figure oh, that out the whole show, bro. What the fuck? What kind of... That graphic's hard. Yeah, right? Wait, what what's that in, in the, the middle? middle? Yeah. Oh, it's a head. Let me see. 
Okay, I kind of see it now. It's like a two-faced yeah, head. Yeah. Bro, that's but too deep for a hat. It's too deep. Way too deep for a hat. I like making people think for no reason, you know? So That's my drip. Why? Yuri, this was the best day for you to come with like the craziest, like most randomest fit because I also wanted to been here too. The uh, past three days have been very hectic for me and I've had very little time. So today was like, I'd even shower, bro. Usually I shower before disconnected. So you didn't have that sniff check with house phone to Thank God he's about. not here to sniff check me. Well, you, you took advantage, away. so that's good. Exactly. What about you, Kona? What you rocking? <sighs> you know, some sly little Rick Owen shoes. Those Rick shoes are hard, man. Yeah, dude, these I are my favorite, those. bro. I wear these all the time. This is like my everydays for sure. These are my everydays. That's what's up. Little Rick Owen pants, little undercover tee. This is my favorite tee, by the way. This yeah, my favorite tee. I live in my own little world. I'm really happy. I can daydream all day. No cap. No That's cap. Sick. You feel me? Yeah. And then a little Balenci hat. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know? You're acting like it's slight, but it's, it's slight. honestly it's a slight. lot of might. It's slight. And it's, it's kind of tight. It's all black, so that's why it's slight. You know what I mean? Mm. That, it's slight to me. It's easy. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now you do it. doesn't it look right, like bro. loud or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. you know, you keep it calm. And I'm glad Pod Lord isn't here because then you would have been ridiculed and fucking like <laughs> I know. pocket shit. You'd be like, how much those shoes? They would be walking for me if I bought, if I spent that much oh, money. Oh, yeah, yeah, real quick. I didn't wear it, but the jacket I had on was from Kohl's. Mmm, that's a statement right you, there. You always have a little <laughs> humble, little, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, God. Yeah, I got dry fit socks. I had to like humble myself. I remember when I was uh, when I was like uh, into fixed gear bikes or whatever. Like it was a thing where you could either get the aero spokes where it's it's visible you have an expensive rim and like oh, it was cool or whatever, or you can get the I forgot the name of it, but like this Australian company where it's like it's more expensive. It's actually way better quality, but it just looks like a fucking average rim. And I always thought that was cooler. I was like, I'd rather have that low key drip. Where it's like, if you know, you know. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not so Oh, but loud. when I do it, it's fucking. But. Uh, <laughs> Why? I wear low key. When I was, I was going to. Of... I wore a low key hoodie. If you know, you know. It's and okay. I do, it for the co- I do it for the comedy. Made yeah, Reddit posts about me. Yuri fucking I did not made an Instagram video. I do it for the comedy at this point because he came in with the Rick Owens jacket or sweater, but it, it had no distinguishing was features the gray to one? it. Yeah, it was like it was a, a tan, more orangey, tanny. Yeah, yeah. It just like it was just like, mm. yo, I spent seven hundred on this, and then me and Paula were like, bro, bro yo, that's the thing. And fits crazy, right? We were like, yeah, dude, like, like you can't even tell but that. Don't, like, it, don't it, make it, it seem like I was like, hey guys, seven hundred. You guys digged it out of my. You guys that's digged true. it out of me. That's where it's true. like, nah, Blazzy, let you tell a card. That's you know true. We did pull the let you tell a card. I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like I enjoy just picking on your drip. It's funny. And also, I feel bad. But I also pick on your drip. The last, exactly. The last episode, uh, after rewatching a little bit of it, it did seem like I was going too hard on your pants. I love it. I, I thought care. it was funny. But then it looked like I was just like roasting your pants like crazy for no reason. Or the pants. They were, they were gallery <laughs> yeah. department pants. And they kept saying I look like I listen to soft rock. <laughs> And I just left the fucking Bon Jovi concert. Wait, what they look like though? Flared, <laughs> flared fucking ripped the Levi's. They're saying those are Hollister pants. Hella rips and like threading they visible. Yeah, they did it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, you do it for yourself. That's at the end of the day. I, for yourself, I do it for the viewers watching, and I did it for the chat, man. They they voted the the jeans colder than Potlords, man. They were trolling at that point. Nah, I just rely got on, on a bunch I of my burners. I believe in you. Thank you. Someone has to say you. that. In the world of Yuri's and Potlers, I need some belief <laughs> on, my, on my end. Um, but for the clothing use, man, we got a human-made limited edition Lion Rock capsule. Wow. Release info October 14th via HBX. Lion Rock. Whatever is that such is. a crazy word. Um, 
Let's, ru line, let's run the tape. Yo, so human made is that like the follow on from like Bape? So like he sold Bape, and this is his actual. Yeah, new he brand. sold Bape oh, okay, nice. a while back, and uh, now this is kind of just like his adult version of it. That's his perspective. It's like I'm an adult. I can't really wear like loud T-shirts anymore. So he wanted to kind of make something a little more like, contemporary. Yeah. Uh, sorry, conservative mm. uh, on like a design level and kind of just makes them a little more adult. It's crazy like, because people still nowadays, sometimes you will see it where they will be wearing Bape and they'll make like Nego references or they'll like shout them out and you're just like, he no longer has anything to do with the brand. You, you know still what I mean? gotta shout it out though. But it's like, it's like Steve Bobinson owns the brand now. Shout him out. All right, well. <laughs> I don't know. Right, you know? Well, say Tim Cook instead of Steve Jobs. I, I feel like he regrets selling the brand. Or I don't know. It just no, like, what you mean? He, he was at a point, you got to remember, like he sold Bape when it, like Bape's gone through waves, right? Where it's like they went to the 2000s waves and then they went through a Soldier Boy wave. Mm. And it ended around, it kind of like really started slowing down around like the early 2010s. And then from mm. there, you as a business, from a business perspective, you kind of, Better off just selling this and creating something new again. Yeah, I heard he sold. I, I heard he sold it for mad low, comparatively speaking. For what? Yeah, I've heard about there. that as well. Yeah, I like think he sold, sold it for like, like eight mil. If yeah, that, if yeah, that. exactly. Damn, really? Like yeah. for like, bro, like dumb low. Like well, you think about all the streetwear brands that we've seen kind of come up and come down throughout the years. It's like if someone like Rogue Status. I'm not sure you guys can remember that, but it was the brand that Robin Big I was wearing it. with the yeah. guns across. Yeah, you know, it's like. Is anyone gonna want to buy that five years after like that that wave ended? It's vintage it's like, now. I could see it's vintage now. It now like. And like, well, it, like this is my like vintage prediction. It's like all those like fucking bacon shirts and OF with pizza on it. That's gonna be the new vintage in a what couple was it, years. The, the gray hoodie, the Lucas hoodie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, like that yeah. shit, bro. I want bro, that shit so bad. If you had like a free Earl with maybe like a, a fucking inverted cross on it, that's just probably worth like six hundred now. Do you think so? Crazy. For oh, sure, man. That's a, that shit. That's the thing. That's why, like, I I respect people like Fandalations because I've always had that same mentality of just hanging on to things you know what i mean like if you're gonna buy one thing and it's 10 Balloons. bucks buy two of them you use one of them and you display it or whatever the other one you just tuck it away because guess what in 20 years it's vintage and then everyone's mm. gonna be wanting that thing again and then you can either sell it or you just have yourself a nice little you got a couple item. of uh, np items on ice i do Fuck do i that. actually no i do I have a couple things. I think I just, you, I just don't you, you've yet. ended up using a couple, but yeah. Uh, back to the human made topic. Let's go ahead and check out what they're dropping. Oh yes, Lion Rock. I like that name for some reason. Lion Rock. Yeah. You just love rocks. He collects <laughs> you look, rocks. You by the way, Blasi, you know my art style, so you know I'm gonna say yes to this. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, shit is I cool. I fuck with it though. I fuck with it. This shit's cool. I it's calm. You know, keep it so real much. with y'all. I never understood human made. I'm getting. Maybe I'm just so obsessed with like the weird fucking guns and naked girls and chrome tech shirts still but I, I i i don't really see too much i can't see myself wearing this i can't see right. myself wearing that one i was gonna say cool. i like this one it's but cool, also that man. artwork is like that's that bape uh you know art style right it's kind of like wholesome it's wholesome but, but like, it, it, babe it's got that bape vibe to it but let's just say like let's say it said fucking uh uh orange carpet instead of human made like are we that interested in it what is that no it's oh only... that's their packaging for the um is that like an ice cream that's cool kind of thing? Like yeah a... it looks like now, it. go back to the last shot that's gears the, for um... futuristic teenagers i believe that's the packaging for this guy right here which looks like either a bandana or maybe a, like a scarf kind of thing yeah, yeah. A blanket maybe shit Nah, probably too small for it looks a blanket. like a churro holder i don't know about the hat really the hat? i like the hat yeah no, I, don't know. I don't know about the color like me mm. personally i i just don't i don't know that color just on my that's what got me i like I the color i like the brown 
little light brown color. It's, it's cool. But I'm not a big human made uh, okay, fan. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> dark, dark colors. <laughs> now we're talking. Hats are very like, oh my God. They're very versatile because like a hat will make or break kind of like your ensemble. Where no, it's like you got to sure. make sure it's kind of like glasses. Like they kind of like uh how can i say this uh they, they just make they make sense with your face yeah there's certain hats that people can't wear because it's mm-hmm. like like the me i can't wear a bucket shit. hat i've accepted it <laughs> it, just, it just don't look right i kind of feel that too didn't you have like a capital bucket hat yeah, yeah i had, I had yeah. to sell it to hesh i i sold him my product bucket hat i just i don't know they were on your head about it or what nah no it was on my head this is my weird ass like oh this don't yeah, look no. right All right that's fair that's fair yeah, that but, was me with leather pants. I'm just like, oh no, no. no I'm Maybe still, in 2017. I'm still in the leather pant wave, man. I'd be looking like Quavo some days. <laughs> I fuck with this. I like the design of the cup. That's cool. I yeah. fuck with that. That's cool. When are we gonna get the harmonious? Uh, I know we need to do that. Ten talk. Can I pull up this? You always like bail on me. You said I'm gonna pull up this Sunday, and then uh, and then guess what? Sunday came up, and Riley and I were like, hey, why has he never hit us up? Huh? Oh yeah. Oh, I guess he's not coming. I was probably showered up, ready, just uh, waiting for no. my phone to confirm. <laughs> just sitting by your bedside, waiting yeah. for me to text you. Um, okay, we got a... No, but I'm definitely pulling up this Sunday. All right, I'm down. Let you tell it. I'm down. All right. Hectic Universe, the first official drop, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to my good people over there at Hectic Universe. Let's go ahead and Never see what they Never heard of them before. Dropping. Yeah, I mean... These are your people? There, there, it's some people. Let's just leave it at that. Ah, okay. yeah, man. Shout out to my good people at Hector. There's Yo, people I collab with on though. the Chapo Me Narco and Nigo My Migo. The shorts are fire. No, the shorts I are super duper fire, man. And I also like how like the detail of the shirt is a uh, um, like it, it's just like I don't know, super uh, spray. Also, this is a uh, this is a sandbox designer right here modeling this drop, man. Shout Next. out to Shout Nathan to right there. That uh, shirt is super sick. I really like that yeah. shirt. A fan of the Harmonious channel, I must Yeah, add. huge he, shout out to Nate. I will walk into the office and he just has you on the big screen fucking smoking your 30th spliff. Bro, huge shout out to Nate. And that, that last design, shirt design, remind me of that old like Santa Cruz board design with the flaming head and his hair. You know, yeah. burns into the sun or whatever, whatever it is. Uh, kind of that shit's like hard. Yeah, that shit's super hard. duper I fuck hard. With that green font. Hell yeah. Was it say live? Live hectic. hectic. Live hectic. Mm. No, that shit's hard. That's Wait, are the sleeves attached to the tee? No, no, no. Okay. Well, they snap. They that would be that. a dope they ad right there. Though. Yeah. No, they went crazy. They went oh, crazy. God. I'm fucking with that. Oh, that shit's hard. hard too. Yeah, I really like hard. that artwork. I, me personally, if I were to do it, I would have spelled my brand name with the hair. No, I like it like this because <sighs> it adds the mystery. It, it adds people are gonna be asking you what, what, you what is that You could have been missed. You could have been mysterious and had like the text in there. I I lean more towards the side of like I like getting shirts that don't have words on them. You know, and oh. I like that one for that reason. Look, you're his beans, your dog. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no these shorts are cool though. Is that real denim no, or like fake denim? I I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. Hopefully, it's real. We're, we're, we I'm need we need about. a denim check for sure. Yeah, facts. that looks fire. But uh, shout out to Hectic that Universe. Yeah, oh, yeah it's just there's more to it. Yeah, it doesn't it kind of look like it's like fake blurry. Is that the idea? I don't know. Like it, oh, he almost has like a soft touch to the face. It's like pixelated. Yeah. But then again, it stretches though, so mm-hmm. it's like you know, can you really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I fuck with that. Every piece was fire. Shout out to uh, Live fire. Hectic. That green one? Yeah, Hectic Universe, man. Hectic Universe. There you go. Common collaborators and... Uh, that beanie is fire, too. That people. Hard. That shit's hard. Hell, yeah. The drop... When was the drop? They said, uh, like, this week or something like that? 
Oh, September 30th. That is tomorrow, guys. Yes, tomorrow's the drop. Tomorrow is the drop. Oh, so be there, be aware, and be prepared. <coughs> um, and now we got the Warren Lotus Ass Pizza collab. Yuri, this is your fucking moment you've been waiting for tonight. So this is uh, like a strange thing for me because... Warren Lotus and Ass Pizza have been friends for a long time, right? And, uh, you know, obviously this is a collaboration between them two. I'm a huge Ass Pizza fan, but I've never been a Warren Lotus fan at all. It's like I've never really, like, you know, and it just, I don't know, it's artist subjective. You know what I mean? Like, it just never really. You don't like it. It never grabbed my attention. So, like, this collab, I would definitely fucking want it because it's an Ass Pizza, you know, uh, collab right here. But um, I don't know. It's just like I'm just not that big of a fan I'm gonna of Warren Lotus. I'm going to keep it on and man. Shout out to Ass Pizza, Warren Lotus. People who are doing quadruple, triple, whatever the fuck I'm doing, but yeah. I'm super disappointed. That's fire. No, that is so sick. I want that piece right there. I love when he does the the pumpkins on the can, sleeves. Can you go back to sick. the last shot? I just think it's kind of like the teaser, lazy the to drop the exact cool. same shirt four can, times. It's just different colors. Can you zoom mm. in on the white tee? That's an aspect of thing, though. If you uh, have been like a longtime supporter or whatever, you know that that's what he does. It's like he'll drop the same design in like a couple different variation of colors and it's usually very hard to be able to get all those you know colors actually you know what i mean like what are you talking about so you're saying it's hard for someone to grab like like one of each no like usually he won't even like you'll purchase a shirt and there's no color options you just get what Mm. you get i'm not sure if that's what's going to happen here but uh, i wouldn't be surprised if that could be the case you know and i'm just kind of like this i feel like it it, you know in, in the world of collabs i think that it should only really come out unless there's something really special that needs to be said if mm-hmm. not then like i don't know man I, like but this is kind of cool though i felt like one how you heavy. said like i do like this piece but like i don't know man but shout out to them like i said they're they're, they're artists they're they're beyond great at what they do but this was kind of disappointing i, I, I did want like, the warm like shoes I like, though. I like the white tees i'm not really I, I, kinda, I fuck with the white tees i don't know maybe i just don't get it <laughs> So you said this is more about the lore, right? Like if you're an ass pizza fan, like for me at at okay, least, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's why, like I would I would see myself getting it. Um, it just like, but also like uh, I feel like their their fan bases and like their you know uh, whoever supports them, they they overlap one another. So it's yeah. like a lot of the people are gonna already know about this collab, and they everyone's gonna be down. The hats down, cool. Like, though. I fuck with the hat. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The hat's kind of hard. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that's cool. Is it embroidered? Yeah, what do you think about the the silhouette of the hat though? I like it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it got a good crown to it. That's what you say. No, I fuck with it. Like a boxy top. Ten out of ten collab. Really? Yes. Straight oh. up, ten out of ten. I would say so. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I'm just gonna dip to the bathroom real quick. Go for it, man. I'm gonna hold off on the music topic in the meantime. Um, but beyond that, I, I want to ask y'all though, like, what have you guys been listening to lately? Me personally. R3 the Chili Man's been on solid repeat. R3 the Chili Man. He is fucking hard, man. I might be a little bit late to the party. Hesh, you know, let it be Hesh. He's always showing me, like, the newest fucking artist, the flavor of the month. But, like, he tried showing me this shit, like, four months ago. I was like, okay, this is cool. And then, like, last couple of weeks, I'm like, nah, this is fucking hard, man. So, mm. shout out to R3 the Chili Man. The, his whole just I just go on shuffle on his on his whole fucking artist page and lately I've been listening to a lot of Rilo leaked and like really? unreleased I love Rilo like Rodriguez man shit. he is so fucking hard um, it's a shame that like in my opinion I feel like he's getting like shelved right now and he's you think caught, so? he, he's like in the middle of this whole beef oh, that's yeah, going yeah. on right now um, but uh, shout out to Rilo Rodriguez and R3 the Chili man 
as for my music thing, it's like I feel like I've I've kind of I'm not in this ex, ex, uh, exploration version of my music taste right now where I'm not really looking for a lot of new stuff to get into. I'm more just going back to stuff I already enjoyed. And recently, I've been going back to a lot of Key Glock and Young Dolph. Really, I've been really fucking with that shit. I, I feel like. I'm addicted to like finding out new music. There's really? something about me. I get in like, those phases too, though. Yeah. I'll listen to an yeah. artist for like one month or two months nowadays, and I'll fucking bleed them and suck them dry of Pause. every <laughs> single favorite moment of their. Of yeah, their, and then I'm just on to the next. I do the same thing too, where if I find like a new song or a new artist I like, I will just like listen to that shit all day, every day, and then I'll just get bored of it. But then. I'll just, you know, transfer. But I, I do get in those phases where, I, like, I'm, like, only looking for new music. But recently, it's been, like, just going back to classics. Also, I feel like you, you get a lot of inspiration through, like, new music. That's true. At least me. I That's do, me. bro. Yeah. That's me, 100%. Like, I don't even get inspired by, like, other artists, really. Like, at any time, like, a new album comes out, bro, like, that dictates, like, where I'm taking my artistry. Yeah. Out, like, real shit. Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. I, I love that you said that, because sometimes I used to think that, like, I was weird for looking at music as, like, no, a like, way of, a means of inspiration, but it, it truly is, bro. Like, it, it, they could be talking about fucking spinning blocks, or, you know, maybe you just like that certain beat, but it's just something about uh w- what it does to you mm-hmm. on, like, a fucking emotional or just entertainment level that kind of... Guides you to just making hard shit. Like, man, I start dancing if the design's good, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I, I dance to good music. I'll be like this in my laptop. Like, ooh. You feel <laughs> like the design you make is like the track. It's like you're making an album. You know, it's like design one is hey, track one. And you know, it's really cold if I stand up and start like, I think I'm Kanye performing Runaway and shit what? like that with yeah. the editing standing. Yeah. Like I'm in that bitch, man. But I, I yeah, I still I still use music as a means for inspiration. Like uh, and the new Lucky album is pretty good too. I, oh, I didn't say, check that's what that I'm out yet. Right now, that and Glock Forty Five. Mm. That's all I'm listening really? to. Really, just that and Glock Forty Five. You saw uh, you saw Drake post them. Yes, bro, I saw that. It's like shit like that inspires me, bro, because it's like, you know, it's a good feeling seeing like a creative that you follow for a minute yeah. and and like see them get their flowers and shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So do, you, I'm just like, do you think that Drake's been on Lucky or do you think that he just found out? I slick feel like he's been peeping, but like it, he's waiting. He was waiting for his little moment. You yeah. Know what I mean, just to be like, all right, but you know, let me throw you a little he, flower right yeah, here. Yeah. It know? took the Aubrey bar. Yeah. But he was like, all right, this is what I need right here. You know, yeah. let me give you a little flower too. That's great advice to any artist who has like a mid size, sorry, like a. I, I don't mean mid, mid in quality, but like a mid-sized like uh, audience where audience, it's like yeah. you, you, you're you doing shit. You want to take it to the next level. Maybe drop a Drake bar. There you, we go. You might end up on a story. I have to do the Drake Doodle fucking slideshow. Oh, my Instagram. God. That Drake would bro. be hard. Yo. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, man. But but what about you, uh, uh, Ross? Oh, you're about to step out for a second? Oh, I wanted to ask you, like, what are you listening to lately? Like, someone who covers a lot of hip-hop, like, is there something you, like, is there, not necessarily, like, your favorite artist, but, like, what have you been listening to, like, the last couple of weeks? Man, it's funny, because I'm just seeing some of this stuff. I didn't even know some of this stuff was dropping, and I'm hyped. But, yeah. Um, look at my playlist right now. Man, I go through a bit of a thing where if I'm covering a story, I'll just go crazy on that artist's music. So, at the moment, I'm just finishing up a Mo3 story. Mm. So, I've just been listening to Hella Dallas music, Yella Beezy, Mo3. Trap Boy Freddy, not necessarily the stuff that's like in the mainstream right now. Some yeah. of it's a bit older. Some of the street music. Yeah, but like, um, man, what have I been listening to personally? Damn, I always, I always draw a blank. But like, stuff that's like released recently. I mean, look, he's not everyone's favorite. I thought the baby's new album was fire. 
Interesting. I was rocking with it. Everyone's hating on it. <laughs> Interesting. I thought it was classic the baby. I think if there's anyone who could like tell who's an industry plan who could smell it fast, it's probably you. I don't I don't find it entertaining. He's kind of like you're you're just like common run-of-the-mill, like over-polished industry rapper. Like I never like he had a certain flow and he took it to the bank, but like I don't I'm not like buying it in 2022. It was it really that like uh, different from his other material, it was exactly the same as his other material. That's why I liked it because I, I baby on because it's baby on baby two, right? Yeah, baby on baby one. I loved baby on baby, such a fire album. Because the baby to me, he's kind of like this generation's like almost like ludicrous. He's the, <laughs> yeah, he's the fun loving. You could say that for sure. He's like the fun I kind can of see that. not positive because he will still smoke you, but he is like the fun sort of like smiling, like you know, like his whole thing of just like let's go. Like he's just like. His music's just hype. Like that first song on that DaBaby album, it's got all the like car horns in it and stuff. Like we were listening to it on the way here. And I'm just, it just gets me hyped, man. Like it's not the most lyrical. It's not the deepest. It's not the most moving. But I just, I don't know. I love a bit of DaBaby. I do listen to a lot of UK stuff. So there's a few U- new UK things in my rotation. I don't even know. D Block Europe. They just dropped something. D Block Europe. I need to tap in. Yeah, I that's definitely. Any other drill artists you want to uh, shine light or name drop? Man, it's hella, hella good UK artists, man. Uh, I mean, be listening to all the big names. I mean, you might not know them. People like Digger D, uh, Lowski, Heady One, who I mentioned earlier with Fire. Um, man, who else has got stuff at the moment? I mean, there's this artist in the UK. <laughs> He's always in a lot of drama and beef, but I just find his music very good. He's called E1. It's like he recently had like a situation where basically like his own gang like turned on him and he got like beaten up and forced to apologize for something on camera. But he, like, took that clip of him, like, all bloodied, apologizing, like, put it in his music video for his new track mm. about the situation. I just, I don't know, I like him. Like, there's with the E1, like, there's always, like, a story behind his tracks. Like, he's always got some street beef. Not even necessarily, like, the most violent or messed up thing. But he's just always got, like, some drama. Like, there's always just something behind each song. And, like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just interesting. Like, it's just entertaining. He doesn't take it too seriously. But, um... Man, there's just like hella dope UK artists. Obviously, everyone in the world right now is on Central C. Like yeah. everyone's just like, yeah, Central do you, C. Do you see the hype? Yeah, yeah, he's fire, man. And and what he... do you think separates him from like the other uh, drill artists in the UK? Like, how how was he able to translate to like a, an American uh, audience? It's a few things. One, I think he's sort of got this like racial ambiguity going on, where yeah. it's sort of, people are kind of like, is he white? Is he Hispanic? Is he mixed race? Yeah, it's not like the, how people everyone loves the Rock. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yo, like, like, where's the rock? Where's the rock really from? It's like everyone's gonna like, no, we can all get behind Mexican this guy. To me. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not necessarily agreeing with it, but I'm just saying, like, I think Central C is almost like it's sort of a little bit ambiguous. He's tied in with the streets. A lot of people can just get behind him from he's, he's, all backgrounds. He's young too. Yeah, he's young. He's like fresh, and as well, he did really like he made a really smart move in that when he was starting to really come up. He just started doing collabs with all these different European artists. So these like French drill rappers mm-hmm. and like these Italian drill rappers and these Spanish drill rappers. And he just built this massive international audience. And like, I mean, I was in Miami last year um, and just had hella people like that hear my accent and be like, yo, Central C. Like a lot of Hispanic dudes are just like, yo, Central C, like he's popping yeah. from him doing these international Shoreline collabs. collabs and shit. Sorry, yeah. Shoreline, yeah, that was fire. Yeah, that was fire, it. yeah. That's yeah. hard. So it, it's uh, uh yeah, it's interesting just seeing like what what it takes for like a international artist to kind of like uh get America's attention. But he's doing it good, you know, and he's just playing it cool. You know, he's not overselling himself. 
He's doing his thing, and shout out to him. We we had this conversation uh, when, when when you stepped aside. Uh, do you still do you find inspiration through music, kind of like in your daily life? And hell yeah, isn't yeah. that interesting? Like like you you you'll hear a good album, and it does it doesn't have to pertain to your lifestyle, your life, but it's like shit like that. I don't know, just like gets the best out of you. I think the thing that's uh, it's funny because people always say to me, it's like, yo, you're from this small town. Like, why were you listening to all this hip hop growing up? Or like, what attracted you to it? Why are you so fascinated in this genre or like whatever? And to me, like success stories have always just been like we said earlier with like Literally. the UK. It's maybe not as entrepreneurial as America. But like when I was growing up, I was seeing people like Jay-Z, 50 Cent. You know, I kind of like when I was really young, it's like 50 Cent's whole come up was like one of the first big artists I was super into. Mm -hmm. Even Eminem. It's these stories of these guys going from like really fucked up situations. 50 Cent got shot nine times, like barely survived, was involved in all of this street beef. Hella people wanted to kill him turned it around and became the biggest selling artist, had a diamond album, sold tens of millions of records. Like that's like the American dream right there. So I might not have shot anyone on the block in Queens, but yeah. if I throw on a 50 cent song, there's elements of his story that inspire me. That's so some that. real shit. You saying about that whole success thing is so true because, mm. you know, I'll listen to a 10 talk. I'll hear an interview kind of the same way I'll hear a Gucci Mane song Facts. where it's like, I run it up or hold your roll. It's it. like a different, if you ain't like got to roll it, mm. man. Keep, get, keep it up. I don't exactly. know. But like, you know, what's funny is as well, I think it really relates to the music that's popping now. All this music is drill and it's like, it's all about your ops, kill your ops. I'm not trying to kill any of my ops, but like, let's be real. We've all got ops. We've all got the people in our lives yeah. that we don't really fuck with. There's always another side, right? Yeah. Where maybe we're not killing them or shooting each other. Yeah. But it's like, when you've got these songs and you're listening to it, the beat's hard, the rapper's hard, and it's like, yeah, fuck the ops. <laughs> We've all got ops. So I'm trying to hear yeah. a song and be like, yeah, fuck my ops, like yeah. whoever they may be. And it's the same as the success thing. It's like the drill music where they're talking about smoking all these dead people. I don't want to disrespect those specific people, but it's it's like it's a metaphor for what everyone's going through. You know, right. maybe if everyone might have lost someone some different way, or like everyone might be having issues with some other people from somewhere. It's mm -hmm. like these these songs maybe aren't direct references to what you're living, but it's like it's a metaphor for shit everyone goes through all yes. over the world. And I think that's why drill music's so big internationally because it's like you got guys in countries that don't even speak English, but like these songs like speak to them, and it's yeah. like the aggression. Like I'll throw on a drill song and go to the gym or, or do a workout. And that just gets me pumped. I'm right. not really trying to shoot an op, but I'm trying to lift some weights and just feel like <laughs> exactly. I feel like I would shoot an op yeah. if I had to. Oh my know. god! No, that that you you hit around the nail with that. That is so true because you know I'll, I will find things in like a Gucci Mane bar, like a Ralphie the Plug song mm. that like I will twist into my own world in design. Exactly, and I'll yeah. be like, "Yup, I feel yeah. you on that right there for mm. sure." One hundred percent, thanks, bro. But uh, we we got the releases of the week, so uh, you know we got first off Draco the Ruler mm. Keep the Troop Alive album. That's now today. This is the, or uh, that out yet? That's driving. That actually just dropped a minute ago, oh, at nine p.m. Right. Um, this is his first uh post. What do you say? Posthumous. Posthumous. Yeah. yeah post. 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 Yeah. Try saying that ten times. <laughs> Post-communist, yeah, album, and uh, I'm honestly looking forward to it. Yeah. I think that uh, uh, he honestly left at like such a like he left at his prime. Not you know his, what I mean? And like prime. LA has not been the same since he's left. I don't no, even yeah. want to hear it. It's the truth. It's like he had a sound, and you hear all his music that he was dropping the the the, the whole last year before his passing. It's like, bro, this is like this fool's in his own world using his own references if like he's someone that like it, it they probably couldn't i mean no they actually did pull some young thug rico shit on him but it's mm -hmm. like his metaphors and like his way of just communicating these like these ideas is just so fucking exactly out of this world to me 
and it's honestly been a great deal of inspiration. But uh, you know, I'm definitely gonna be streaming this shit. Facts. I'm super excited to hear it. Uh, Draco the ruler, keep the truth alive. Y'all gonna hear it or what? I'm listening oh, to it on yeah, my way home. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I'm for sure gonna listen to that mm. shit on the way over. No, yeah. Right yeah. It's dope Bro. what you said about like. I think Draco's like one of the most creative like street rappers. Like he builds Literally. like with his words, he kind of built his own world, and it was just so different to the type of like obvious like on the nose, just like we're gang banging, we're gonna shoot at you. Like, he just had such a way with words, man. It, you know, it was such a loss when he passed. But, like, man, I, not many people, I think, have shown that level of creativity in exactly. street rap. Literally. You know and I mean? it translated. You know, I think a lot of street rapper, they try to just make it, like, bite-sized and easy to understand. Mm. He was somebody mm-hmm. where, like, like every other, not bar, every other word was just, like, some deep-ass metaphor for, like, a gun or, like, mm. robbing people. And exactly. It, he, bro, he, like... He, he started a lot of trends and just like a lot of like verbiage out here and it's just like it's crazy to see the fucking ecosystem you know yeah he made his own really little world developed. bro like yeah. the it's crazy like to make your own lingo and shit like, no exactly what? like it's harder than you think honestly it's and very it felt, hard the way he Let like you tell says it. it is like it it feels so natural you know what i mean yeah. it's almost like second nature and it makes you want to know like what does that word mean like it makes yeah, you, you want to like, ask I mean, what what's food yeah, exactly yeah, you know like, like what the fuck like what's the case study exactly i need to know Hell yeah. Oh, but Kid Cudi, Intergalactic. Um, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I'm have no interest. I'm probably gonna block Kid Cudi on Spotify. <laughs> if I could block an artist on Spotify, I Yo. am interested. Um Is I'm, it a set? I, my bad, my bad. No, you're good. I might check it out. If I was doing mushrooms, I might for sure have to listen to it. But you would have to to listen to Kid you refuse this is so annoying because uh, i think only just, way you could enjoy just earlier today you you just you said like you were listening to some other music enjoyed the fuck out of it because you're because you're on mushrooms if you took mushrooms and listened to any of kid cuddy's music probably this uh, album as well no you'd be like wow i'm this not ready so perfectly no i'm not ready to enter that weird stage of my you life you just don't want to admit it to yourself that what is I'm this a, potential- a soundtrack to the new show he's doing Hopefully, I didn't hear about your show. He's doing. So. he's doing that shit with Netflix. Have you seen that? It's with Netflix. Oh, yeah, I, it's, I, it's uh, the same name as this shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that, that's why I'm like, is might this be right. like a real album or is this just like a soundtrack, soundtrack for the show? Yeah, I just found out about him at a weird time. Like, I knew he had dropped Day and Night mm. on the Pursuit of Happiness, but at that time, I was listening to fucking like ska and like metal and shit. I was into Wiz Khalifa and shit, like, right? There. Like, the, I, I'm talking the, the camo cargo shorts, oh, high, high socks with the Chuck Taylor. Yeah. God, bro. All the way Cabin fever. Um, <laughs> but, bro, like, I, I, I started figuring out. I started, like, checking in around 2013, 2014, which was a bad time in his career when, like, mm. Speeding Bullet to Heaven oh. dropped. Oh, that was oh, my yeah. introduction. Like, oh, let me hear uh, Kid Cudi. Right. I heard he dropped an album uh, recently. Nah. I heard that, and I'm like, this guy's ass. Garbage. <laughs> Terrible. He's, I feel like he still hasn't been re- recovered from getting hit by that bottle on stage the other week. You see that? And he's bro, like, throw one more thing video. and I'm walking. As a Kid Cudi hater, I played that video like 10 times. And I'm sorry, Kid Cudi, because we might have a reason to work with in the future. But like, <laughs> hopefully, I don't know. But Yo, you were I right. Watched uh, that this is a thing. soundtrack to his new series. Mm. So does that make it less good? <laughs> no. I don't know. It's even it's worse. Just like, I just feel like it's probably like a, like a rollout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he just needed to get the songs done. That he didn't really like you know actually yeah. work on these songs like I'm creatively pretty sure like I, I could know. be wrong i could be very wrong but i'm pretty sure the same people that's animating his new shows the same people that did uh that spider-man animation the, oh really uh, what's it called um into the multiverse yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that's expensive animation right there so i, I kind of have a reason to check it out just some, some good yeah. producers okay. in that uh in that studio 
We got um, Freddie Gibbs mm, just I'm is gonna a- drop an album called Soul Soul. What Soul? Try saying that ten times. Soul Soul, Soul, Soul separately. SSS. Frederick Gibbs. We'll yeah. Are you y'all finna check this out? You know what? I I personally I kind of checked out after Pinata. You know what I mean? Which might have been a little early. You know I what I mean? Arguably, I, but I yeah, it's just like I don't think I've heard a single Freddie Gibbs song in my life. There, it, it was definitely a little bit easy. like there would have been more of a context and more of a bigger reason for me like to push you to check him out a couple of years back but yeah i feel you i feel like he's got a few a few good songs like freddie gibbs like i'll, I'll check that out but uh, like i might i might not enjoy that but i know <laughs> i know academics will not be checking that out <laughs> probably not yeah i fuck with him i'm gonna check it out are you are you waiting for like your academic arc where you're just beefing with like some of these rappers no i don't want to beef. this is the thing i don't want to beef with anyone man <laughs> i said this on my on when me and adam did the zoom interview years ago just like if any rapper has an issue with me i'm apologizing yeah I'm straight up like pull up on me i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry for everything i said everything i didn't I, say correct me if i'm wrong but i think academics really had like a change of like aggression when he started seeing six nine kind of uh go against the grain with after he got locked up and shit like that he saw how he was able to take the narrative and just say fuck fuck that shit and mm. academics kind of just followed suit around that same time yeah and i think that he just took his fucking his lover's steps or whatever is is that seriously that many tapes that are dropping tonight oh, what's hell everybody's tonight, problem like right bro gonna be here all that's night some, that's some good names though that's some good stuff yeah tory lane sorry for what that is a crazy title that's i know especially after what happened right with uh what was- augustine or whatever his name is <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry for what man. yeah i i, I think uh, um the the only Tory Lanez tape I really checked out was the one that he dropped right after the whole Meg situation, mm. and it was fucking fire. Yeah, it slapped. It slapped, bro. It I'm was not, like a crazy storytelling, and like it just sounded like if Drake shot somebody. I'm not gonna lie, there, there's many it. Tory Lanez songs that I've like just randomly put on, and I, I've, almost every time I've enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a Tory Lanez fan, but he makes good music. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Yeah. So it's probably we probably will end up checking it out. You don't really agree on like what he does outside of music. What, do what does he do outside of music? Uh, shoot women? No, that's allegedly. That's, that's, allegedly. That's, well, honestly, <laughs> allegedly. I'm beat up women. I mean, I think a more fair thing to say that he does outside of music is get accused of false crimes. Mm, speak on that. <laughs> All right, we got Roddy Rich. Stop breathing, man. Yo. That's Kanye. I mean, that's Playboy Cardi. What's going on? I know, right? Is a is a mixtape? Not the song. Yeah, I, was, I think it. I think if it's an album, they'll detail it. But if it's like kind of like a single or oh, some okay. shit. Wait, so Roddy's not dropping? No, he's dropping the song. I guess tonight, oh. which I think like uh, he he just passed the the whole part of his career where I think is important, which is like artist development and mm. creating that. Uh, that engagement between you and your fucking fans like he kind of just took off and like just like flew to stardom where it's like he didn't go through those like hard steps of doing like those middle yeah. shows you know what i mean yeah it's kind of true. I think it's, I, yeah i think sure. it's definitely kind of like you're seeing that uh lately with his career um but i you know, I respect them. You know, shout out to Roddy Rich, cool team. That's kind of happening to Ice Spice right now. Like with the every single thing that's coming out about her right now is just like, oh, look at no one no, enjoying her that, shows. Look at no one enjoying compare, her shows. I'm sorry. And people you're, in the comments are saying like, oh, she blew up too quickly. You cannot compare Roddy Rich to fucking <laughs> Ice Spice. Roddy Rich had the number one song in the fucking country. Okay. Like the box was fucking huge. Ice Spice has a really hard hook. Eat her, eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> she she got like a solid four lines that we love her for, but like 
you know, Roddy Rich did drop like a really good album. Bro, as soon as you said the box, I just heard that. Yeah, bro, that's like in my head immediately. That's clever. Right? You could not put yeah. a gun in my hand and tell me to make something better than that. <laughs> but he he had big songs before the box. In a way, the box kind of overshadowed. Like he had Die Young. Yeah, a couple. He was of going up in the UK, right? Oh yeah, people. Because that's the funny thing. When he released Die Young, there was like it was a really like violent summer. And then uh, I think like three drill rappers got killed, and they were all. It was really weird. Like they were all doing playing die young on their story like three literally three drill rappers got stabbed wow. and killed like and they all had die young on their fucking stories in the last day but that caused the song to go viral because everyone was like yo the curse of roddy rich but oh, then geez. the song just went up and then when he came to the uk it was like a huge thing but that the fucked up thing he did the box and then he took what like two years off and that album that he dropped bro was garbage yeah straight trash and it's like bro he must have just got arrogant off the box like and just thought like yo i don't need to drop whereas like nowadays you have to just keep dropping, bro. You got to stay in the conversation. You, yeah, yeah, it depends definitely. on who you are. It's crazy. Like look at Frank Ocean. Well, like, yeah, there, there's yeah. two different ways of doing your career. Because I see like kind of like the, uh, the 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 content uh, part of it, where it's just like you just need to be part of the conversation. There's also people like Playboy Cardi and Frank Ocean who kind of like they'll drop a body of work and then they'll just let things Shift just cook it. for three years, maybe five years. Like I don't think anyone is pushing Cardi to make an album right now. Of course, his fans are, but yeah. Like the average person could still hear a whole lot of red and get something out of it. I was gonna say day. we had this conversation the other day at the office. It feels similar, yeah. Like, as I'm saying, it's it. like uh, him doing all these live performances at Rolling Loud. It's almost like a DLC, yeah, pack to DLC update. Similar like, to why GTA yeah. Five, GTA Six has been so prolonged, is because for the fact that like you could still get you know enjoyment out of playing the old. Or they still get money title. out of the old yeah. thing is the main it's, thing. It's, I mean for the simple fact that you can still get enjoyment through it. You know, okay. they're not going to be able to sell DLC and no one's on there. True. You know, true, true. they're kind of almost like, like people demanding a new uh, game from them, but they're kind of taking that route where it's like, nah, we kind of want to just like let shit, but yeah, that's very risky. Yeah. That's a funny no one could do that. Not a lot of people could do that in their career where it's like, they can't take three years off and be, you know, Frank Ocean dropped the fucking jewelry brand earlier this year and he yeah. sold millions of dollars of necklaces now. Look at Rihanna. She hasn't dropped anything in like 10 years. You think, mm -hmm. I mean, Fenty, right? Like, yeah, but as yeah. far as like music, yeah. What was the last album? Fucking when like I was that Desperado one? Yeah. The yeah. Anti, right? Or yeah. Sure one of those, yeah. yeah. Um, But man, are, are we done with all the uh, the songs and tracks? A couple more, right? Um, couple more, man. Trippy Red, Save Me, Please, and First Degree Murder. I'm gonna peep that. Hell yeah. Why not? Yeah, definitely gonna Love check that out. DG, yeah. It's Not Me, It's You album. Probably not. You know what I mean? Shout out to DDG, but I'm not sure if I'll listen to this tape. Yeah. I think I'm gonna check out. I've never really been a DDG fan to begin with. I um, like his like crying and collect Calabasas song. Was it? Moon, was it Moonwalking? Yeah, Moonwalking. Moon, yeah, Moonwalking. Yeah, Moonwalking. Yeah. Yeah. That one's probably like where a majority of people remember. That's where I remember. Yeah, I like that song. Uh, Smino and J. Cole. I've never heard Smino before. Is, is he part of like that, J. Cole's that, like... It's, it's been popping up. I've been seeing it like in random places that name Smino. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Hmm. I, I mean, I'm not sure if I'm going to check that out. Quavo and Takeoff, nothing changed. Yo, did they ever drop that tape? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna peep it out on some curiosity shit. Like, just wanna, just to get a yeah, temperature check of where it, they're yeah. at. Did they ever drop that album that they were like pushed in the last three months? Was it just single? Like was it just single? You know what? I think there was an album in mind, but they realized the the fucking uh, reactions were lukewarm, and now oh, they kind of like, well, fuck, what do we do? 
Because the Migos are like in a, in a high and dry situation where they're like, fuck, you know what I mean? We're kind of like, we're all the way up here and people are expecting us to keep breaching. But it's like, Dude, they kind of did dominate, you know, for a large amount of a time. A long time. When I was in high school, that's all everyone ever fucking listened to. Actually, when I just got out of high school, but it was like... It was like, yeah, everyone was just fucking loving the Migos. So from so 2013 to 2018, I think that it's safe to say that they reigned supreme. No, hundred you know percent. I mean? There, there was other players. There was Thug. There was Travis Scott. But like Migos, yeah. Like I don't think that there's ever been like a stronger group in like hip hop history. Do you feel like as an artist, you just got to be like, that was it. That was my heyday. Like, um, am I just gonna ride this out to the end? Like, are you better off just not releasing music and just enjoying your jewelry and wealth, or are you? Better off continuing to like release music because you're you know you're an artist you like to release music but then actually accept the fact that you're gonna get less and less and less. It depends like what you're doing it for. Like if there's money, I think at that age or at that point in someone's career, they should have already had like business set up so they don't have to rely on um, music Music. to kind of make money. They call that financial fragile, financially fragile. Yeah. Mm. Um, But I think that uh, you know it really depends what you're doing it for. If you're doing it for the art, like you know, like I, I don't. I don't think that they're so concerned. Like, I think you got to accept that, like, you know, everyone here has experienced it. You know what I mean? There's waves of love. And then, you know, you, you just got to keep proving it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, you got to accept the uh, the uh, the lifeline of a creative, though. You know what I mean? You gotta, yeah, for sure. You got to understand that. But um, you, you also have people like Snoop Dogg where it's like they're fucking 50 years old. And he could drop an album and he's probably going to be the only one that hears it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he's really doing it for himself. You got you to... Gotta, Take a closer look at it, but it's true. Um, Denzel Curry, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. Deluxe album, no. Yeah. The next one, I want to just skip straight to the next one because I'm excited for this. We got Olympus 3 from Uno You're the Activist. You're Uno the Activist family. Fuck out. yeah. What the hell? Dumb. Since when? Uh, I don't know, like 20 fucking 16, 17, uh, I guess, for yeah, a long ass nah, time. When nah. Riley and I first met, I was like playing Hello Uno. Is that um, true? Um, just a bunch of fucking other artists, but I'm excited for this because he hasn't dropped anything in a minute. I never right? knew you were a Uno fan. That's so hard. I love Uno the activist. Yeah, I fuck Uno. He's yeah, super duper hard. hard. He has yeah, hard shit. He has hard shit. I feel like if you listen to Lucky, you're gonna fall into Uno. Yeah, Uno music as well. I went on a couple uh, uh tour dates with him and his fucking producer. Really? Like in 2017. Wow. I went to a show with them in Santa Barbara, and they fucking had sorry Santa Cruz, and they had that bitch fucking shut down. They have like a low key like a following he they do does. So. Does. well like him and like i, I don't know just like that uh that underground part of uh, soundcloud that like never really fully made it to the juice world plight mm-hmm. like individuals like uno the activist and d savage they're people that have their cool audience and these motherfuckers are gonna sell they're and they like gonna, waiting for they finna be up, beloved bro. all the they're time trying to like just push them like to break that ceiling bro. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. true you gotta he, love it. You can't hate on it. I hear he has like a huge uh like uh foreign fucking audience. Like people oh, really? in the fucking in Europe just really fuck mm-hmm. with him like that. Um, but I'll, I'll for sure check that out. Big no, 30, no. Last I Man Standing. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Hell yeah. I'm checking that. I'm I just fuck with like all the shit that's coming out of Memphis last mm. like six years, bro. I feel like I heard it. I, I just heard pieces of it in Dolph in like 2014, 2015. Like, bro, like this sound is hard. And then you just slowly but surely from like 2015 and 2022, it's like all these artists are starting to get their flowers and they're all hard. They just pronounce words a little bit different than like the rest <laughs> of America. Like they say music, like music. Yeah. If you ever hear any Memphis rapper do an interview, they say music. I fuck with it. Yeah, yeah I rock that. It's uh, bro, we need to we need to free Pooh Shiesty, man. Yeah. Bro, we need to get him back. 
Big yeah. Thir- I'll take Big 30 for now. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Some shiesty, bro. There might be a sh- couple shiesty verses on there, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Also, I, I just want to give Pooh Shiesty his flowers. I think he's the only rapper in, like that I could think of that made a whole fucking product be like fucking named by him at this point yeah, you know did, he ever, did he ever drop like any like custom like mask yeah I, th- I think his team okay, kind of like great. picked it up like they're like okay he might have been the first rapper that like broke a million in the Pooh Shiesty mask yeah we need a nothing personal Pooh Shiesty club man we'll hey Pooh hit me up bro Pooh. DM me hey, he's gonna send you a few years for that. yo Pooh Shice <laughs> uh, 24k golden my best mm. friend on earth yeah, we're gonna peep that. <laughs> Mistakes, man. Go ahead and check that tape out. Oh God, he's tapped in. I, I'm, I fuck with him. He's tapped in. He's sure. tapped he's in, up. bro. And I ain't gonna lie, I was going through because I never contacted him. I never gave him a free shirt. I've only DM'd him like once. Mm-hmm. And I checked the conversation, bro. And like apparently in 2019, he hit me up saying like, "Yo, what?" Same shit. No, I was gonna say same shit. In 2018, he hit me up. He's like, "Yo, bro, I just got signed. Like, uh, I'm trying to fuck with you on some cover art type shit." Bro, wow, like, you know what that's I mean? like, He's really yeah. tapped Duck. in. I he's just really saw this in. shit like today. It said, "I'm about to have the biggest song in America. I want to be wearing everything blazy. How can we make this happen?" But this is 2019 when I was yeah. getting like a DM like maybe every four hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I'm reading through these bitches. How the fuck did I not take that shit serious? That's crazy. No, bro. I saw it and I was like, oh, I bet. You know, I sent that shit through and like, bro, like, I'm not even joking. Like, three months later, like, he was out of here. That's what I'm saying, bro. I started, I started putting it in the timeline. I'm like, damn, that's right before he dropped that mood song. Yeah, Why are you yeah, always mood, in the mood? Yeah. Like, I could have been in that. He could have been wearing a fucking Perk 30 jersey, man. <laughs> Damn. <I'm> kidding. <laughs> that was around that same time, right? I don't even know what clothes he would have wanted in 2019. That just doesn't even, I don't know. 2019 was crazy. Yeah, he would want fucking bone shoes. What are those weed, uh, weed handkerchiefs you made? Weed handkerchiefs? Yeah, oh, you made, a, you, made, handkerchief? you made a weed bandana. That's You made a bandana of some sort a long time ago, remember? It had nothing to do with weed. It yeah. did it? No. I thought it had weed leaves on it. No. Oh, okay. It had Never bullets. A bullet. Is yeah. that when you did the, you say the bone shoes? Yeah, that was a while no, back. Do you, do you feel like Amiri kind of stole that drip from you? You know what? I did this shit before Amiri. Right, Y'all so could go ahead him. and check the timeline. You feel me? And that's why like, I'm so like jaded to just people biting. It's like, okay, that's cool. I got a hundred more ideas. Like, mm-hmm. do your thing. But like, I made those bitches a long time ago and I was going to drop my uh, another pair, like uh, j- just some mules I was making. You've seen those North Face shoes, Puffer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was making my own, but with the the bones on there, and then I just see like three more people getting it added to the bones conversation. I'm like, man, y'all can have fun with that shit. I'm wow, so you really? like, fuck it. Yeah, I want I don't want anything to do with that. Though, that's fair. <clears throat> just because it's yeah. like you know, I can't beat a Miri with that because they what what they've been doing in the meantime while I only dropped one or two, they've dropped like thirty different versions of it. Yeah, but it's they, still not fair. We should protest the Miri. Man, I don't give a fuck. No, I will stand in front of a Miri with a sign that says, kind of you stole my friend's design. Because with that time, no. you could be designing some more shit, though. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And no. to keep it 100, though, when they first announced their shoes and I announced mine, my shit had way more, like, tenfold comments mm. than what they had going on. But I'll like, sacrifice my time. I'll protest for you. If you want, yeah, DM them. Say, like, DM Mike and Miri right now and just no. Is there, DM a, is there a Miri please. store here in Los Angeles? It must be. Yeah, guys, egg the clothes. <laughs> 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 Damn, what if I like started like a hate can- a smear campaign you on You say you got a really powerful fan base slash, you know, they're loyal and they'll, they'll do anything store. you ask. Tell them. Don't do that. Bring That's eggs a- to the Amiri store. 
and 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 ask and either, you know ask them either for a hundred bands for Blasi if they don't respond egg the store. Something similar happened with Pleasures in 2018, where oh, wow. they're, they're still my biggest inspiration, huge fan of what fucking Alec and Vlad create over there. Sorry, Alex, but um, they ha- they they released Bone Shoes probably they announced it a, a couple weeks from when I announced my shoes, right? Oh wow. <clears throat> And I already was kind of building my support system. Like people were already fucking with me. They were in there. They were in pleasures comments saying Blasi did it first. Blasi did it first. And I felt embarrassed. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to work with these guys. Oh, you know what I mean? Lie. And they're over here commenting back. It's like I, I, I never wanted them to think that like I was sending out soldiers. Like, yeah, fucking stop this now. You know what I mean? But but this time you are. No, oh. no. <laughs> but I am aware of my 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 artillery. My 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 my. <laughs> My artery? What do you say? My artery? Oh yeah, your artery is important. My, I, I'm I'll aware of yeah. my ammunition in the sense <laughs> that, like, I know if some shit ever pops, where like I need to send a, a motherfucker to get their page reported and then ultimately deleted like that, I could do it. But like, yeah, with great power comes great responsibility. Facts. Right? Exactly. And like, I got no reason to be that. Like, I had you had to like fucking like kill a relative of mine or something like that well i'm probably gonna do a little bit more than deleting your instagram but what if i'm like guys this fucking person just killed my mom report his page you're gonna turn him into leather pants you're gonna be like dude i will process your skin that is a hard ass bar and i'll turn your ass to some leather pants pants. (laughs) that's the new pack bro can you and i know oh, instead of smoking packs it's like I'm, I'm gonna make you into a pair of pants yeah i saw you drop the song you know maybe for the next line huh yeah <laughs> dropping yeah. pair so. dropping leather pants yeah ready gonna get it when's the next song coming out the next song is man let house phone tell it i don't know he has like bro me and house, i say this like every day but like me and he had like 10 songs he's released one already I don't want anyone to have the impression to think that like I have an idea of becoming a rapper. I'm, I have a full time job. I love it. I'm too busy, but I be rapping on the side. Yo, Just how you go to to the park, you go play soccer, you play basketball. You have no plans on being pro. You're just doing it for fun. That's how I'm a rap. You know, I just mm. I'm just doing it for the free three hours I might have one night. You know. Yo, are you kind of scared that a uh, house phone and Paul Lord while they're out out of town, they might find another? Hispanic designer and Russian alcoholic to replace us? No, bro, we are irreplaceable. <laughs> is, is that how you sing it? Yeah, I don't know. Come I, on, bro, who the fuck they gonna replace you for? Fucking uh, uh, zero from GTA San Andreas, bro. You uh, made that reference in the fucking Reddit went crazy. They're like, oh, you said the word. They're like, oh, we already said we said Reddit gonna get it already. Reddit gonna get it. But they were like, oh my god, like didn't even know this thing existed. But this exactly looks like exactly Thank like you. Thank any, you to all the bot. Any white man with glasses looks like me. Apparently, I have translated onto the uh, the Reddit man. You might see. A couple of my fake accounts on there, but um, just kidding. Bro has the burners. <laughs> yo, I love the Reddit. Where's KD? Oh God, I'm looking in the Reddit. What if I'm making times. these posts? They're like, yo, Blazzy's the goat, but it's like <laughs> it just says Sally one two four. You expose yourself, man. Yeah, or do you guys think Yuri's a little too mean to Blazzy? No, now you're trying to antagonize <laughs> it. Okay, I can't wait till they flip on you. Oh, is Yuri mean to Blazzy? I'm just gonna get like 200 fake accounts to vote <laughs> yes, and then start a petition. You gonna you're gonna H three yourself. You're gonna you're gonna cultivate a fan base of like people who attack people, you know, and and, and no one attacks people, people and then, on my and then, side, and then they will flip on you, and you will be H three. We are not some attackers, man. We some rackers. Oh, you feel oh, me? Like dang. none of my fans. Dang, you're an Andrew Tate 
uh, like cult uh, like leader now at this point. We're not disrespecting women. We all like, make, we all make money here. We're all we're all millionaires. Everyone part of Hustlers University <laughs> on like the sandbox end definitely has a million dollar mindset and is a high value uh, male or female. And how much would it cost for you know average person to join your sandbox? You know crew? what? It's absolutely free right now. Oh, go ahead and swipe up. Join the fucking harmonious <laughs> Patreon, guys. Um, is there anything we should say before we wrap this up? I think this I is got, the longest episode. I got one thing. I got mm. one thing. Do my first live uh, art performance. Really? Back, back home in Tulsa. Shout out my boy Gert. He's bringing me out to Gert Stock. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just Gert Stock. Right Gert Stock. Shout out that shit. So you know, I'm a little nervous to do it, but you know, fuck it. It's the first step. Wow. Uh, when is it? Uh, you want you want to let people know if if it's for any people who are in the Ohio area where they could Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. But, so, uh, uh, October first, pull up. I'm doing some performance art. It's some never before seen shit coming for me. Really? Real experimental shit. You'll see. Wow. I swear, I'm about to change the game for artists. Damn. I swear. I'm super That's, excited. I'm gonna stand on that. I'm stand you're not. You're not somebody who kind of just. Pops it like that, so I know it really this holds some weight. Like I'm my, excited. This is like my experimental era I'm entering. So like, this is I love the experimental arc. Well, I'm here I'm, for I just it. had to say it real quick. Shout out my boy. Shout out all my boys back home. Let's Shout go. out to all the boys. Um, I have to say it was a pleasure meeting you, dude. It was Bruh. super cool sitting down and talking to you because you know I've only seen you through a, a, a fucking thing or like you know a video or whatever it is. But Adam told us like a week or two ago. He's like. He's like, you're going to have Trap Lil Ross in the future. Shout out to I just, Adam. I don't want to say anything about it. I don't want to ruin this. Yeah, surprise. Adam, he, uh, uh, he alley-ooped that. He honestly, yeah, I think he put Adam. me in a chat with House Phone one day. He's like, uh, hey, y'all, we're, we're going to uh, have uh, Trap Lord Ross pull up on like the last week of September. Cool? I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. Right. And, also, yeah. and also, it was a pleasure to meet the, the man behind the drawings because... I've seen your shit for a long time, and it was just, it's interesting to see the person who actually does the thing, you know what I mean? Because I don't mm. think I've ever seen a picture of you. No, like, yeah, I don't really be, like, this is, like, my first time doing, like, any type of, like, interview. I'm oh, like, okay, okay. Yeah, that, make, that makes sense. I was okay, a little nervous, but... Really? You know what I mean? like, then you realize just homies kicking it's it, just, you know what I mean? It's just the boys being boys. Exactly, right? yeah, we're just fucking yeah. chilling and talking. Just stuff, don't right? hop on the Reddit. Uh, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Fine, <laughs> but anyways... Uh, um, is there is there any final words? Man, thank you for having me. It's been dope to meet all of you guys. Like, just like you said, man. You know, I, I'll be I'll be watching all the No Jumper content I can, and you know, it's just crazy to even just be here with you guys in the flesh. So, appreciate Please. that, everyone. Subscribe to Trap Law Ross. I Please. apologize to all of my ops. New video on the way. <laughs> yeah, and we're sorry to any uh, political comments that were made. Oh yeah, I didn't mean any of it. It's all speculation. And rumors. Swingers are fine. You can be rumors. good presidents. Yeah. Yeah. Completely fine if you swing and you tank the economy. That's totally fine. Too, exactly. Allegedly. Also, uh, subscribe to Harmonious Men as well. If the British government wants to sue somebody, I don't care. Oh my it's God. no jumper. It's their platform, not me. <laughs> subscribe oh. to Harmonious Men. I'm less than 100 subscribers away to 25K. Let's go. And at 25K, Riley and I will be handcuffed to one another for 24 hours. Oh, That's dope. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That's so both dope. of you guys are getting slapped with fishes? Oh, that's a, that'll be yeah. funny. Ooh. We got to slap each other with fish. That'll be funny. Yeah. I got one more thing. I got one more thing. What? Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Codon. You already oh, know. God. Y'all to. better. You know, we're about to go crazy. And while it. we at it, guys, while I don't really do uh, too much uh, cross promo, but guys, we have a YouTube channel where I'm showing y'all exactly the inner workings of a streetwear company and showing y'all the little fun shit, little high ideas we be going through. So go ahead and check me out at the Sandbox. 
uh, I don't know what the fuck is. It's called like Sandbox. Oh, well, your videos, bro. Why you don't talk about that your videos? Like, the that episodes, bro. The episodes have been so funny. The, the recent episode you dropped, I, I completely forgot we even filmed that. But I brought Beans there when he was. Yeah, you were. Puppy, you're in that bitch. Yeah, and it was just like Beans met the cat. Like the editing is so fucking funny. It's, those, it's, I was showing it on stream the other day. I really like those videos. Man, thank you so much. Shout out to Six Visuals who's helped me shoot these. I was telling Trapler, bro. It's like this is the the fourth fucking filmer I've tried to scout and use, and wow. everyone. Shitty. Shout out to all, all the filmer homies prior to this, but shitty. Six visuals killed it, man. Shout out to my boy. We're going to go crazy with the rest of it. So if y'all want to see that, go ahead and do it. And make sure to subscribe, y'all. We try to get to 10K very soon. Let's go. Hell yeah, y'all. Well, right. we appreciate you guys, uh, you know, kicking it with us for fucking three and a half hours. We, uh, especially the viewers as well, man. Um, watchers, y'all have any questions? No, no, no. All right. Like, comment, subscribe. Y'all right. have a good one, man. Good. Take care. Peace. Yo, yo. Yeah, this was officially the last episode. Fire. I know, that's crazy. Right.